This is The Extra Sheep, the unofficial Age of Empires 4 podcast hosted by myself, Socraton, along with Beal and Sir Nevels. And back again today with us is the long-awaited Caleb Calmari. Welcome in, guys. How you guys doing? Hello, hello. Feeling good, feeling good. What's up? I got to see the squid boy in the flesh uh, a couple, was it like a week ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, it was It was like when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. It was great. <laughs> we went and got some uh, fries and ice cream. It was, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. A little jealous. Yeah. A little jealous. I mean, uh, yeah, I was a little offended. Well, you, know, you should like, be. I mean, um, yeah. It was, it was, it was like I was cool enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was just phone call away. I mean, you guys could just call me. I would make the trip. Just make the trip. Make the trip. trip. All the way to the coast. That's, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know how far away that is, anyone who doesn't know, that's like over a thousand miles. We're talking like 2,500 kilometers. Like, it is insanely large a distance for anyone who doesn't know. Well, you guys just gave me a heads up ahead of time. I got on the road immediately. Immediately. Dropped what I was we'll doing here down like the road. 38 hours of straight driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the West Coast in December, uh, but uh, it's... Oh? Southern California. Yeah, so, so the West Coast is also like a thousand like, miles north and yeah. south. Yeah. But you like saying you're you're coming to the East Coast. Oh, you're going to North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That'd be like, that'd be like, that'd be like saying, I mean, again, for the Europeans, that's like saying I'm going to be in Moscow while my friend's in Turkey. Like, that's that's the difference. That's the distance we're talking about. <laughs> like, it's, it's a long way away. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you guys don't make it over here. Crazy. East Coast is still the best coast, man. I'll come on. Yes, come on. West Coast, man. West Coast is. You guys are rude out there. You you guys know. You guys are rude out in the East Coast. We are so much nicer out here. You're nice, but we're like we're decent. We're decent folks. Yeah, I mean, we're we're I'll, 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 I'll get it to you. In Maine, up in Maine, I feel like it's got a reputation for being a nice place. I'll give you that. It's it's really like New Jersey, New York, that area. That, oh, that's New York most definitely. New York most definitely. I mean, I don't know how Detroit is, but. Detroit, Detroit, we're good. We're, 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 we're hardworking, blue collar. Yeah, blue collar, you know. You know, we're just like, we're factory people. We're factory people, you know. Just the honest to goodness, working men. I love it. The way I've heard it described is, you know, on the East Coast, Northeast, your car breaks down, someone passes you. They're gonna pull over, help you change their tire, but they're gonna be like, "What are you doing, you moron? Like this shouldn't have happened." <laughs> On the West go. Coast, uh, cars will just pass you by, like, "Oh, that sucks for you. I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's so true, bro. I yeah. love it. There you, you, get, like, the, you get like the Mountain West, though. I would say because I, I grew up. I mean, Caleb, you're in Wyoming, and I, I grew up in like a a little bit in uh, the Mountain West, a little bit from anywhere from. Like Utah, and my wife's family's from Utah, and you, you break down out there, and you'll get like a casserole as they fix your car for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, one time these people came into town. Somebody gave them a ride to the gas station I was working at, and then uh, two people gave him like completely separate from each other, gave him a hundred bucks each. A third guy drove him down there and paid for the tire replacement. It was like just <laughs> I was like I need my car breakdown. What the heck is going on? Here? There are some genuinely really good people out in the country in this in this in this country like there are some like i think it's just a matter of when you're in an urban place people just kind of do their urban life and just kind of there's too many people to worry about but out in the country you get some country bumpkins man like that southern like there's i think there's a thing of like southern hospitality right and it also yeah. applies to like middle of nowhere country as well like so in the northern part of the country as well it's just kind of a rural thing where like people will bend over backwards just to make sure like how you doing jim let me help you out it's like such a meme like it's so true though it gives me, yeah, it's, gives me faith. In you, get, you get that or you get the other opposite. So when I was back over in Oregon before we came to see you, we were looking for my aunt's dog that got out. That was a long weekend. Anyway, 
my cousin went looking for the dog and knocked on somebody's door and he answered the door with a machete. Yeah. So you either yeah. get <laughs> either got a shotgun yeah, gun in the country property or, or yeah, so you either get everything. like crazy people that are gonna kill you or you get the nicest people in the world. It's you know And there is the no in between. Exactly. <laughs> there is none. Anyways, um now that you guys have heard our a little bit of our uh, fun American culture in the different places we live, we have this we've been talking about this episode getting ready for it for like a long time the whole ever since the moment we finished our last episode we've been in the background like on our discord talking like guys what are we gonna do for this episode like how are we gonna get this all in one episode i still i wrote the outline i still don't know how we're gonna i mean there's so much to talk about and we're not even my extra sheep today is literally gonna be whatever i didn't get to i'm just gonna talk about at the end because i've got so many thoughts so many things like this whole i mean what do you do when you have like a million sheep like how, how do you pick one extra right um like a First prairie all, out here. Yeah, it's like a it's prairie, prairie out here, guys. Just sheep for days. Um, Dude, it's like prairie mixed with like uh, frizzy marshes mixed oh, with. Like, Dude, it's so much to talk about <laughs> in one episode. Well, let's start with at least. Um, I think first of all, I, and I, I, I realized this too. Uh, as our last episode aired, I was just saying, oh, because I, we, I, I had that miss thing where I thought the, uh, I thought the patch was going to go live with the new expansion on that Tuesday, and it wasn't. And I was like, oh, good. I, I was really worried that our episode is going to be immediately irrelevant with the patch going live, but it wasn't. But then the Tuesday I posted the episode, they released the patch notes and I was like, well, we're already behind the times again. So about two weeks ago, <laughs> they uh, as from this list being listened to uh, for all you viewers, they released the patch notes um, and we have some big changes to talk about. I know there's all the talk about how the sieves are playing. We have done run ups and talk about about how these sieves were uh, conceptualized already. We've talked about kind of what they were, what we were expecting from them. And um, we will get into the sieves and the maps and how they actually play now that we have real hands on experience. But we got a whole list of patch notes for season six. We have to go over this. There are some big, big changes. Um, let's see. I guess we'll just start from the top. I've got the actual ageempires.com slash news ageempires for update 9-1-109. Um First of all, uh, new maps. They announced three new maps coming into the game uh, just as is. And I think we can thank our dear friend Bitterlin and all the other devs who worked on this. These are awesome. The three maps are Canal, Gorge, and Rocky River. Those are now in the game free, not included in the expansion. These are just added to the game. Just added in. Those are actually, those are all tournament maps. Those yeah, are yeah all, I was going to say, yeah. those are all maps yeah. that we Bitterlin created those maps as well. I remember... <laughs> The episode we had him on researching, like, okay, what maps does he have credited to him? Um, Canal and Gorge for sure. And then Rocky River is an interesting one because uh, it basically combines two tournament maps, uh, Rocky Canyon and Dry River, mm -hmm. which is really funny when we'd run that in Rising Empires. Uh, people would get confused on which map was which yeah, all yeah. the time. And so it makes sense to just Combine make them, them one map. So nobody's one. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Bitterland, I know you're listening to this. Excellent job. Um, I actually, I don't like Canal very much. I don't like playing on it very much just because it's very difficult uh, with the uh, hybrid. Great job. Actually, Canal. it sucks. <laughs> Canal. I, love, I love Gorge. Gorge is one Gorge of my favorite maps. And I love, oh, I want to talk about this one. The 2v2. I didn't realize, I, did, I ran some 2v2s. Was it with you, Sir Neville? So you, me, and I think uh, Racket, shout him out. And then, who was it? Shoes? Yeah, yeah, maybe when uh, first launch. Yeah, at first launch, we did some 2v2s on this map. And the cool thing about this map, uh, so you start in the middle, you're both like, an, imagine um, the map has like 
the left and the right of the map, or I guess the top and the bottom, depending on how it's oriented. Usually it's top and bottom. Mm-hmm. I've seen is uh, got cliffs and it kind of rolls down into a nice valley. You are in the valley, but your TCs are all in a row. So when you're playing two V twos, especially one of the ones you don't notice it because you're just your TCs on either end, right? Of inside this valley in two V twos and beyond. Uh, apparently in four V fours, it gets really weird. Um, but in two V twos, especially this is, I think this is a really cool two V two map because you start in a row. So you've got a front seat and a back yeah. seat, essentially, with your two sieves. So you and your partner are, are front seat, back seat. And that is just so interesting. So I, I had the thought it'd be really cool yeah. to see like a, a 4v4 with like Beastie and Marine Lord in the front. And then like a diamond guy behind them. And then like a platinum guy behind those guys. And then the back of the bus have like two gold players. And just see what happens. I, I love to see something like that. That'd be so <laughs> wild. Because uh, it is really weird. It plays very interesting where the front guys have to kind of hold the fort while the guys in the back are kind of just booming essentially it's it's a cool you map make a, you make a good point because that was originally just a 1v1 tournament map so they, it yeah it's never been used in a team context before uh i do like that spawn i do love the team maps that kind of change the feeling or do something a little different than like okay one guy's over here one guy's over here where mm-hmm. you're in the front and back i really love water holes which is normally uh if you play 1v1 it's you're on one side of the map your opponent's on the other and there's two giant ponds in the middle mm-hmm. if you play 2v2 on that you still have the two giant ponds in the middle but both teams now have a safe pond behind them so it changes it's like oh you can still safe fish now in 2v2 um but now you can be aggressive over these middle ponds without losing everything yeah it's cool how it changes things up. Yeah, it, team games have there's a lot of potential for interesting spawns to be to determine stuff. It'd be kind of cool, and I don't know how you'd ever code this to make this work. It'd be kind of cool because I think team chemistry is de- dependent based off of like I mean you're gonna pick like what kind of sieves you want to play. Like one person's gonna maybe be like an aggressor, one person might boom. Um, usually in like a three v three, someone booms, someone aggresses, and then someone does a bit of both or does one or the other. You know. Um, it's not good to do all, I mean, unless you all are rushing or there's different like strategies you can come up with, but it's hard to kind of determine things based off of where your, your sieve is. Like if you could decide like, uh, like in, in Rocky Canyon, for instance, or sorry, in Gorge, if you could decide who's in front and who's in back, that would be really interesting. If you had that choice going, I want to spawn in the aggressive spot, or I want to spawn in the back spot. Cause you don't really know until you're in the game and it, I mean, that's part of the game, too. So I don't know. Interesting right. thought. No, Hideout did something very similar. And I, I will go to bat for Hideout as a team map. I think it does something kind of mm-hmm. interesting um, compared to like 1v1. I don't like different lanes, but at least in like a team setting on Hideout, you can at least have army in multiple places on the map. So it's not like, oops, I chose the wrong side. But uh, depending on the uh, depending on the order of the names in the lobby, you can configure it uh, to who is going to be, if you do like 3v3s, the guy in the middle position. So you can mm. like choose like who's on the end, who plays pocket. So for it just depends out. on like who you like invite to the group first and who accept you can kind of. There, there is a way, yeah, to set it up that uh, you can have a guy be like, I want to play pocket this game. That and is interesting. 100%. Is that, is that actually like time. consistent? Like you can do that? Yeah, I believe it is. I believe it is. Now I want to talk to Bitterland. Now I need to like talk to Bitterland to get all the deets if he'll share it with that me. Seems, how that, that just seems really, I don't know. It feels like if that's already kind of a thing, 
why don't they just make it a hard implementation and why keep it like this soft locked kind of weird that, that was kind of my thoughts i wonder if there's a reason for it or if they should man because i've noticed this a little bit and that's something i was thinking about because it would either add I, I can see arguments for both too right because either implement that or maybe get rid of it entirely you know, that way there's either a choice to be made or there's not. There's either a strategic choice or they're not. That way you don't get, I don't know, you don't want to have an unfair yeah. advantage to one team and not another because they don't know about the little exploit or something, you know? Mm -hmm. I still think it'd also be a good idea <clears throat> to uh, do the Age of Empires 2 thing where civs have like team bonuses too. If you want to like really have like, mm. I don't know, maybe a whole team game patch where they like make it so you can pick your p position and, and add some more synergies. I don't know. I think they could expand on team games quite a bit, but I know they like to focus on one of you ones as like the core gameplay. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, I'm just curious if you run into the problem like other games where you can queue roles. Like if you were joining, God forbid, ranked <laughs> teams without a team. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You, uh, <laughs> how many people are going to choose to play pocket every time versus yeah. people are that mm. excited to play flank? Yeah, it's a it's a problem. Uh, League of Legends is pseudo solving where they have uh the roles that are least played indicated as priority roles and so they intentionally reduce the queue times for people queuing oh, for those so, you know um, so that way you get into a game way quicker if you're picking a, a low pick rate role not only because the system just naturally will grab you because there's more games waiting for you but because they kind of intentionally skew it that way as a reward um you know yeah so it's kind I, of a I gotta admit, I was not expecting you to talk about this on the podcast today with our outline. I just wasn't expecting this to be our, our, our topic to talk about, but I really like this discussion. This is really interesting to me right now. Yeah, we, we got to this discussion uh, discussing the first map out of 13. We jumped in. <laughs> oh, boy. What do we do with team games? Well, that, that's why the hard thing with this patch is, is that there's just so much to talk about and so much to explore. And I, I just want to get to it all. Obviously, uh, we're not going to get to everything today. We will... Uh, all right, we have another episode before our live one comes up, so we will get to more. But man, this this podcast is going nowhere, guys. Let me just say, we're, I mean, we're going somewhere, but we're not leaving anywhere. Like, we got <laughs> so much to go over. Nowhere. We're going nowhere. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I like I like that, Caleb. I like what you said about like maybe prioritizing that. That'd be really interesting. It'd be a lot. They'd have to, the devs would have to really focus in on that. And that had. To, and, but I was also thinking, as you said, that they prioritize one v ones, which makes sense. The balance probably needs to revolve around that first and foremost, just because that's kind of the a classic way to play but i isn't the statistics don't the statistics show that more people play team games than they do solos oh yeah so i mean it's not like you can't consider that at all either so i mean yeah the it's solution with the team bonuses is like mm -hmm. a way to do it so aoe2 the every civ gets like their buffs and stuff like that like you know in aoe4 french can have reduced cost on their eco buildings but the Every Civ also has another team buff that's only available in team games, and it buffs the entire team. Mm. So, because you know how, like, French English is kind of meta for teams, because strong knights, strong archers, in mm -hmm. feudal, tough to deal with if you want to be super aggressive. But you can have different sort of uh, team bonuses that would incentivize maybe picking like a, a sieve that isn't normally uh meta for mm -hmm. team games hmm. yeah like you know abba makes everybody's berry bushes better so then all of a sudden the english people are going for berries early on instead of farms or something like that where it's kind of a buff that kind of changes the way the whole team focuses um and obviously that gets like really extrapolated in like 4v4s right. but it's uh yeah and i think it's a, i think it's a cool idea 
Um, and I think, uh, there's some, there, there is a discussion to be had somewhere by the devs about the direction they want to take the game is one V one paying off like we want, or should we really try and capitalize on our team game audience? And maybe that's how you grow the game. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, yeah. honestly, like 1v1, I feel like is in a really good spot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they wanted to make that effort, especially because I know team ranked solo queue needs some sort of overhaul because like they're not able to find quality <laughs> matches like that is something yeah. that over and over of just like, yep, I'm a silver ran into two diamonds and a conqueror again on team ranked and yeah going ranking going just jumping into a, a match on your own is a terrible terrible idea in general uh you and you know it, it shouldn't be but it is and they, they've tried adding in like the voice chat thing which i don't think i've ever actually used that feature truth be told i think i just use discord when i go into teams and just jump in with my own group i, I always jump into my own group i never do team games unless i have someone to play with which again, yeah, if you're looking for someone to play I with, mean, let's shout out the Griot Barra real quick. Check out the Griot Barra, guys. Uh, it's a great Discord to find people to play with who are always on, always playing. If you need teammates, you will find them. Uh, anyways. Yes, sir. You don't need yes, to send sir. an invite link anymore. You can actually now search it, and it comes up. As there you go. Did you to say that? Yes, sir. That's big. Yes, That's sir. big. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, man. It's every day growing. Every day, boy. It's going to be a good time. Agree at Barra. So great, great community. Great community. community hub. Community yeah. hub right there. The bottom now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, like, 50 people who joined Agree Barra way back. I don't think I'm number. I don't think I'm number 50. I, I don't know. I realized uh, I, I went on a tear, actually. I'll get to this later with Ayubids, but I went on a tear on AOE four and I looked at my rank and I've never been more than like 9,000 or whatever in the world, but I went on an absolute tear yesterday and I'll get into this later. I ended up being like 1,098 and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's really up there. I, I realized how high uh, being like plat three is like, it is up there as far as like number of players. So that, that I mean, bell curve gets sharp. I don't want to, stomp on your dreams but it also has to do with how many people who have ranked so far i know i know i know i know also went on a tear and i was ranked 64th in the world yeah 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 i know i know but it felt really good it did feel really good i did i i i I, yeah yeah you're right you're right (laughs) no you're still doing great you're still doing great but i remember last season i was like 81 let me have this (laughs) (laughs) let me have number 64 you had to screenshot it and act like you got there, like, you know, like at the end of the season. Any point yeah. Time, yeah, in the season. Well, I, abs- I screenshotted mine. So <laughs> there you go, <laughs> He's got to post it there at the end of the season. Yeah. Like, yeah, no big deal. Um, yeah. Anyways, back to the, the patch notes. We, we got so much to talk about. We're just, we're too, too good at talking Dude. now. Um, Empire Wars has come to quick match. Uh, I actually was in, uh, shout out to OGCon, who, who invited me into a game just off the cuff a couple days ago to do a team game. I, I was just kind of was looking for just a quick game. I wasn't streaming yet. I just wanted like a one-off game. He actually was like, oh, you want to hop in a game? And I was like, heck yeah, I want to hop in a game. I hopped in a quick team game with him and his Discord. Uh, and it was a, it ended up being an Empire Wars match. I was not ready for this, guys. I was <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I mean, uh, yeah, it's a big thing. It was like, whoa, but it was on Continental. It was a fun match. But Empire Wars is in quick match now. Uh, I think that's huge for that style of game. I think the uh, tournament that EGC TV put on was a big win in that regard. I think it really kind of put Empire Wars on the map. And... Yeah, it's, I'm glad to see it at least in-game accessible so you can just jump in with game. Like, I think that version's good for the game. Yeah, if I can make a quick little critique, like, don't get me wrong, Empire Wars, I'm happy to see developers showing some shine to it and actually making a playable game mode in Quick Match. 
but I really and I've I've heard a lot of people say this, and I'm not trying to critique the, the devs, but I really feel like they might have kind of I want to say missed the ball, but they really Empire Wars is great, but they probably should have made it an FFA mode. Like that mode yeah. is so popular, mm. and like Empire Wars, I'm not gonna say it's not as popular. But it's, it's way popular. more the community, the community, yeah, yeah. But like the community has asked for like a nomad like public FFA mode for so long, like from pro to like the lowest league. Like FFAs are extremely, especially with the nomad mode, like add on there. Like it's so popular in the community. Like I mean, if you go to the rear bar, like every day they're on like a they're on like eight man FFA mode nomad yeah, I, every day. There's a and like. Literally named a nomad AOE. Exactly. Exactly. He was in my chat the other day. Like 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 and they and like you know what I'm saying, Nomad's cool. I mean I find out Nomad, excuse me. Uh, Empire Wars is cool. Like, you know, it is a good way to like you know, kinda takes the pressure of like the early build order off your hands and kinda it's pretty fun to jump to a game and just seeing how they spawn you and, and you know, how they basically set your economy up off rip, which is fun, you know, but like honestly if I had to make anything like like I really think they should have put made that nomad. I'm keep saying nomad. The uh, Empire Wars. I think they could. They would have got a lot more pat on the back if they made it a nomad FFA because the community's been Absolutely. asking for it forever. But Empire Wars, you know, bears can be choosers. Empire Wars works too. I haven't played it yet though. Well, yeah, know, there's more yeah. patches yeah. to come, right? There's more more time. Exactly. Exactly. I do hope because there are other games that have like standard game modes. You got your quick match, you got your ranked, you got your teams, whatever. And then they'll have like the fourth weird mode that rotates through. Mm. Like they'll have a queue for, okay, we're going to do this. Like I know Hearthstone used to do what they called tavern brawls. And it was like every week it was a different rule set for how you'd play the game. Um, Overwatch has its arcade mode and. Every week they'd roll out like a new like, OK, we're doing three V three elimination this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think potentially with enough different game modes, they could do that. I do think Nomad is just way more popular than Empire Wars. I don't know. I do know so many people who would be excited for QM like hidden ELO based uh, Nomad. And I don't know literally anybody who was like, yes. We got Empire Wars now. Yeah. 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 A little bit of mis- miscommunication between the community and the devs on that one. Like, Empire well, Wars is bad. Cool. Again, I don't think anyone's complaining it's not bad. about no, Empire yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Complain, it's yeah. not as big a hit as an FFA, like Nomad FFA would be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I'll complain about it. I, <laughs> I think <laughs> oh, yeah, Empire Wars <laughs> was... <laughs> Empire Wars made sense when they were trying to make Age of Empires 2 into like an eSport. Mm-hmm. The purpose of Empire Wars was, I think that became like a game mode in the AOE 2 Definitive Edition release when they, like the third remaster of the game, uh, they added Empire Wars because I think they were aiming for a weird esport angle because all of the Red Bull Woolalos for AOE 2 were playing all Empire uh-huh. Wars, yep. not um, the standard game. I, I've and, noticed this. Um, I've noticed this about the devs, and, and maybe it's about the the people pushing. I mean, I don't want to talk about. We don't really know what's going on behind the scenes at all. But I've noticed this. That is kind of the way, and that's I would explain like why there's so much focus on one v ones too. Is that's the way most 
competitive scenes go and they've been working a lot i mean obviously red bull or not red bull but EGC tv has been a big part so much so that their stuff has been promoted on the actual game now uh those tournaments are kind of what they're using yeah, to drive it's huge for them and it's good I, i'm glad that's happening i am but i, I feel like they're leaning into the, like the devs or at least microsoft in general is definitely seems like leaning into those 1v1s the pro scene trying to make that a thing um yeah. and, that, well, and that would probably explain why there's empire wars one more thing on empire wars just because uh i was i was getting there but i think it was added to aoe 2 to get rid of aoe 2's dark age because i don't know how much competitive aoe 2 any of you have played but the dark age sucks yeah it is the same build order basically for every sieve um for the first like three to five minutes every sieve isn't all just it involves like weird (laughs) things like luring boars and some weird micro stuff where mm-hmm. like an AOE four, if you don't know how, if you're playing a sieve, you never played them before and you don't know how to do their dark age, just go seven on food, three on gold. You'll get there yeah. up to feudal in a decent time. That's fine. You don't have to do, you don't have to lure boars or do anything weird. If you want to play a standard dark age build order, there you go. Also AOE two didn't have sheep all over the map. So I think Empire Wars was AOE 2 trying to cut out what they deemed like the really boring part of the game, uh, where AOE 4 doesn't have a really boring Dark Age. Yeah, the Dark Age is Especially with the number of civs that can, like, have aggression in Dark Age now. Um, I don't know. It is disappointing that that was chosen over Nomad or any other game mode, really, because I think... I think it's trying to do something. It's trying to solve a problem that was in AOE two and not four. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's like that joke of like, uh, like the angels in heaven making all the animals and like St. Peter comes up with like the platypus and like, God's like, no one asked for this. What is this? I didn't ask for it. It's like I'll use it. Sure. I'll put it in Australia. I guess I didn't ask for it. Uh, it's kind of what that reminds you. It's like, no one asked for it. Like, like I'm glad I, mean, so, I don't think anyone hates it. No one, no one hates empire wars. No one's like, boo, this shouldn't be in the game at all. But it's like, of all the things, this is what you came up with. I mean, okay, okay, like I guess, but like that's a little odd. Like weird flex. Yeah. But okay. It's uh sorry, I stopped waiting to grab my soapbox for a minute. Um, <laughs> um so there there is a game was was a game uh F in the chat, a game called Spellcraft. Spellcraft was a super sweet, like half MOBA, half like RTS kind of thing where it was like an auto battler, but your units had like active abilities that you could use to reposition or specifically have them target things. And it was this really, really cool hybrid game. And they had some issues and they released this really wide open beta and they had like sneaky play it from League of Legends. They had day nine play it and all these people tried it. And the people that tried it, liked it, offered some decent criticism. And then the game basically got shut down. Uh, because they're made the game with the intention of making the next big esport, and when that has, I don't think ever worked out for any game ever. Yeah, Overwatch <laughs> and, just lost so much money on the Overwatch yeah. League. Oh yeah, and in that game, it was it had really good foundations and it had this really cool setup, and they went, well, we just can't get a get a broad enough appeal, so we're shutting it down, and. And it was like the 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 you could see the love and care that went into the gameplay and the mechanics and the art and and it got killed by some people who are like, this is supposed to be a moneymaker. Make it happen. 
And it that's a something that was I, I saw like uh uh Assassin's Creed style open worlds tried to do the same thing in in the I don't know 2010 era. There were all these crazy huge open world games that were just empty of content because their goal was to make the next open world game. Everyone wanted to be cool Skyrim. Graphic. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be Skyrim. Everybody wanted to be yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even Starfield and, wants to be Skyrim, and it's not because it's. Oh my empty. gosh! Do not, do not get me started on Starfield. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started anyway, on Starfield. Though, that's exactly don't the point. Really even, I mean, everyone's trying to catch that same flame in a bottle, and it is very reactionary. That's exactly what it was. Well, I mean, that's exactly what. I mean, not, I mean, this is an AOE four podcast, but we talk about other games every now and then in context of this. And that's exactly what happened with Starfield. It is an, I mean, I, especially after Baldur's Gate being released early, guys, Baldur's Gate Oh my way gosh, better. that was so awkward, bro. Starfield, man, it feels like you're talking to a bunch of robots. It's so, like, I've seen some streams and, and I was like, there's a hundred load screens and I want to throw yeah, up. It's, it's, and it's terrible. It's, anyway. Terrible game. Not what anyone, I mean, if you like, the, if you want all the cheesiest of Bethesda gimmicks to be in your Bethesda game, you'll like, you might like Starfield, but if you want a good, I mean, Bethesda is trying to be a Bethesda, it's, sorry, Starfield's trying to be a Bethesda Bethesda game, and it's like no, just just give it me a good game. It worked for Skyrim because of when it was made and because of the time and gaming it was made. And to make a game like that nowadays, it has to look like Elden Ring did or like Baldur's Gate Three does. Play, like I mean, Baldur's Gate story is so much better. One hundred percent agree with that. Like, because so I didn't play Skyrim on release. I didn't play Skyrim until like twenty eighteen, um, and oh, it still amazing. sucked yes. me in uh, yeah. because. I guess that's fair. World design and like the the loop of what you do, um, like stumbling upon settlements and little caves and stuff. That's fantastic. I love walking in a direction. Oh, there's a cave. You go inside, kill some guys, get some loot. Maybe think about how I'm going to build my character. Like, oh, what am I going to put points in? Am I going to like... Maybe I want to change over to like, uh, I don't know, short swords or something. So maybe I'm going to level that up on some rats or whatever. Go sell my loot like, oh, now I can maybe smith a better short sword and 12 hours have passed. Uh, Where from everything I've seen from Starfield is go to menu, click place. And (laughs) I I just played through Oblivion. And that's what Bethesda is really good at. (laughs) The Uh, open world, like walk through, stumble through a world. Yeah. imagine having your open world and having nothing and that's the thing is there's just it's the nothingness there's not enough because no content it's trying it was trying to be the next big thing and it just kind of lost itself it, it lost for, to, to borrow tim's favorite phrase it, it mistook the trees for the forest yeah, yeah re- really just yeah. as a as a person who has put actually 100 hours in the starfield i was gonna say okay i'm this is i'm gonna say something right here starfield is not a bad game for 2011 yeah, like Starfield, <laughs> Starfield needs to listen, but that has been criticized very heavily based on them still using the creation engine too. they need to kind of evolve their gameplay. And the thing about Starfield is that it was it was basically like a, you know, it was like a no man's sky at home, you know, like a. It was like a they want to be no like a little bit of home is so good. <laughs> like, like, you know. <laughs> All every other like Bethesda game with their open world, you know, it really is like kind of streamlined. It's kind of like uh, you know, like it was like kind of seamless, you know, or air quarter called seamless transition of going from town to town. It was kind of just one big open world. Where Starfield, it's like Bethesda in space. And I don't think Bethesda in space works that well because the game had a lot of missing features. And I know uh, when I'm gonna keep it brief because it's actually the AOE4 podcast, but basically all basically all I'm saying is that 
the game feels dated. You look at that, like me and my brother, we play it heavy, and we were talking about it, like like you guys said, probably playing Baldur's Gate and then going to Starfield. It feels like you're li- the, the the NPCs are just the most non-memorable NPCs on the planet. Yeah. And basically, not even go too deep into it. I'm just saying the creation engine too. I think Starfield. People thought it was Bethesda's next big thing that like everyone's been anticipating. But really, I look at Starfield as filler for Elder Scrolls Six. I like, hope it is. I that's, hope that's all. It yeah, ends no, up. like yeah, Starfield. I think I think people people put Starfield on a pedestal. I don't think pedestal Starfield is really meant to be that genre defining Starfield game. Starfield would have been just game something. of the year in twenty. They marketed it like it should have been. Oh, of course. Yeah, the marketing. Yeah, the expectations are high. You got to remember it though, because like this is something I say all the time. Microsoft, like I would, I would really argue that. Like, I mean, Microsoft's best franchise, one of the most favorable love franchise is Age of Empire. Like a lot of Microsoft's like original IPs, like like they or or IPs they bought really are like even like they they just got they just closed on the Activision deal. And now Modern Warfare 3 is being dookie on like not like <laughs> it's just like the worst call. Dude. Like everyone's talking about like it's the worst campaign ever. Like. Like Microsoft really doesn't have like their fans are holding on by like literally a thread of skin. Like they're just holding on as much as they can. And that's the one thing. See, people look at Age of Empires and talk about the numbers all they want. Oh, well, it's not, you know, oh, it's only this amount of people playing. Oh, look at the you know, current players on Steam. And but like Age of Empires 2, 3, 4 now the expansion. I um, I don't think there's another game out there. I mean, they're kind of winning their Halo fans back. But Microsoft is really struggling with keeping their fans enthused about their games. And the one franchise that people love, like, you know, fan-supported tournaments, like, you know, fan-funded tournaments, you know, fan donations. I mean, look at Beastie Cutie, Lily Dude's about to, like, hit, like, 10,000 subs. Like, people love this game and the players in it. It's Age of Empires. Like, I think that's why Microsoft can never really close the door on Age of Empires. It's like their original IP. And like their fans, like one of the only, I would say, IPs they have, not only, but one of the few they have that the fan base loves. Yeah, like, it's in yeah, a good spot. Seriously right now. loves. They're, I think, they're being smart to not mess with this too yeah, much. Yes. I agree. I think, I think Empire Wars, kind of back to the original point and, and kind of to continue us on after, past this, I think Empire <laughs> Wars was. Uh, a little tidbit of them going, well, Age of Empires 2 has this cool esport themed thing. Let's kind of copy paste that into our game. Yeah. Um, and I think we're probably going to see a little bit of that over time because, you know, the, the professional esport competitive scene is a scene in this yeah. game. Uh, it just um, it just feels weird when they make that decision over like what fans are begging for and that kind of stuff over time. Uh, does tend to damage relationship with customer. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I have seen non-video game companies do this, uh, company I used to work for that I won't talk about, uh, <laughs> had done this, uh, even to the point of abandoning their like original owners and stuff over tiny changes over a long period of time. You can just feel it was different. So it's something you have to be really careful with, although I think in small doses it can set up for things down the road. You just got to be really careful not to never add nomad free for all yeah and thank and thank goodness yeah. like if this was just if this was like they kind of announced an empire awards and it was kind of a new thing and they've been kind of they kind of slowly been getting it more and more a thing 
But at the same time, the nice thing is, is that the real expansion was way bigger than that. And honestly, yeah. I, I, oh, do, yeah. I do get the sense they kind of have leaned into the pro scene a little bit. Uh, but but that isn't to say they can't still add a nomad. That, that, I mean, we have no idea if they will or won't, but like, it feels like they certainly could. And the expansion, I will say, as far as player base and numbers go, this game not only has the content right now, but also is just being accepted and loved by the fans right now as well. I mean, I, I think oh, yeah. the player spike is bigger than when oh, what was the, I, I saw it. It's one of Reddit posts. We'll get to it later. But I, I've got a post that has a statistics that shows the bumps in player base. And it's big. We're, we're in a huge heyday right now. This is excellent for the game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that we're uh, not going the way of Starfield with this, where it's not just an empty game. Uh, that, that, well, you know, it, it kind of comes down to the thing where like, like a good game needs a couple of things. It's a good video movie. I'm a, I'm a videographer by trade. So a good movie has a couple of things. It's either spectacle. You've got a good spectacle, a good story, um, maybe good characters. That's more for a video. So a good spectacle, good story. And we'll say maybe a good gameplay, good game loop. Right. Um, in this case, like Age Empires isn't really big on the story bit, but it's got quite a good spectacle where the design is excellent and the gameplay loop is excellent. A game like Starfield, yeah. the gameplay loop, not there. Uh, what are you doing? You're not like with, with like uh, the old, uh, what is it? Skyrim had the great gameplay loop of finding those caves. It was, it had the content filled in there as well. And it had story. Uh, the story was a little weak in Bethesda. That's always been. But th- I mean, in Starfield's missing like all three. The spectacle, it's like 2010 <laughs> graphics. Like it doesn't look good. But, whereas Age Empire is like, it's an RTS. So it doesn't need to look like crazy good. But they redid the water even this in this patch. It looks yeah, way better. Looks I mean, they have done so much. And the, and the sound design is just top we talked about it a lot it's just top notch anyways let's get let's get back to the patch notes guys we we're not getting anywhere fast i want to argue that the story for age of empires is the best story ever because it's the story of history so you know i'm just saying i will say the campaigns are pretty good in that regard i I would say it's not the The biggest story but yeah it's not bad it does have some some fun stuff there so you're right you're right as far as multiplayer goes maybe a little less but but yeah, well, no, yeah, there's, that, there's, yeah, there's not lore while you're gathering yeah, you're sheep. Not, and yeah, you're not gathering <laughs> lore. Yeah. No lore, the lore that I say, I've, I've played Jonah Ark one seven straight. That's the lore. That's the lore. I was mentioning, I grabbed a sheep. It's like, oh, look at that sheep. Like, oh, come here, Dolly. And I was like, actually, Dolly is the first uh, uh, cloned animal ever. I actually said that midstream. I was like, giving some random bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, I, think that's why, I think it's why streamers do super well with this game is because they do add that story to it, which is what the one thing it's lacking. So, I mean, you just get the perfect recipe for an excellent game. Um, next up, walls are easier and simpler to build. We'll talk about this a little more in depth uh, as we get to it in the patch notes. But big change there. Um, several updates have been made to the AI and there's some balance changes and fixes. Let's actually dive into the actual patch. It's been live as of um, November 14th. It'll be live until uh, 1159 Pacific time on December 4th. Um, biggest thing is that uh, Let's see. I'm scrolling down, trying to get to the actual uh, map pool. The map pool we talked about a little bit. Um, actually, the rank map pool nice. for a second. I just want to say uh, it, they're a little basic. It's a little bit basic as far as the maps. I feel like I've seen the same couple maps again and again and again and again. But the maps that are in that map pool are really, really good. Um, kind of funny. There's no misses. I'm not using a downvote. Uh, this is the first. Yeah, pool that's I say. I think it's no misses. Nope, nope. I'm going to downvote Himayama because I don't know if I can say that too many times. Anymore. I call it the Wembenyama map after the battle. Himyamama. But I think Himyamama. 
It's a Patreon, so I'll give you all of them. That's the Patreon. So it's like, uh, we'll, we'll do, we'll do that like yeah, I was talking to Shoes by the other day. Yeah, it's a little, you know what I'm saying? A little, not dicey. The most well, a little well, my, dicey. my name is Wembenyama, actually, the guy, the, the basketball player, yeah. the young kid who's just a stellar, stellar athlete. Oh, he's going crazy. He's going crazy. nuts. Uh, anyways. <laughs> The, the map looks really so, great. I like the, the rock. Is it not the Rocky Canyon? What's the the cliffside? Is that what it's called? It's all like the yeah, zigzag I like, cliffs. I like, I like that map a lot. I like that Pardon me for my ignorance. Also. Can somebody explain to me what expansion preview is versus new? So it means if you didn't buy the uh, expansion pack, you can still play these maps on ranked. Oh. Yeah, so you have and the then Gorge, Rocky River, and Canal are new added to the whole game. Yes, cliffside, yeah. Golden Pit, Hidden Valley are technically part of the expansion but because they want to put them in the ranked map pool everybody has access to them. yep we're yeah. in rank yeah just through ranked yeah oh so you couldn't even like practice something on it without no, you have to just right. buy it in rank which i think is good i think it's okay i think it's all right i think it's a cheat yeah that's a cheeky way to get people to try and buy the <laughs> honestly <laughs> I, like I i can't imagine anyone who wouldn't just want to buy the expansion i mean why would yeah, it's like, me? yeah. it's something. and the game's been on sale as well the base game's on sale so just grab the expansion give them the, the money is worth it 15 dollars for an expansion this oh, extensive honestly feels like a bit of a steal it genuinely does like they could have put it 20 dollars. i think 20 would have been perfectly fair I'll, I, I mean, I gladly I was anticipating 20. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was anticipating 20, uh, like 1999, 20. That's what I was expecting. I'll take 15. I mean, it's four bucks. That's not a big difference, but I mean, eh. next. So devs next time, just so you know, if you're going to release another, uh, uh, yeah. uh, six sieves, basically, uh, you can charge us 20 bucks. I get inflation. I get it's, it, dude. You we'll, guys allow it. we'll allow it. I mean, we'll, we'll allow <laughs> lower. We'll, I'll, I'll pay lower. I mean, I'm happy to, but, but I, I will never <laughs> complain about a $20 DLC expansion. Really? That's this good. I mean, I, I never, I'll never complain about that. I'll, it's like that fry meme, right? Shut up and take my money. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and while well, you guys are shutting money. up, we're taking your money. Uh, you can hop over to the Patreon. We got some sweet Ooh. deals. Like <laughs> oh, I like that. That was Taylor good. Being, uh, doing that, was good. Uh, that was good. <laughs> um, the number of uh, downvotes for maps in Quick Match has been increased from 7 to 15, by the way. Just in case you're wondering, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, because they added all these maps in as well. They've added all I mean, the maps. Yeah, oh, oh, that, that, that's yeah. on quick match. Yeah, I was like, wait, you can downvote every map and never play. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I think the map pool is like yeah, twenty five or something. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so it's 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 you can now download. So if you don't like water maps, you can get rid of most of them. Um, Empire Wars is now selectable as a game mode in quick match. Uh, the ranked map pool. Just I'm just gonna read these out really quick, just so you know. Uh, the 1v1 ranked map pool, I won't go over the cliff. Uh, it's, it's mostly the same, including uh, Hidden Valley and Hideout. Uh, but for, ran- for 1v1s, it's Arabia, Dry Arabia. Oh, they, just, they just said Arabia instead of Dry Arabia. That feels weird. That feels like wrong. It's heresy. I think they did it because they want it to be in alphabetical order, but they want that one to be the base map. So they just called it Arabia. I see <laughs> devs, whoever made this, I see why as a marketing guy, you wanted it to be alphabetical order, but Dry Arabia is like the final destination. So you're like, let's just call it Arabia. Then it can go in the top of the list. I see you, Dev. I see. I don't know if you're listening. Yeah, I good. see you and I see what you did there. Uh, Arabia should be dry Arabia. I think it should be called Meadows. My personally, it's not dry. It's never a desert. Just call it Meadows. Um, then you got <laughs> Canal, which is new. Uh, nice map. Cliffside, like which is an expansion preview. Golden like Heights, map. which I'm actually getting kind of tired of. I know it's heresy to say, but I'm, I've played it so much last season. I'm kind of that's like the one I actually have downvoted. I'm like, I'm kind of done with that one for a bit. That's just me. Still a great map. Still a great, Still a great map. map. Still an excellent map. Yeah. Uh, Golden Pit, which I actually really like this map. I think it's really fun. Uh, that's an expansion right. preview. 
Gorge, which is another of my favorites right now, and that's new in the ranked pool. Hidden Valley expansion preview. I've got mixed opinions on Hidden Valley. Uh, Himanyama, aka Wembenyama, the expansion preview, and then Rocky River, which is just new. So thanks, Bitterland. Thanks, we appreciate it. We love these maps. Great ranked map pool. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, man. I I can't see any of these maps in this map pool that I would like to downvote like now is the only one that i always exist because i don't want to do the the hybrid yeah canal yeah canal is like more maybe more of a challenge map uh but you know it's still a quality map yeah, like yeah i really yeah, can't get like dark, dark, yeah yeah yeah, yeah i it's like, like i like now dark edge get out there yes. fighting dark edge dude like uh first time i played it like uh because i watched some EGC tournaments like the player i played they know that you could wall in the center like where the boat's Mm-hmm. So like, so they rushed up the field to try to get me off water, and they were like, what, like they were like had their archer ships just hitting at uh, palisade walls, and like it, <laughs> it, it just it, it allows like it allows so much dynamic play. Like I, I love canal. Canal is great, but I understand you know hybrid. Now it's everybody. I love plays like that. You, you wall it off. You see the archer ship come in, and you just sort of lean back in your chair and be like, "Yeah, I'm a strategic god." <laughs> yeah, you didn't see you didn't see that one coming, did you? I can yeah. see Bill like Give leaning back. He's got his hat in his lap, like <laughs> taking a taking a little sip of the brew, like yeah, uh, yeah. He that thought me he thought such a good image in my mind, Bill. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> but you know, actually, uh, the the map I like the most. Uh, off this is uh, Hidden Valley. I'm, really? I like Hidden Valley actually a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're we'll right. Let's go I've got we'll a fun map. thing yeah. from Bitterland on this. I hope you won't mind me. T- I, I, I talked about it this to him. I got a fun one on that. We'll talk about it later. But I've got a fun when we get to the Hidden Valley. I've got a fun little tidbit, little little nugget for you guys that I, I feel like okay sharing. I think is really cool about that map. Um, anyways, uh, so Empire Wars in Quick Match. Uh, this is interesting. It says by popular demand, uh, the Empire Wars game mode is now available as an option in Quick Match. I know we just talked about how no one asked for it, and now it says by popular demand. I wonder if that's marketing speak or if that literally is feedback they got. I got no idea. Um, I'm inclined yeah, to think right. it's got to be just. I'm sure some people love it, but I, I feel like maybe maybe, maybe we gotta start getting more of these surveys. Maybe, maybe we do. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, that like, is, I, I think that's their number one way to getting feedback, which. Yeah. the best because people only people who take surveys are people who are really angry or really enthusiastic and you want to get the real or who play yeah. ranked 1v1s <laughs> like are like i would like this 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 don't focus on this this yeah yeah <laughs> i try i try to do one but i get to like 15 percent i'm like and you know, i would rather tap my phone for everybody you know yeah. like oh oops i didn't get it yeah but i try to do my part i fail every It'd time be nice if you could do it in game that would be sweet wouldn't that be nice if you could input that would be sweet that would be really cool I'd make it well, I would maybe, be much no. more likely to do it if it pops up. Hey, take a quick survey in game. I, I just, think they have like, like a link in yeah, game. That yeah, just but like, only doing yeah. link is very cumbersome. Yeah. It'd be nice if they could do it in game and record the data. Somehow. That'd be sweet. That'd uh, be cool. I, 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 I say that like it's the easiest thing. And that is probably if there, anyone's <laughs> listening, they're probably like a sock and you've got no idea how hard that is. I imagine it'd probably be a crazy undertaking. Anyways, back to the patch of uh, the new maps. We talked about canal a little bit, the wide stretches uh, of Actually, Bill, you have a whole list on all these maps that you made. Uh, do you want to kind of do that now? As yeah, we, talk we about want to jump into maps. We can just do that now. I mean, I did make a list. I I didn't fill it out for everything, but I do have like all 10 maps if we want to go down through. Yeah, let, let's let's try and be brief on the week. We did talk about the 10 that were coming in before a little bit. We can briefly touch on each of those. I've got like a little snippet on how they kind of play out. We had some questions about the maps, too. So we can maybe answer some of our questions that we had last episode about how they play. Um, well, I don't want to go too, too long on this, but this is a significant part of what we need to talk about today. So we'll start with Canal. We kind of talked about Canal already. Uh, 
I think we can call that one good. Uh, it's a scrappy map. Scrappy is the perfect word for it. Scrappy, very much a, a water map, very big tournament map. I feel like I've seen a lot of tournaments end on this map. Um, yeah, it's one I typically downvote because I'm not really good at these types of maps. It's such a really interesting hybrid map, though, because there's no deep water fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to build a mill with like villagers, you can gather those shore fish at a pretty decent clip. Um but yeah, docking it and being able to defend the middle position with with navy. Mm-hmm. Well, being able to send the navy important. into your opponent's base too, if you win. I mean, it, it really the, the water goes from one opponent's base to the other. It's a river that goes straight mm-hmm. back and forth. I mean, you it, it's one of those weird ones where like you're building a dock so you can get the extra production, so you're getting more eco units faster. Essentially, you're doubling the rate. It's almost like a second town center with the food. Uh, then you also can move the Navy into your opponent's base. It's a, it's a weird map. Very weird. It, it plays very different than any other map, I think in the game. And, uh, it's a lot of, uh, dark age play on this map yeah. too. Like, I mean, lo- lower league, I don't think, you know, a lot of people don't participate in dark age play, but like when you watch, like, cause like I've spent a lot of my time watching people play cause I'm still trying to learn these civilizations. It's insane. But, uh, yeah, like a lot of times people like will just have like, you know, mass spearmen or like English used to be really good on this map or still is really good. And they'll literally like they'll fight over this little like pro players can really make this hybrid water, even though it's no dark uh, deep sea fish. They'll make like this so useful and they'll fight over it for a while in the dark age. Somebody will win and it'll really upscale them so heavy. Yeah. And the, and the way the map spawns too. Yeah. That's what you mean about how the map spawns. Yeah. Um, moving on, I'm going to try and keep us kind of at a quick pace here. Gorge. We already talked about Gorge a lot. I think we can move on from that one. Uh, the 2v2 play is really interesting. Like I said, uh, we can we can just move on. Otherwise, I love it as a 1v1 too. Uh, Rocky River, we Gorge also talked about this a little. Maybe we shouldn't have done maps, but we, we talked about Rocky River a little bit. Um, like it's the combination of those two maps that everyone got mixed up. Um, Dude, I suck on this map, by the way. I, I don't do know why I like it, I, but actually, I suck I struggled on this River. one. This one's tough. And uh, my opponents never go water yeah. on it. Um, yeah, I, but I, I think I'm I overwater. It. it feels like it's, it, some maps feel bigger than others. Like Gorge, for instance, feels like a smaller map because your TCs are kind of mm-hmm. close together. It feels like you've got kind of just a quick line right to your opponent's TC. Rocky River is a map that feels very big to me. Yeah, so does Canal. They both like big maps. Yeah, they feel like big maps, even though they're, the same, yeah. they're all the same size, but depending on the way the layout, yeah. some feel bigger than others. Rocky River is what I would call like it feels like a big map. Yeah. I need to, to watch some players play on Rocky River. I try to figure out really the best way to play. I think I might prioritize water too much. That water in the middle, I don't know if it's even worth it, but you, one thing about Rock River, be, I would but say. It's, it's hard. If you're going to, if you're going to go for a super tempo instead, maybe it's not. It really depends mm-hmm. on what your game plan is. It, it is cool, too, when they all say about Rock River kind of trying to speed up. It's just that uh, it's cool if you make a dock in the center and then just make military ships. And, like, right. it'll actually be better. Like, you'll, you can actually, like, you know, if he's trying to send reinforcements into your base or something like that, like, the, uh, it, it can really turn the tide. You can actually fight land units with your military ships in the center that come out through the dock. I actually somehow the only I think only in my back she won this map. He fought me for the sacred site in the center and I had like uh I had like sprinkle ships just lighting up his like just lighting them up along with my ground units and like it actually turned a tide of battle for me. So it's only I do like but I yeah other than that uh I lose this map pretty much every time. It's a good map though. Yeah, I do right send so, so I download it. Um, Beal, I don't, in the patch notes, those are the three that I mentioned because the other ones were announced earlier. Can you go through the list for us? Uh, I know you've got, you've got a list. Sure, uh, we'll go down the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the 10 maps added to the expansion, uh, cause those were the three free maps 
Let's start with African waters. Uh, I realized I was right, and we were we were both right on this one. Remember, we were asking about because uh, it's got the water on the sides, and we were wondering yeah, where's your, the TC going to spawn at. The answer is wherever they freaking want. Mm-hmm. I have seen somewhere TCs, in the middle. I, yes, I've seen TCs be north and south, east and west. I've seen them in every mm-hmm. like permutation because I, I saw that one picture. And I was like, guys, I was right. It's north and south, but more often it's kind of like a little bit of a mix, right? It's a weird. Yeah, I, I really like that about this map where you don't know exactly how close your TC is going to spawn to the water. And if you are almost at that true north and south, you don't know which one could be your water kind of thing. Um, things that I noticed about it, uh, the fact that fishing is more important than on Golden Heights, just mm. because there are a lot of deep water fish. Um and there are three boars on each side. So wait, wait, wait. Three? Yeah, I don't wow. know if you've so Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Just, I'll describe the map right here. You've got the middle, which is filled with berries, and then to the east to the west, you have a big pond filled with deep water fish. Um to the north and the south, you have some cliffs, and up on the cliffs you've got large gold stone deposits. But you also have three boars on each of the cliffs. And I was kind of when I figured that out, I was like, oh, I'm playing Jean d'Arc. Like, oh, yeah. I oh. am going to farm those boars. That's crazy. A number of slugs are going to be really good on that map because I mean, I think of like Roos on that map. It's going to be just nuts. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember the deer distribution, uh, but I, I think there were like I know there's at least a pack one of deer on the hill. The deer distribution. The deer distribution. Yes. <laughs> Got another another pun. <laughs> middle, a lot of there's deer a lot of deer in the middle, and then the boar in the back. I mean, you could get a pretty good bounty, and then the fishing for Roos is really good. That this is a Roos map and a John Dark map through and through. Wow. Yeah, and there's a bunch of berries in the middle. I don't know how that's gonna work, like with berry sieves. Yeah, um, I, I remember looking I at when we, did, so. when we did our, our skirmish you and I, Beal, our away, custom yeah. game. I was thinking those those berries are too far away. You don't you need you need your resources all in one spot, and those are kind of scattered. I I wouldn't as a berry sieve, it's not going to be very good. Yeah, and also they're all like and they're like in group of twos. Yeah, like the berries are enough. like yeah, they're very distributed and separated. I mean, because a deer pack is going to give you like seven hundred plus food, and each berry bush is like two fifty. You might get maybe five hundred food plus out of it, but it's like at that point, why bother? Like you're Better off with the yeah. deep sea fish. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's. I won't call it quite a Especially considering it's forward in the middle of the map where you're going to get hit. Like it, it, that's that's a very tenuous spot to hold. Yeah, and you're so close to the enemy TC. So like, yeah, that, that's what you find among the berry bushes. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. It's an interesting map. It's a good uh, one. I can see it's it fine. being in the ranked pool at some point too. Honestly. Yeah, potentially. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's a Love great it's map gimmicky. one, but it's a yeah. little, but I could see it. It's I could see it making though. a cameo. It, it, yeah, it offers some interesting, interesting play for it, for it's sure. One I bet it's one that's going to enter the ranked pool to replace one of the other ones that are currently in. And then I bet it'll be the one I, I downvote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just going to make a prediction on that one. But uh, what's next in the list, Bill? All right. I got Cliffside next. Um, I haven't actually I played one. Game on cliffside with Jean Dark, and I can't tell you anything about it. It's, so this somebody is the one else is zigzagging this map. cliffs, right? Yeah, through I the middle. This one a lot. Um, honestly, it's a I great feel map. like it's a great map. My one thing is I've not gone up. I've, I haven't gone against anyone who's done this yet. 
but a sieve like Delhi that could wall. I feel hmm. like you could potentially wall off your side of the map really easily if you wanted to do that. Because the sacred sites are kind of up there. I think it's a great Delhi map. And I, I hate to say that because I hate going against Delhi. But if they if a good Delhi player can do this and wall off their sacred sites by just kind of closing off, it's like perfect. The sacred sites are always in the perfect spot to wall off like that. I think Delhi would thrive on this map. Otherwise, yeah, there's some little small, like it's a like decent sized choke points, but it's not too narrow either. And there's enough gaps that you don't feel like it's not like you have a mountain pass between you. Like it, you can just easily they're like little hills, essentially. Um, I think I like it. It's a fun map. Uh, I, I, I've run into the problem, though, where all my food has been forward and I have had nothing in the back but a couple of tree patches. So that's one thing I don't love. Or maybe that might have been just my spawn. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty fun, pretty fun map. And, and your TCs feel sort of close more often than not. It's, uh, the TCs don't spawn where I think they will every time. If that makes sense. Like I always think my opponent's going to be somewhere on this map and they never are. And it's always on a different corner. I've noticed that the, the spawning isn't always like opposite of where I expect them to be. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this compared to Lipany? Cause I remember That's exactly what I was going to say. Mm, just being like, Oh, thing. this is like a Lipany thing. It's, it's like not a more organized like Lipany. Lipany. It's not like Lipany at all because these things cut between you. Whereas Lipany kind of has two things on the sides. Right. And usually like a really, sometimes it could be a weird choke point in the middle. Sometimes the Lipany is just more open um this one has a very much have. it's very much a zigzag line cutting off your side versus your opponent's side yeah lipany i think lipany you can't really describe lipany like lipany kind of like it's like the it plays, crazy plays like, a more, like a more consistent it, it plays like lipany i'll say that. it plays sort of like lipany but it's a bit more consistent in its seed if that makes sense yeah whereas lipany yeah. is a bit more wild i like lipany i like lipany like like as like a Smaller mega random of just like non-water mega random. Actually, actually, that would be such a good be? map. Is a non-water, a land-only mega random would like a mirror would be such a fun map to have. Pretty much, really, that's pretty much Lipany. I feel like almost, it almost like, is. In many ways, it almost is. Some yeah. crazy spawns. I, I love this map. I like this I'm is a good one. Lie. This is one of the ones that I see and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not not upset about it. I like it. Yeah, I'm loving it right now. You guys play forts yet? I have not run into this one yet. I think I think I may have played one game of forts. Forts is different. Forts is amazing. I love forts. That's the one. That's the one where like you pretty much get your TC in the the water around it. Yeah, I'm saying you got to go in the center. Yeah, that little moat that you can't really build a base very Mm -hmm. well with. Oh man, that's gonna suck for Ottomans. I haven't played as Ottomans yet, but that is gonna wreck them pretty bad. But uh, Mm. I do. I do really like forts because you do have a very defensible landmark TC position. You've got one berry bush, four very small uh, wood lines and small uh, stone and gold deposits. You got to move out onto the map and the map is just wide open. Yeah, look at that right now. This is crazy. It's also, I don't know of any other map that only has one market. Oh, like the market is in like the middle, but off to the side of the two forts on this map. It gets really weird. I've seen I saw someone playing a team game on it. It gets really weird when you have like four or five players on it. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just, there's like, forts everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I yeah. do hope it comes to ranked next season. It is really interesting. Like yeah. you can defend your home base, but you're going to run out of resources and then Really, the entire map is open. Interesting. And then you can't. And then the thing I, I thought you could do, but you can't. 
Those are ponds around your home TC. You can't fish in them yeah, at no all. Like just, it's no strictly, it's strictly just to, no, it's strictly just so you can't expand too heavy in this little square. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's a hindrance. And it looks nice though. It looks nice. This little Yeah, oh yeah, that little that little home base is pretty nice. It aesthetic. looks nice. Yeah. It's just cool. What's yeah. Our, I, uh, or go ahead, go ahead, Sir Nibbles. No, no, no. I was about to say, like, I hope this map does not come to rank you because I would be horrible in this map. I don't think it's going too well. <laughs> but no, it does look cool. No, it does look cool. Uh, next one I got is Glade, which I have not played yet. So I, I, have, I have a report on this one. And I was talking, a Biddlin is in my chat. And I, I love being able to, I love that Biddlin. I, I, he likes to chat with oh, us. That, I, he's, so he's a good guy. He's he a doesn't good ever guy. Like, tell you anything that he's not supposed to, but like, it's really fun because you can talk about map design with him and he just will give you his, you can just kind of have a fun conversation. I was chatting with him in my, my stream. Um, I had people. a really interesting, because on the portrait, it looks like there's going to be a circle in the middle with two little circles on the sides where each base is at. That's not how it happens in, in practice. Like it, it could, it could do that, but the seeds can vary in one particular. This is not for all seeds. What I'm going to, what I describe, I'm going to describe a, a, one of my seeds. And this is just this one instance. Um, in this one instance where I was playing against John Dark as Japanese, uh, I, we had, imagine like the top of a halberd, right? Like almost like a little ax kind of look. That's kind of what it looked like. Like I was in the top little pointy part in the very top and my opponent was in the bottom and we had like a little tiny pocket right next to us. And then the rest of it was kind of like a weird axe shape, like a wedge axe shape in front on the, on the left side of the map. So it wasn't like a circle. It was a really oblong, weird looking shape that was in the middle of the map. So the picture the portrait on this is going to look like a circle with two circles. This is not like a mountain clearing where it's a nice circular map. This thing can spawn and have weird pockets all around it with lots of the resources. So it plays very, very interesting. And your opponent's not going to be directly across from you per se. Like they'll be on that general side of the map, but it's not going to be like where you expect kind of in some maps where you're, they're going to be on this corner. I'm in this corner. Therefore I'm in all tie this side. He is therefore right here. I can tell, even though I haven't seen it yet, you know, you can kind of guess what they are. Can't do that on this map. They'll kind of wiggle around. It'll be kind of weird. So this one spawns much more interestingly than I would have guessed based off of the portrait. Good FFA, yes. man. I don't know if you remember this or not, Zach. This is, I, don't uh, think, I don't know if it's a good... Right. I actually, I don't know if I like this FFA map. Because it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not balanced. It's not going to be... It's, it's not equal, if that makes sense. It's going to be weird pockets in different spots. It's going to be uneven. So I don't think it's a perfect well, FFA we, map. We played FFA on this map. We did. We, we did. did. And it was very lopsided. It, it, was, it was weird. But I think that everyone got their little community... Yeah, we got that the little community. community in the corner, <laughs> and with their little, we had a little excess community there next to it. I don't think this, I, uh, this map it's better than another FFA map we played. This, but one, this, was, this one, well, the other one, the other one was just uh, I mean, Turtle Ridge yeah, was just a uh, toxic yeah, map that in general. Crazy. Well, what we did is no one built a wonder; everyone just decided to run. We'll get and to just, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. It, yeah, it was, we'll, it was, we'll it get something. there. But yeah, this, this I like. I like this map for FFAs. I don't know how I'm being ranked for sure. I, I won't go ranked for this, but FFA. It's pretty it cool. Is, I just pulled it up because I like haven't looked at any of these yet. Um, yeah, it's really funky. He's not wrong. Oh, so, like, funky. Yeah, you have like gold and stone and berries and deer and you have a little pocket and then you have like the entrance to like mine is like kind of almost just kind of the top of my base. And then I go to my opponents and he has like this really weird long entrance and it's like like <laughs> completely <laughs> offset from mine. Yeah, it's really weird. It's not a, it's not a fair bounce. I mean, I won't say fair is wrong word. It's not a 
balanced symmetrical map. So in it's that not regard, symmetrical. Yeah. it's not symmetrical. Mm-hmm. And so for an FFA, it's not going to be, you shouldn't go into that thinking everyone's got an equal spawn. Your spawn is going to determine a lot on this map. Yeah. So on a 1v1, so actually, I, I think nomad. it's a 1v1, it'd be good for a nomad. It'd be, it'd be really fun for Nomad if you all started in the middle, had to find a pocket. That would be fun. That crazy. would be some People fun. People fighting over one pocket. We'll yeah. uh, that, I, I'm saving good. up something for that. But I would say, uh, as a one v one, actually, Bitterlin actually, I think said, I, I think I could be wrong, so I don't. Maybe, maybe don't quote me on this. But I think when I was chatting with him about this map, I was showing him the spawn. I was like, this is. I was telling him he was asking my opinion of the maps, and I was giving him kind of kind of an extra sheet preview because he's cool like that and he deserves it. Um, and I was, uh, I mean, who wouldn't, right? Uh, and I was telling him that it's it's interesting. And he mentioned to me, I think he, I remember him saying that he didn't think it was a great FFA map, be, kind of because of the way it spawns, but he liked it for 1v1s. And I actually do think it's really fun for 1v1s because you're forced out. I mean, it's, you're never really going to be, or rather, if it's good for team games, maybe not free-for-alls, but good for team games. Because you can mm-hmm. kind of wall your opponent in, which is kind of cheesy. It, it lends itself to some cheese in 1v1s, but like in a team game, I think that's what he kind of thought of it as. It was a team game map where, you know, you, there's some back and forth and it's a bit more even that way. Whereas maybe a free for all, it's a bit, eh, a bit loppy, sloppy, lopsided, maybe. Yeah, look at it right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. loading up a generation right now, and I feel like uh, if I played this and I was a China main, this is a great spot for a barbecue. Oh, dude. oh yeah, oh, like, dude. I'm looking at it right China. there. Like yeah. China. And actually, Bitterly mentioned, like, mentioned barbecue. like a barbican on your. I, I was thinking, imagine dropping a barbican on your opponent's entrance. No, oh, that's so that's so yep. toxic. That's it, what it, I'm looking yep. at, yeah. and that's why you'll that's never so see toxic. it in one v one ranked map because it is toxic. That's or even so a Kremlin, even a Kremlin up there would be kind of rough. What's interesting about Glade compared to Mountain Clearing is that you can go around the borders. The uh-huh. woodline doesn't go; it's not full. You can go on the edges of the map, yeah, and expand out, uh, which is really cool. I. Ah, I am kind of upset that they nerfed uh, the chop throughs because mm. I saw Glade originally. I was like, "Oh, this is Conky's map." This is absolutely <laughs> chop in. Yeah, there is some there is some potential chop through into smaller pockets next to you. There it is points where the trees are pretty thin, and I guess eventually you could chop through, but it's not going to be like a a given play that you're going to actually play it that way. Yeah, for sure. All right, what's next on our list, though? I think we've kicked this horse down enough. What's the next next map? All right, we got Golden Pit up next. I like this map a lot, guys. I like Golden Pit too. This is oh, one I, my I think this is one of my favorites. I love that it rewards someone who's going to take possession of the map. It, it's not like you don't have gold on the sides either. Like you, there are two gold veins. When you spawn, I, I feel like most times when I spawn, there's two gold veins not in the pit, so you can get eight thousand gold. But eventually, you're going to need to find that forward gold. Um, this is another one of the ones where I keep thinking that my opponent's going to spawn right uh, directly, like opposite from me. And they don't always do that. Again, they, they kind of, it's not quite as opposite as I'm used to. Like if I'm in a corner, I think they'll be in the corner and it's not always quite how that works. But I do like this map a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I love the concept. I, I, I love it. I love this map. Yeah, it's great. So shout out to Rising Empires. They're doing their map contest right now. I literally posted as a joke um when they announced it's like oh i'm just gonna remake aoe2's golden pit and submit that and now it's <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that was an actual map in the game that's, that's crazy so funny. it's a good map i, I like it i like I mean, it just it works i mean important resources in the middle but you still have enough in your base to start at least it just it works 
It's a good map. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's maps that quality. offers like strategic play. Oh, I'm looking at. Sorry, the way I just because as we're talking, I'm generating these maps, and I don't know if it's the same every single time, but the neutral trade posts are in the corners, and there's a strip of trees like around them, which makes it seem like it would be really easy to wall them off to like defend them. So I'm wondering if that was done to allow like, oh, so you didn't take the middle. Uh, You can't get the gold in the middle, but maybe you can just run trade back and Mm. forth. Uh, I I noticed that I think it is the same. Can you check the sacred sites on that as well? I think I had a sacred site in the back of my base in the corner that would look very much. One corner is the sacred site. One corner is the market. Yeah. Did they have like a little ring? It was almost like a half moon of trees kind of covering it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's part of the spawn. I, I noticed that I, I've been Ghulam rushing all in, so I've not been really dealing with that. I've just kind of I'm ending it in the beginning of castle and or I'm, I'm losing and I haven't really dealt with that too much. But I've I've noticed that there's definitely some play potential there. That I don't think has been fully explored yet at all. Yeah, I, I like this is a great map. I like it. I love what it can do. And I do love like the ring of uh, stealth forest yeah. around the pit. Because that adds, like, that's the missing link for what the AoE 2 map was. To have, like, this mechanic that wasn't present there, where you can take the middle, but you better have vision around. Because now, if you're in the middle and somebody else wants to take it over, they've got the benefit of stealth coming Mm -hmm. towards you if you don't have it towered up. Well, I like that, actually. One thing I noticed is that food becomes an issue on this map. There's not a ton of food. And there's yeah, no food in the pit. I don't think there's any food in the pit except for maybe nope. a, a sheep or two. Maybe. But usually sheep don't spawn on the pit. You got to go around. I don't yeah, think I'm taking a look at the at the food distribution right now. It looks like there's three berries, four berries per side, three that are kind of safe for each player and one more in the middle. And then a big deer camp for each player and three smaller deer camps along the side. And yeah, of it's course, like three deer. Uh, it's like not a big camp. Or a piece. Yeah, I noticed that I, I was playing and I, I sat a bunch of villagers on the deer and it felt like I literally put the mill down to go eat the deer. And then immediately it felt like they were done. And I was like, what? You're already mm-hmm. idle. Like, I, I thought it was a full size and it's a short one. Yeah, but I, there's no food in the middle, which I think works so, so well. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you do need that gold. It is super precious, but like you can't just only camp on that because then you're going to starve. Like you have to have. I love that there's just this give and take to the game. Like you can take the middle and that's good for you. But if your opponent's going trash army, that- it doesn't matter. If you can't take the middle, you can still run trade in your back end. Yeah, and it's there's, there's and it's going to work. Yeah. No, this is a wonder. This is, I think, Good one map. of the best. This is this is one of the best maps to come in in the game, I think. And I, I'm fully on board. This one in like Gorge are like S tier to me. Genuinely. Oh, we need to do it. Yeah, we got OK. We got to yeah, do exactly another rank. Yeah, after this, after this, rank. Man, one v one, best of three. We're on three? golden. <laughs> so hey, hey, yeah, we, I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my style. I, I know my build right now. Um, no, we should do a ranked. We should do uh, maybe for our live episode on the 17th. We'll do a uh, uh, that way. Everyone can see the video, too. We'll do a uh, mm-hmm. tier list of the maps that have come into the game. Yeah. A current tier list of maps. Maybe we'll just do all maps. We'll, and, we'll and, do all and, maps. That'd be fun. Just do a wait, big one. Save, yeah, do saves eventually, too. Yeah, do a lot of types of. Yeah, we'll, we're going to have to wait for the sieve a little list? bit. I got to wait for the sieve to see yeah, if yeah, the yeah, hot yeah, patches yeah. come out and then see if kind of where things really find. I think it's like Japanese. I feel like they're good. I don't feel like there's a consensus on them yet. And we'll get into this in a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. our experiences here in a bit. Uh, Bill, what's the next map on the list? Oh, we're going to Haywire. I have not played this one. I, I mean, I played Haywire. This is 
insanity. It's never going to be on the ranked pool. This is an insane <laughs> map. Um, I think it's based off of, there was a custom map for AOE 2. I think it was called like Chaos Pit. If that gives you any idea of what's oh, yeah. going well, on. Oh, yeah, that kind of gives it away. So, okay. Center of the map, you got a circle of trees. Bigger than Oasis, but like a circle of trees that takes up maybe like two-thirds of the map. In the middle of those circle of trees, you're starting town centers. You don't oh, have to exactly cut through to get to the other side. There, there are holes in the, in the wood yeah. line, but you can expand out um, and take over the rest of the map. And there are like a million large deer camps roaming around the map. The yeah. neutral trade posts are not at the corners. They're on the edges of the wood line on the mm. outside. It is. Dude, guys, I mean, you know what we should do? So I'm, I'm we, should do we should do a, f- like a, a free-for-all on this. <laughs> what I want to do, yeah, we should do a free-for-all on just like a bigger map size than what they recommend. Oh, that's a great idea. That way there's a little bit of oh, there you time. Go. I, yeah. That'd be fun. Because taking a look at this, I'm... I've got a map loaded up with the uh, with the settings on reveal map. I can see both town centers on the screen right now. Yeah, you, you oh my gosh, are you kidding? Yeah, wow, yeah, are they you like super close? You spawn very warrior like, man. They're not. I mean, they're not in range to shoot at each other. But that is like that's wild. They're, they're like yeah, a screen. very close. And I'm curious how Mongols would play on this. Dude, do you anyone who's got dark out, or do you like what do you do? Dark yeah, Age Men at Arms Rush, on this, uh, Japanese, yeah. English, HRE, Dark Age Men at Arms Rush. Actually, wait, RG3 thing, do that until they get to age two. Never mind. It's crazy playing seeing this map revealed um, because I played it a lot when the game first, uh, the first Halo expansion because it was only a quick match and I played on teams. Yeah. And uh, you don't realize, like, when, like, when, uh, when you spawn in, you got the uh, Fog of War, like, you don't realize how close you are to the enemy. And how, like, you would think naturally that you would spawn outside of that tree line? Oh, no, no, no. Like, like no, you, I remember you spawn inside. In the preview, I was like, oh, are they really doing this? Is that <laughs> really what the mask <laughs> It's crazy. Like, spawning inside is, like, it's so awkward. Like, once the fight starts, like, to happen, the game starts progressing. Because, like, you have to go outside and get Mongols resources. Being like, nope, see you guys. Packing yeah. up and going outside. Oh, dude, that's We're exactly like, the deer on the edge. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's exactly how they played too, and I played them on this map. It's, yeah, this map, this this map is very weird. A bigger map would be would be real fun. I wouldn't mind. I like. I actually didn't mind it though. Tell you the All truth. right, stop the podcast. Everyone, open up. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, stop. <laughs> it is amazing. Like I, 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 I played. Like I kid you not, eight hours yesterday straight on stream. Yeah, I saw you. One of my longest ones ever. And I was on I was on an absolute terror. I'll probably keep talking about it because it was the best day of my AoE life. And I still <laughs> want to keep playing. Like I still want to play more. I'm having so much fun with the game. Man, that that, that uh, I have not played that map and I want to. It sounds like an absolute just it sounds like it sounds like, like, like uh, there, you know you're in, that uh, extra sheep guy and they someone like on top in Microsoft were like, okay, have them queue against weaker opponents next 10 games. Like, oh, yeah, much yeah. Weaker. he didn't have access to the, uh, to the, the early access. Yeah. We're going to we're just going to make his day really easy on the ring ladder for this week. <laughs> That's what it felt like I had, I had one guy. I'll, I had one guy. I was going against Byzantine. Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's really funny. And I wanted to talk about it. Um, I was on I was on like a four or five game win streak. And I was like, OK, when I go on one of those tears that I'm going three or four in a row. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever gone four in a row. I think I'd gone four one maybe once or twice before. But like 
five is like unheard of. I'm like, eventually, like you flip a coin enough times, it's going to go tails, right? It's not going to always be heads. I was like, I'm, I'm just expecting to lose one of these times. I was going against, it was on, uh, what was it? It was on Rocky River against Byzantines. I'm playing a Ubids. I'm planning on uh, fast casting into Ghulam Rush. But I'm doing the gambling wing to get my, my, my free units and free stuff and good trades. Uh, not free units, but good tradings to get into some fun units. And I'm scouting. I'm, I'm playing the best games I've ever played in my life, guys. I'm, I'm scouting him out. I'm looking. I see he's got a hippodrome. Okay, okay, great, great. I look at his gold, which is forward. He's not on, he's not on gold. We're in feudal age. And I'm like, he's got nothing on gold. Like, that's kind of weird. He's got a ton on wood. I go over, check. He's got a ton on the berries. Check his back gold. Nothing. Go back to his front gold. Nothing. I'm like, what is he doing? Just building a million horsemen? And then they came. Like a million scouts came rushing to my yeah. base with Triumph. everything. Triumph. Yeah. Insane. But I don't think he timed it well. And again, they were scouts, not horsemen. And I had oh. spears. What? Yeah. Yeah. He had like a million. And I'm talking, he had like 80 scouts. Like he was going full scouts, full villagers. And he sent them all to my base. But I had spears. I had like 12 spears, a couple of ghouloms, a couple of skirmishers. And then I had my villagers. He didn't even get, he, I've got my house of wisdom and I've got my, my TC. He didn't even get halfway through my TC. I was laughing. I was just complete. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest free, free ELO I've ever gotten in my life. But yeah, he, he charged me. That was, it was, it was crazy, crazy. Anyways, That's I don't interesting. Know, I don't know what I got, I got on that, but yeah, he went full trying to landmark snipe with just scouts. And I was, I was looking at his gold going like, I literally said in my stream, like, man, is he just like making a bunch of horses? Like, what's the deal? Like, I, I, I don't see any That's units hilarious. though. And I guessed it. I guessed it right. He, in came all the scouts, and I just started. I, I cracked up so hard. I wasn't sure I was going to survive it or not. But he, they just. I had like ten spears, and I just surrounded them as they came around my TC and just killed them all. It was. It was so That's funny. So funny. It was. Yeah, speaking of Conky, that's like I remember his strat as Mongols doing that, of just. Yep, I'm building Dark Age stables, only creating scouts, only going on food. Yep. And oh, I think I hit with that before by him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, this is a, a good thing for scouting. I, I scouted out that he had not only the hippo hippodrome, but I also scouted out a stable. He was hiding his units in the back of his base, I think, where I couldn't see him. But I saw that and I saw he wasn't on gold. And I guessed right. I was like, I, I made a couple. I slowed down my castle. Age. I was like, you know, I'm going to make some more spears just in case he floods my base with horsemen. I'm going I'm to be ready for this because I think that's what's coming. And I nailed it. And I was like, you know, that was one of those like lessons learned where like you learn from scouting and when you're scouting well, you're ready to go. I, I, it was, it was a really fun game. I, I mean, I was, it was a delight to, to beat that off uh, and get him away from me after killing all those scouts. That it was, I mean, he literally lost everything and then just GG'd. It was, it was so much fun. That's um, funny. <laughs> anyways, what's, what's our, uh, what's yeah. our next one on the list? Sorry, Bill. Moving on to Hidden Valley. Uh, I Ooh. just booted this up for the first time because I have not played this Is one this yet. the one with the secret site in the middle? And it's got like the trees that block it and the two cliffs. Yes. I have so got a I didn't fun thing. Know, I didn't know that because I was looking at the preview. I was like, okay, this is either French Pass or the Pit. Two kind of lower tier maps in my enjoyment rankings. But looking at this right now, yeah. A little narrow pit. Very narrow. Blocked by that blocked by a forest. You can't, you need to chop through on both to sides. get to that middle sacred site. Mm-hmm. A uh, fun fact uh, on this map, guys. Uh, I got a fun fact on this. So there's a sacred site in the middle. There's two on either side on the wings, kind of like the pit. But imagine again, instead of stealth force, you got two little wood lines that you can't get to kind of like like wood wall. You have to kind of chop through them on both sides, though. Um, I was scouting and, it, and I, I was having a hard time finding sheep on this map. And I was like, where are they? And I was I ran my scout up to the cliff and I saw a sheep down there next to the sacred site in the middle of the map. And I'm like, well, yeah, 
I was like, what's that doing there? Like, there's no way for me to get the sheep. By the time I can chop through to get the sheep, what's the point of even having it spawn in there? And then Bitterlin, bless his heart, pops in and chat and goes, oh yeah, that's actually a bug. <laughs> We're fixing that. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So fun, fun fact, if you see a sheep in there, it's not supposed to be because of exactly the reason I said, like no one's ever going to use a sheep that's in there because you can't scout it. You can't get it. By the time you chop through, you're in castle age. What are you going to do with one extra sheep? Like you're not on sheep. You're on cat. You're on some other more sustainable food source at that point. So that's my, that's my I'm fun bit. I'm absolutely loving this. Like I have not looked at a generation of this map before. Taking a look at the wood lines, you've got a tiny wood line near your TC and then nothing mm-hmm. except for that wood wall that separates you and your opponent. So like this, the most strategic option is after you chop down the little force near your TC, you have to work on tearing down that wood wall that separates you and your opponent. Yeah. Um, because cool. the other big like wood lines are at the four corners of the map. And then in the middle on like the wings um, are some smaller wood lines. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not my favorite like map, but it's interesting. It's been, it's fun. It is an interesting, it's, it's very different, very fun change of pace. I like it because I think initially before we actually saw this map queued up, we thought it would be like a pit or a French bag. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be it's a lot nothing wider, like but the it's, two. Narrow, it's, it's nothing, a narrow little it's thing. nothing like the two at all. Like, I, uh, that, that was my biggest concern. I saw, I thought it'd be like just a, uh, a vertical or like a vertical, well, I guess the way this bomb, well, that's horizontal pit. And actually, no, like the way it's basically, it's kind of just like a, like, it's a very, I think it's a very like kind of basic map. Like it's, it's like, uh, I can't be like a, a plain, like a land map, like, and and I like I don't think it has the same problem of like you send your army one way and they lose the other or like you can wall you can wall you it can the way you can wall it could, up but now. you also can't wall look at so I just posted a screenshot um take a look where are you gonna wall it is wide open yeah yeah true. I mean well well, well 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 with the walling. Well, you could wall one side and just pick, like, you know, kind of. Yeah, if you go diagonal off of the. Yeah. And and, and, and with the new walling UI, with the new way the walling works, you could just swing it through all of this. There's no resources back there either. Like, you are forced to take. There's no real safe resources. Yeah. After about 10, 10, 12 minutes, you're going to start feeling really uncomfortable if you're holed up in your base. If you've got wood and that's like it. Yeah, the, the gold fawns kind of on the sides there it's a very it's a it's a weird map yeah but yeah. i don't mind it i thought i was gonna hate this map that's probably why i'm like giving a little more of a pass because like i thought it's gonna be like a pit i can't i don't like the pit I, like, uh, I like the pit a lot but I like the, the, the market's are there, but i like the pit are there any are there any trade posts in this oh oh in, in the, the trade the yeah, uh, they are but they're kind of yeah they're not yeah they're not as safe as yeah, they you're are gonna get pit. maybe if depending on how you do it you're gonna get maybe 60 gold for it at most yeah and that's probably what i like yeah i like that because i'm the pit is just like comes like, it comes like a trade Can we talk about trade and how on. good it's been lately like trade is so good right yeah. now like not not that it's as good as in it's broken but like it's in a it's in a great spot Yep. Yeah. Balanced is the word. There you go. Perfect. If you want to expand your eco by building markets, it's not overpowered. And it but it also does boost your eco. Yeah, it's in a great spot. They've done a good job with it. I have some some speculation. Uh, Do you think they'll make a unit that can traverse cliffs? 
Um, I, I, I have a fun so. fact. The shinobi, so. the ninjas, the shinobi. Yeah, so I, was, I was about to say, can the shinobi poof up there? Uh, the shino- Here's a fun fact. The shinobi, I bet they can. We should test this real quick because I saw a clip on Reddit where a shinobi can jump and poof through stone walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So to answer that, Caleb, I think the answer is maybe. Maybe they can. <laughs> we got to try this out. Okay, right now. I got. Okay, let me open up my game. Actually, no, then it'll be really loud. Everyone will hear it. I, I'm recording this, so you guys have to do it on your guys' end. I've, always you'll hear my game right. noises. I'll, I'll create. I'll go back to Hidden Valley as the uh, Japanese. It's Japanese and make a shinobi. I'll get back to you. I got to make the, exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll make we'll the just, land bar. We'll get. We'll get yeah, to we'll, five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, we're we'll, we'll gonna update. I saw enable on Reddit and type in a jiffy. Then you can just instant make stuff. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw them. I'll uh, play this for real. I saw a ninja poof across a wall like over a wall like you just because you just pop I mean, you just tell that is one of the balance concerns for like because that's a blink ability um uh-huh. when it comes to rts <laughs> like yeah like wardens in uh warcraft 3 could blink stalkers in starcraft 2 uh, yeah yep the tricky thing is like shinobi. going going for shinobi as japanese is really not good on land maps overall like your economy is hurting How- so bad for it What's their uh, what's their combat like? Like I don't know. Um, makes the good Shinobi have are, they, they are they are little glass cannons. They essentially. can two shot a vill, right? Uh, I think it's three shots. Three shot a vill, but they have a pretty fast attack speed. They have only eighty health and no armor, so they are little. Mm. They are they are really yeah, but they weak. Have blink. But they have blink. It's not. Yeah, but they have it's blink. Not, it's <laughs> not super wide range though. They can't go very far with it. It always feels like not quite enough. Like you blink and then the knight just walks over and hits you anyways. Like it, you can't do a ton with it. Um, not not the most distance on it. Not the most distance on it, which is probably for the better. It'd be I'd like a little. I'd like a, like another tile. I think would make them feel way better. Um, I, I feel like they're a little underpowered. Their best ability is the sabotage by far. Being able to just throw something and light oh, something yeah. on fire and disable it for at least thirty seconds. That's the best ability. Yeah, I can see why that's huge on water maps. Yeah, on water maps, that's why like, you do it. You oh, yeah. do, disable you the dock. Sabotage the yeah. dock. That's the that's the only thing that I think they're good on. And I think they're good at hybrid maps, especially like Golden Heights. That's where Shinobi shine because mm. you've got one dock, torch it down. You're on the same water. Like you're not going to go more than one dock on that to start. Then you win water, and once you win water, you just that's that's your eco. Otherwise, the Kura Township, uh, Tour Gathering landmark is just better because it gives you the free farms. Yeah, their eco landmark is. I don't want to say it's busted, but I, like it <sighs> saves. So much wood. It saves a lot of wood. I don't think it's busted. I really don't because Japanese. Yeah, don't I wouldn't have, call them busted. They don't have a lot else going for them. It's also a garrison point too. It's a garrison point, but it doesn't yeah. shoot. It's just basically like a village. It's okay. I've, been, I've just been playing Jean d'Arc. So yeah. it's like yeah. get out of there. Stop. Stop uh, yeah. garrison. It's, it's honestly <laughs> ja- Japanese. Kill you. Japanese yeah. suffers from a lack of tempo until they get to Imperial Age. Imperial Age, they can swing tempo with crazy with the Ozutsu. They start sh- those guys the wreck. Are they are wild. they're frankly yeah. they're busted. They're overpowered. They probably need to be nerfed. And I hate to say it because it's like the one thing where Japanese just feels unstoppable. Whereas everything else, it just feels like you're fighting for your life. And I love Japanese, but see, see I'm gonna well, when we get to that topic, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, I've been pl- I played uh, a lot of Japanese for novels. I played a lot uh, of Japanese. I'm, I'm, so, I'm like I'm almost solely, but yeah, yeah, we're getting there. I think we're done with our Hidden Valley talk, so let's go yeah. to a Japanese place. Like I'm super Himiyama. excited to hear about how they uh, they they teleport though. Kim um, Yamama. Kim Yamama. Wembenyama. 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 Um, this map uh, is interesting. I like it. It's good. I like it. I I actually do like it. I think Cauldron is still better. Um, I would like to play 
Cauldron and Ranked. Mm. With the because it's very similar with that one not necessary pond in the middle, but if you can get there and secure it, it's a definite bonus kind of thing. I do like the play on that. I love how open it is. Um, I feel like there are fewer resources than normal on Himenyama. Um, And we were talking about, I know in the preview, somebody mentioned that it looked like Acropolis from AOE 2, and I think that is yeah, exactly that what they're trying to design it after. Yeah, the water in this one, there's no fish on it at all. So it's essentially just no, a water no, there feature. is. Oh, there is? There is. Yeah, there's four. Oh, yeah, that's fish. right. There's, there's four fish. Food. I always look at it as basically not worth it. It's just, it's it's very rare that I feel 2, like. 2,000 food. It can, yeah, it is. I mean, it's AOE. It's a strategic decision. Do you want that increased gather rate to get 2,000 food? Do you have the map control to take the yeah, middle? Yeah. See, I, I, I played a lot of Japanese, and with the free farms, it was like, why would I ever move out and go do that? Like, why would I ever, when I've got farms at home? We, we've got fish at home, honey. Uh, it's like, why would I? Kimi Yama and the Japanese want to stay home and uh, take the fish in the middle of their map. Yeah, that's named after him. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm rather confused about this map. I realize I've not played this map, and I'm not. My, my wait, I'm not, thing. Like, what? That's what right. makes this map cool? No, you're good. I was actually question like, what? Like, why would you want to take this fish in the middle? Have just literally four. Like, what makes it worth it's, it? It's faster. Um. So I've been but playing a lot of time to get Sean there. It's going to slow you down where no, you just drop a mill. Um, and I know it's slower around. You can drop a dock too and build like three fishing ships and be good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does reward map control, but it doesn't reward it to the amount where it is game deciding. Mm. Okay. It's a bonus, but it's not like, Oh, like with Baltic, like you won water, you win. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Next game. This one is like, oh, you took map control at this time. You can have a bonus of increased gather rate on 2,000 food. Would you like that? And I think that is way more interesting than typical water maps. Yeah, I will say this map is interesting in that the sheep on this map spawn very differently than other sheep. And I I know, like, as a sheep guy, obviously, I have to talk about this, but... Um, they don't come in groups on this map. They are in only in ones. They are solo. All the sheep are really so looking for sheep. I, I have struggled on this a little bit in my scout. My my, my scouting pattern um, has has suffered uh, because it's you never find a group. You always find them one at a time. They're kind of scattered everywhere. There's always straggling sheep. You, it's worth really combing every little bit of this map because they're just hidden everywhere, but they're only in ones. So I, I've really struggled to get enough of sheep. Uh, that's something I, I've. That's why I, I've been happier with Ayubids lately, is because I don't have to worry about it as much. <laughs> All right, gents. I hate to report this, but Shinobi cannot blink up and down the cliff. Oh, oh. Wow. Is it because it's too tall? No, it's not a too tall thing. Uh, it's not giving me an error like, "Hey, cliff too tall, can't do this." Wait, if I click here. It's just that the cliffs are big enough that it takes enough up on screen that the okay. AOE around the Shinobi, when you go to click it, it's too far. The circle doesn't around reach. it, yeah, doesn't reach. It's taken Interesting. Up out of cliff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I am going to go play cliff side with the Japanese and see if uh, I can get there you the go. Cliff. Do something there or Lipinay or something like that. Mm. 
Okay, here we go. That was the bonus. Science. See, yeah, we give well, you all here at, uh, at uh, the Extra Sheet Podcast, we give you the greatest in science and experimentation. <laughs> 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 well, we'll move on to Thicket. Uh, speaking of Baltic. Uh, I don't like this map. No, I... So I've seen other map generations and uh, it doesn't produce coves like I had that one time. Oh, yeah, you had that nice um, little cove. It is like a little... Yeah. It is like a tiny Baltic um, with a little island in the middle, but a smaller lake. Uh, I was watching the Warchief Club earlier today, and everybody is sending out villagers to the middle, to construct docks on the middle islands, and then give them the naval arrow slits. Oh, yeah. They got that. They got that, they got that from yeah. Beastie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. BC. <laughs> BC. He, he tried, That's actually brilliant. Yeah. Still. He, that is brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I remember BC did that. He failed actually at it because uh, he went against the uh, Ubits and they aged up faster. And they are yeah, that, like they, the Ghulam Rush, yeah, man. It's good. It's yeah. good. But uh, yeah, BC tried doing that. And he, uh, yeah, he, he sent someone over uh, in a transfer ship, built a dock up, and uh, tried to build a forward dock. And, get the, and like, he was like, I think he was like over, he was over searching. Whatever, whatever makes the defensive tech on the dock, he was like really searching that resource heavy. All the caches were confused. Yeah, you need stone on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like really, people, everybody was confused. Like, why is he still on stone? He built that second dock up. And while he was in the middle of researching that uh, the arrow slits for the dock, so his opponent aged up like immediately. He completely ignored water, went for the yeah, full class. Yeah, you can take water exactly. off the brush you with ulams or yeah. knights or whatever it is. Well, yeah. No, I know. They, they aged up so fast. They got a, uh, like, beastie. Like, he couldn't, like, I don't think he did it immediately. I don't think he did it impulsively. Like, oh, let me try this. Middle of the map. But uh, like basically, he uh, the opponent aged up and got a archer ship out and caught his villager building a dock in the middle oh. and started shooting his villager already. And he's like, "What the? Hey, beast? You 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 go back to the vod and hear BC like, what? How does he like? He's like pissed off because up, he like the early age up is the thing. That's brilliant. That's a brilliant play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Juji has a faster age up in their oh, initial. Juji is supposed to be dead. It's that Civ, boys. That's the one everyone fears I'm, I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm it, re- it. it reduces the cost. The age up cost, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he aged up really and fast. if you want to stay in that dynasty, like it... They have the fastest castle. I think faster than... Uh, well, yeah, because it's like having Swabia for feudal and... Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. Even like, what is it, the Abbasid tech, the preservation of knowledge oh like, yeah, that's yeah still not as much um of a benefit because jushi's the one that i i, I have a red i have a reddit post about about what civ needs to nerf the most from the new ones and and spoilers it's I, gonna be jushi's i don't know uh i've i mean i've had good games against them um Me too. i remember Me too, yeah the first time i ran into their fast castle and they hit fast castle at like my six my... minutes 15 seconds and i was like ah Excuse me. My first game against them, I had like a thousand Sholin monks I had to deal with, and I had mass samurai, and it was just the biggest bonk fest ever. They were just bonking each other the sticks, and my my samurais are smacking with a sword. It was like watching, like I mean, it was like watching like those like those people when people fight and they're just trying to slap each other and they're like looking away at the same time. That's what it was like. It was like the slowest motion fights ever. Huge masses of like 30, 40 units each running into each other, and then just. Clink, clink, bonk, bonk. Those Shaolin monks, man, they're, they're making a they're big nuts. impression. 
You do their animation like the ones like Tron and Stinks and Dude. And their and their Wallolo is the best Wallolo. Have you heard Ooh, the Shaolin Monk? It is. Oh, it's man. pretty cool. It, it makes it, me wish there was Wallolo for the every Civ. It makes me wish that there were it is like It is the best Wallolo. Like, it literally is like, oh, my goodness. Lolo. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah cool. it's like a deep, like, a throat-singing Wallolo. It's, a, it's good. They should, it's they good. Should I'm pretty sure it is. They should change yeah, the Wallolos for different ones. It'd be fun. Yeah, I was like, wow. Reach Civ. We need to interview the man that voice acted that is what we need to do. Oh, yeah. Where is he? I want him. Have a talk with him. That's a good one. Well, Wait, yeah. well, I'm going to say the thing again and again. One though. more thought on tickets. One more thought on tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole yeah, interview is just us asking him to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> One more thought on tickets. Uh, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I think there are fewer sheep on this map than like dry arabia oh there has to be it felt like there was nothing in our 1v1 also yeah, oh, there's one of the sheep, some of the sheep yeah. spawn on the island and i don't know if that's supposed to happen but like what do you so, ever do with that ooh, you can't put sheep in we're talking about docking in the middle of the island one of the boar spawns in the middle of the island oh. and watching the war chief club see that cow was losing his mind just being like attack the boar trigger the boar have the boar kill the villager that's building the docks in the middle yeah That'd be crazy. That'd be yeah, well, what what's the purpose of that board though? Like, I feel like that board be maybe to activate it and just like yeah, maybe maybe it is really meant to be him. The like, boar, I feel so like the board's on a it's a sanctuary island. It's where they put the board uh, so they can have their own space <laughs> free from human <laughs> interaction and activity. Bro, there you go. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you get control of water, you can just hop on there and just you know get some food from the board. I'm because I'm thinking yeah. like there's no way you could like you know. Get like eight bills in a transport ship, get them on that board, and then you need to collect them board on that middle island. I mean, just use a ship to get it down. Use a ship to get it really like a demo then... ship killing a exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you kill it without, if you kill it with military, doesn't it not drop the food? No, uh, that that's AOE2. That's AOE2. Um, that's right. That's right. That's you right. Kill it, wow, wow that's uh, AOE2 ness me coming in there. Wow, that if you kill it as an Islamic sieve, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was getting uh, people were really upset about that. It was that exactly what they called that BMing, the BMing like. Uh, oh yeah, that was banned in tournaments. For yeah, that, yeah, like, people. Yeah, I remember be, when I got. Be, I mean, I I feel like denying your own. I, I feel like going to your opponent and killing it would be kind of bad. But like your own I mean, on your side, though, like. So two seasons ago, for it. When I was playing autos a lot, and Roos was still really oppressive. I'm going to confess my sins. I would get heated and I would oh, go yeah, to the course. wars. I'm just be like, yeah, no, actually you're not taking that. <laughs> like I'm going to kill that. Like actually, I'll, I mean, you're, you're denying the bounty. Like, though. Like, that's like, honestly part of oh, like, right. the game. And there's though. no weird, like, so you guarantee the bounty to the ruse on that? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah, I don't think it should be banned. I don't think it should be banned I, for that I, reason I mean, alone. I think it should be like you kill the boar and it just drops the food, but you just can't harvest it. I still think a, professional yeah, scouts should let you pick up the boar. I still think that should be a thing. Yes, like with how expensive I, professional mm-hmm. scouts is, you should be able to pick up the boar now. Like back in the old days, I get it because it was a lot cheaper. But I, I mean, devs, if you are listening, please. That's I mean, that has to be the least used upgrade in the game. And this is the third time episode I've, I've talked about it in a row. Have it pick up the board and make it make your scout super slow, but make it viable. Make bring, make professional scouts great again. They're going to make professional scouts great again. Yeah, they're going to oh, John John Dar- take Thunder over shoulder. Thunder over shoulder and go. Oh. I, I, was, I was thinking maybe like they have a Viking sieve and like, you know, maybe you get a berserker, you can pick a board up over your shoulders and then carry it back slowly. I mean, I've got no problem with like leaving it just, you know, this a scout has to do it, but just make it so it slows them down a ton. 
I mean, it already costs so much and takes oh, forever. Oh, under your TC? Woo, that'd be broken. Yeah, but, but think, Sir Neville's, think about how much it yeah, costs to get professional scouts. Two TC roofs. A bore under your TC? That is the... That'd be crazy. Yeah, but professional but scouts I mean, is... I mean, you could even impre- increase the price even more then. I mean, because I mean, otherwise, no one uses professional scouts, like, at all. Maybe uh, I, I'm so there should horses, be amateur but, scouts where you can pick up... Amateur Yeah. There we go. Have it be two tiered, yeah. or or nobody picks up anything, huh? huh? Well, that's, no, what, that's what we already have, oh, yeah. Caleb. That's what we yeah. already have, and it sucks. <laughs> and there's no grand venison, and I miss it. <laughs> I want, like, I let's want leave the, the game boring like it is. Let's leave the game boring. You, you chop the berry bush down, you carry it back. Carry it back. Yeah. Oh, they got, you know what? Yeah, I'm scouts down. Have I'm down. Yeah. Scouts have baskets, baskets inside. Like it's a weird house of wisdom. Professional camels. Professional like, camels. Yeah. You can advanced steal gathering. berry bushes and take them home. Advanced, advanced gathering. Here we go. Professional All gathering. I'm saying is functionally, the mechanic is weird because it's either so cost efficient that you get hyper protected food or take food from your enemy, or it's so cost inefficient that nobody does it. And I don't know if there's a perfect, right. It, it's yeah. so yeah. swingy yeah. because if, if it is cheap, then the games do devolve into, okay, this game is all about stealing the deer from the other. Yeah. Person. It's, yeah, it's, it's an RTS breaking thing because like the whole point about RTS is, is being able to contest the resources, which is like the thing you want. And when, when all of a sudden you make it, so it's hyper cost efficient to, to have uncontested resources or or even take the resources yeah. from your enemy and uncontest them it's like i don't know it, it's really hard functionally mm-hmm. it's that would change the game entirely it just yeah. turns into I'm crazy like okay i take these resources you take these resources and now mm-hmm. we just sit at home and now our- everybody's at home with yeah. their stockpiles of apocalypse food and we're all yeah. just <laughs> 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 rejoicing <laughs> yeah dude we got one more map to talk about. Yeah, let's get to it. And it's been what two hours? Oh man, this we haven't even got oh, yeah, to the yeah, we, we haven't got to the fish. This is gonna be a uh, this, it's gonna be a record breaking episode. It's a two parter. That's for sure. It's a two parter. Yeah. We're going eight hours tonight. Uh, Turtle Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Turtle Ridge, man, that map. Ugh. Well, it's actually named. It. Uh, it is uh, Sir Neville's. Um, I just want to <laughs> apologize for what I did to you on that map. Uh, yeah, it was unfair. Yeah, I don't think, dude, I, I was trying to play the Byzantines and I don't know. I was trying to make a full olive oil economy and didn't know what I was doing. It was just, it was just a waste. It really is. They call it Turtle Ridge. Like you really like can just be safe. Like there's a lot of resources in your little ridge too. And we played, we played an FFA game. It was like, it was a four, just a 1v1v1v1. One 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 like a four-man FFA. And it, I think the game lasted, like, what, like an hour and a half? It was about an hour and 20, yeah. Or it was yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah, like, and, like, it, it was kind of crazy because, like, really everyone did exactly what was in the title. We all just turtled up, like, for the most part. Like, we just, and, like, and then he got to a point where somebody had to, like, come out and kind of force themselves to, like, kind of try and take the center. But then once everybody started seeing that, then everybody started bringing out their siege and breaking it down it was just it lasted forever because everyone had like six tcs at the entrance of their base and it it literally was like in all wasn't where are the relics in the center the relics were in the like center all but that the was relics it. there's only the relics in the center and nothing else yeah like you can just sit in your no base all day sites. 
And I, I no it's one built like, a wonder, like, so we were all yeah. just kind of playing crabs in a pot of whoever was not getting hit the hardest, we'd all hit them instead. I realized the way to win it is to eliminate the guy next to you and then get into his base and walk yeah. both bases and then, and then hold both of them. That, otherwise, it just it was just eventually someone runs out of gold. So French does really well because of guild hall. So you have a continuous income of gold that you can keep using in stone. So you can build a lot of defenses. So mm-hmm. French play with guild hall works. Otherwise, I want it eventually. But if you gang up on if, I mean, if you 2v1 someone, it, it's like hard because you get kind of choked points. So you can push them back into their base. But then someone's got to pull off. Otherwise, they just start fighting each other. And so it just turns into this messy situation. It was I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the map. It was gross, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to I do want to make it like a counter argument. I haven't played it and I don't plan on playing it. But if you take a look at the most downloaded custom maps for AOE four, they are all choke point maps. Yeah, they are all maps Ooh, is, exactly like this. That is weird. People love playing like this. And that's I don't yeah, <laughs> low levels of play. It's probably a blast. I'm sure it's an absolute oh, blast. Yeah. No, like you play this game like once every couple of weeks with your buddies from high school. Like, I mean, like oh, let's perfect. get together. Let's play Age of Empires like we were kids. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Like, we want to build up big armies. And, oh, that's cool in the middle there. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. That's a completely yeah. valid way yeah. to play it's the just, game. That's, yeah, that's actually uh, how I played when I first started playing AOE. That's like that's the original how everyone, how that's how game. We, does it at first. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we just do that. Oh, them. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, this map is for them. And yeah. it's totally fine. I'm never going to seek this out to play unless it's like a silly, <laughs> like, I, like, yeah. okay, guys, let's, let's play, let's play a gimmick map. Um, yeah. Yep. But uh, it's, that's, this is, this is for players that aren't us. This map is fun for Byzantines. It's building up your, like, you actually taking your time and not being pressured and trying to figure out the cisterns and all the right, the most beautiful aqueduct. <laughs> yeah, network dude, I did. I had, I, I had a hundred and like six, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, aqueducts, like uh, was it farm no olive oil patches? What exactly is the business? Groves, name? olive groves. Yeah, olive groves. There you go. Everything's built instead of farms. Olive groves. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I, I yeah, you know, right, yep. name with the aqueduct in yeah, Exactly, dude. I had, dude. I had so it. Lo- it looks sweet, but yeah, it was not the way to play. Visiting to hard. We'll get there later. Not the yeah, way for us so when play. I originally saw the map, I was hoping that there would be a way, like that you could like sort of chop the trees around the back to access your neighbors from no. the back. But no, you can't. The walls. No, it's all, it's all mountains. There. It's all mountains. And it's, it's nothing. And it's, it's there, there's, no there's no way Shinobi's going to clear that. Nope. Maybe we should have done it a size up. So it was double the size. Oh, so I've loaded up, I uh, loaded maybe, up a maybe. one versus one. <laughs> biggest map. Uh, and it just places you and your opponent across from each other, but it still has the eight little ridges. Huh. But maybe you can yeah. just take over. I don't know. There yeah. are a lot of people who are really going to love this map. No, oh, yeah, for and sure. It's great for them. It's it's good for the community that plays it casually. Like I'm saying, like not everybody. We we, we like playing ranked playing. You know, like that's how we're we like find gamers, yo. Yeah, like we play a little more of a we're real more, gamers, <laughs> more of a competitive level. But like I said, when I, you know, newcomers to this game, like you said, Bill, guys that just hop on, maybe like, you know, they just want to put the FPS down and try something different, hop on with the, with the homies and just play like a, like a 
you know, free for all, you know, just on turtle region. Because most guys are going to just, most new players aren't really fighting heavy until Imperial. Right. Right. Like, like they're just going to build their base up. We build so many units and we yeah. guys on some epic battles in the middle. Exactly. Was, yep. yeah. Exactly. Like, they, they might even have it to where, all right, guys, no one attack until it went 200 mm-hmm. pop. All right, base mouse side your base, and everybody on everybody three just meet in the a middle. move. Everyone just, everyone just a move on three. <laughs> like, see what happens. <laughs> see who wins. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like th- that type of gameplay. Yeah. That that's probably it's probably a really good map for that. But how we were trying to play it, how we were more, we we know everyone that played in that FFA world when playing the player ladder. So we're all like, well, how do we end this game? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, it was taking forever. But yeah. So yeah, but it, it is wild that like maps that look like this are the most popular custom maps. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, it's probably like, it's probably still a lot of casual players that play this game. Oh, there absolutely like, are yeah, most definitely. I mean, yeah, we'll get to my interview a little later on in this episode, but we totally talk about all of the different sort of kinds of people that play AOE mm. and oh, yeah. how ranked one v one enjoyers we have it good because the devs love us and they listen to us. <laughs> There's so many other people that play this game uh, that do get ignored. Most definitely. Well, that was our last map, right? That was. All right. Moving on to the patch. Note. We've got so much to cover guys. Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm going to move on our discussion here to the mega walls update. Um, I'll read this little note. So um, walls are now simpler and easier to place and utilize by players from improvements such as better village or product building logic and construction UI to completely new features such as linking your allied wall, linking two allied walls and a functional overhaul to gates. How you lay out your base and defend your civilization will be forever changed. Um, we can go. I'm going to actually go to the balance and bug fixes and read that part. Um, let me talk about the walls here. Uh, where is it at? Wall updates. So placing walls is easier than ever before. Dragging walls over obstacles will automatically split the wall into two or more sections, allowing you to wall across multiple lockers with a single order. Um, I still tend to do it manually personally so far. I haven't just dragged it because it's kind of hard to reach. I'm building big enough walls. It's kind of it goes more than a screen's length anyway. Sometimes it's kind of I don't always do that. And I kind of want to angle them. But the nice thing is you can do this over like small patches of woods and it just does it automatically. So it is it is really nice. Um, villagers build smarter. Instead of constructing bastions last, villagers build walls from end to end, starting and ending with the bastion pieces. I, I have a note on this. I noticed something. Um, the one downside to this is uh, those bastion pieces, they can still go around it until that last piece next to it finishes. So even though they got that last piece building up, if the bastion's not there, a knight went right around me and got me. I was so mad because the bastion wasn't there, but the main part of the wall was going up. Uh, but until that finishes, the bastion then automatically pops in. But until that happens, it's still open. So just be aware. But overall, you don't have to do so the like whole quick, thing. You can't like quick wall. Right. Yeah, you can't. No, you have to finish that piece at least. Okay, so it's removed quick walling but added quality of life to the physical building of them. Uh, yeah, so overall it is better. And so now if you, because you used to just build the middle and then they'd walk around to the ends and people could still go around and it felt like they done. just choose uh, which like portion of the wall at random. They just like yeah. throw a dice and be like, ah, I'm going mm-hmm. to section four, I guess. I just did this whole wall and now at the very <laughs> end, but I'm going to do the end piece on yeah. the other side now. And it's like, what? No. So yeah, they're a lot better with that now. But there you, you do have to be wary. Until the wall's completed, there is still a risk. So be advised. 
Um, they do build smarter. So instead of constructing in the last uh, Palisade midwall bastions are no more. So bastions are no longer produced between Palisade wall segments. This means you don't have to manually cancel them for the resources back anymore. Bastions on the endpoints of Palisades still exist, but cost no resources and build instantly when, again, when the piece finishes next to it. Um, all static resources can be used as part of a wall. So building across a gold mine, stone mine, or berries will completely block navigation so that the resource acts as part of the wall. We've added new gap so, pillars. Berries are weird, especially when you yeah. think about like African waters uh -huh. where the berries are all scattered. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm booting up another game. Ber berries are so, weird. You actually, because villagers can like walk to specific berry bushes and stuff. So I don't right. understand. Well, when you put it in a wall, it acts as part of the wall, like that. But, However, um, the small walls that extend, they, there's little small walls that extend from the wall end pieces to help clearly show that it, it what is and what is not walled off. I have noticed that there'll be little extra little add-ons to yeah. show what's been walled yeah. in. Um, you can connect your walls. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna keep reading this. You guys can keep talking about that in just one second, but. Um, you can connect walls with other players. It's now possible to join walls together, making walling with your teammates far easier than before. Stone walls connected in this way do not create walkable bridges between them, but do walk together to block navigation. And then walls can now be placed closer to blockers. So previously, there was a one tile clearance was required between walls and blockers, such as buildings, resources and sacred sites. This has been reduced so that it's possible to wall right along the footprint edge. However, it is not possible to wall in such a way that building can be used to block navigation to be this is to keep consistent with the buildings are not walls design goal. So um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings um, because like buildings aren't walls, but resources are walls because having a big slab of gold. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels inconsistent right. and kind of arbitrary. No, no I, I mean, well, buildings are walls are a different design consideration because that is one of the things I don't AOE like. Too. About AOE too. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah I, I also like don't like that. Yep. But they also use resources as walls, too. And I'm, I don't know. I'm just, well, imagine you got fine. a bunch of smaller trees, though. You got a bunch of like little trees. Sometimes you just have a spawn where you got like one or two trees that just block it. And it's just so frustrating to work with. Or you got a little I guess. tree thickets. I, I don't, I don't hate spawn this. So that doesn't happen, I guess. But I don't, yeah, I, I don't hate it. It's not the biggest no. deal to me. I, I'm happy with the trade off. I, yeah, sometimes there's a gold mine in the perfect place that you want a wall. I, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna lie. I'm building house walls. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this might be like it was obviously besides from the extra civilized, the new civilizations and the variants and the maps and biomes, all that great stuff. This might be the best thing added to the game. I, I think a lot of it's good. I just I, I don't necessarily even think I, the resource is a problem. I just think it's inconsistent. And I just oh, yeah, that. I possibly possibly I can yeah, I see you saying I, that, I really that don't mind it. I, I really don't mind it, but this, I, I can see this, what you're no, saying. This is amazing. This might be one of those. I did not realize how. Yeah. So much. I just posted a picture. You can just so for African waters, you can just draw draw that line across, and the wall yeah. doesn't really care. You can see yeah. oh, it picks up one berry bush, one straggler tree. Now, now you have to build a get past build a gate so you can get to the other side of the berry uh -huh. bushes. I would yep. assume. Oh yeah, that, that's how it works. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is this is amazing. This might be one of the best things. If there's an update that didn't have any new saves or anything and just the walls, I, I would be so happy. Like, yeah. you know, okay, and you got right. Well, I'm not done yet. There's, there's, still, there's still more Cinevals. I've got more to talk about. There's more patch oh, too. Oh, excuse me. So before you keep going, but let, me, let me keep going a little more mm -hmm. here. Um, breaking all wall, a wall segment also breaks adjacent segments. This applies to wall segments connected horizontally as well as segments connected directly behind so that it's much easier, it's a much higher impact to break through and harder to repeatedly re-wall the same segment after being destroyed. 
there's more. Gates are now omnidirectional, meaning that they no longer require placement facing a particular direction. Owned and allied units can use gates to climb onto the wall, but enemy units can no longer use gates for access. Uh, they fixed an issue where the units could move onto stonewall bastions after an adjacent wall segment was canceled. And walls no longer shift when terrain deforming structures are built near them. This fixes a segment's popping to a tiered appearance. Defensive bonuses to targets on walls have been adjusted. Range damage reduced from 66 to 25. Siege damage reduced from 66 to 50. Mm. Okay, back to you, Sonos. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, basically, like, I mean, or, I mean, this speaks to me, you know, really strongly because I always, I never walled. Like, I mean, if you played me ever, like, the, my biggest downfall was just, you just raid my economy. It's wide open. For, it's, well, it's open you, just, you just come kill me. It's fine. <laughs> just come kill me. Dude. Come on in. Come on in. Don't worry about fighting my army. Just come on in. Get my, get anything you want. Gold, wood, anything. Nothing is being protected. Nothing. Like, I've had to, like, consciously, like, beat it in my brain. Like, dude, wall your economy. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're in a 30-minute game. You have no walls. So, like, yes. Yeah, so, like, now that, you know, you have any, if you're floating wood or something, you could just take three or four veils from your wall line and just get a, like, you know, high key a palisade wall and just drag it across, like, or drag it or even shift drag it and make a little, like, you know, cut it off where you can. I feel like this is actually, like, this is a, an, a, uh, a boost to players that kind of, like, sit in their base. And it's a nerf to, like, raids. Like it really like walling, like you can wall around resources now, and like a lot you like say you go for a berry patch, and just wall around wall that berry patch in, and like it is like raiding like you want look how pro players are playing now, like look at a pro game like it's so much more like it's so much more it's almost like a the, when the maps over it looks like a maze. They have walls all over the place. Even me, like, I now realize, I think when I play um, Gorge, I'll, like, manufacture a little choke point. Like, I'll pretty much wall straight across to where, like, they, the enemy has to fight me straight on. Like, like I'll, I'll, while I'm attacking, I played this game, I can't, I've done it with Japan, and literally I walled in my resources kind of straight up, like, around the edges of the map. Where, like, you know, usually, you know, they'll have a raid squad break off and kind of come in, try to attack your world line with a couple of knights from the side. But none of that was working, and they couldn't raid me from anywhere. They had to just fight me head on through a choke point, which I had keeps, you know, well, not keeps, keep doing it, keeps in Japan until uh, Imperial Age. But I had my uh, Daimyo, like, you know, bases going with all the, I was TC and tower pushing them like it completely has changed the whole dynamic of where the game has been played and i it may sound like something silly about like the walls but i truly like i and i don't think it's just me i think um i was i was watching beastie and uh he was saying how like this is like the most this thing he's most excited for throughout the whole expansion like the walls because like they a lot of pro players they had they did this thing i don't know what they were doing but they were like delete the edges of the walls because they're unnecessary and they like had to manually do it and because they like it was the resources being yep. wasted they did it every time mm -hmm. but like now that's unnecessary they wall or just they just drag a wall across them like across part portions of the map and completely forget about it and just worry about something else and that villager does that without having to be there's no more dragging it gets, rid of, it gets rid of a lot of unnecessary shifting. micro yes and 
it is like for example matt's like hidden valley which i would never have liked ever before now i appreciate so much more because you don't get too greedy with the wall so we'd be able to agree if i take up to save our percent with a wall across the map and get caught and it hasn't worked but like you can just wall off and you you basically you eliminate those raids that happen so easily like i think i think it's a, you need maybe a nerf to the french um, I don't think so. Not really. I think because still- I play a lot better against the French now because the French always love coming around the outskirts and picking off like coming out of the shadows. I feel like the, I, mean, I, I think nothing's fundamentally changed about walls. It's just they're easier to use now. I'm telling you, like you, nothing's changed. But the fact that they are way more mechanically, they're more mechanically like like the quality of life of walls now, it's I better, believe, I are. Think. I think Way what Neville's better. is saying is that particularly at low to mid ranks, yeah, it will be course. easier yeah. to course. not screw up a wall, of although course. harder to quick wall, which makes advanced wall tactics a little sketchier um, for higher ranks. It helps the lower rank players um, and some of the high things like not having to delete bastions and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in general, Absolutely. it helps the lower level players not screw up walls and have a French knight sneak through and kill their village line while they're not paying yeah. attention because they're not good at multitasking well and this kind of applies uh, to the chop through thing too because the other big thing on this is that it's no longer possible to forcibly tunnel through wood lines by chopping trees and moving past them chop trees now keep the same movement uh blockers as when they are part of a wood line and only once they are fully harvested do they allow for movement to reach the trees behind them um so i know beal's not thrilled about this change this is kind of i think this is a, tr- a part of the trade-off although i've also heard some people say that it, it has nothing to do with it and it's just the devs just wanted to get rid of that aspect of the game. Um, but yeah, essentially, but I don't like it. You don't uh, like it? <laughs> I, I don't mind it. I don't mind what? it personally. I, I don't mind. Uh, sorry. I don't mind the fact that you could chop through. Um, the one thing that did make it unbalanced was placing hunting cabins. Yeah. And I don't know how you fix that uh, without getting rid of this. Well, I but don't feel I like, do like often either, though, you know, she's of of cutting through in a weird location and storing a base somewhere that people can't see because that is such a weird APM investment for it's a wild risk reward kind of play. Yeah. Well, essentially this ruins the way people have been playing Oasis. Yeah, that's true. I I I think I agree with Beal. Uh this this was not a quality of life mechanic this was not a, a uh oh my gosh this strategy is murdering everybody change this was a we're getting rid of this thing that uh i mean people some people did high risk high reward like beal said it's really apm invest so the resource you're investing is your apm into this uh which means you're not spending time doing something else which is a you know a trade-off um yeah. and i get that it can be frustrating but it's not I mean, it's cheesy in a way, but I think it's a cheesy strategic choice and not a cheesy, like, I'm abusing something in the game choice. It's not personally. an overpowered cheese play. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you need, the game state has to be really weird for this to be, unless you're going from the start. And mm-hmm. then, so, the, in Conky's case, when he played Mongols, got the improved chop through, he'd go back, he'd chop through a little little thing to build archers or whatever mm-hmm. 
if you can't scout that the Mongols haven't gone feudal for the first 12 minutes, you got to be sitting there like, what is going on? What that should, that is your scouting information that Uh your opponent hasn't aged up yet. And they're, they're doing things. It's not like they're AFK. So what's going on? Um, Yeah. I agree. I think it's a weird, I mean, it's a direction and they made the choice and I, you know, I can respect just taking the, the, the reins and saying we're doing this, but it seems odd to do in light of other things they could have worked on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting at a point where I'm kind of just indifferent to it. Like I didn't, I, I, I don't, I never minded it. I also don't hate that it's gone. Like I'm kind of just like, eh, whatever. I don't think it affects the game and me too much, but I definitely understand your guys' points. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more of a conceptual disagree more than a, it affects me disagree. Like sure. Tanky is going to be pissed, but it's Mm -hmm. not, um, you know, one, one in every 1500 people is a canky or something. And so it's not going to affect any, any majority at all. But conceptually, I disagree with removing strategic options just because. Especially when it's such an expressive play style. Like, it yeah. is. if you want to make your name known as a player who plays in this completely, like, parallel dimension, and mm-hmm. they see the game that way, mm-hmm. I think that should be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was easy enough to warrant a nerf. Because and it gave like these improved chop throughs a reason to exist. Now it's like, well, why even have that in the game? Like, sure, there was a, a, a fringe case where this upgrade worked, but besides that, people basically don't use it. Um, and because it doesn't yeah, even give you that a resource boost, yeah, why would I waste the resources on that for such a minor gain back unless it's for a strategic choice? Uh, I don't know. So just like yeah, then eliminate true, something huh? else and just yeah, just it's just weird because it like eliminates strategic choice makes an upgrade useless. And wasn't an issue all at the same time. So it just kind of feels weird. I think it falls into like a just a top level, um, just a design doc thing of, okay, one of our guiding principles is buildings are not walls. Yeah. We want to have another guiding principle that wood lines are basically walls and we don't want anybody to sneak through them. And yeah, they I guess unless choice. you don't fully yeah. chop yep. through them, unless you fully chop yep. through them. Yeah, because yeah. there's no like mangonels don't destroy forests. Yeah. That was when you play when you play Black Forest in AOE two. It's so different than AOE four mm-hmm. because it turns into how can I tunnel my way to, to my them? opponent? Yeah, yeah. Versus uh, just these weird. You can do it in Warcraft three too with meat wagons and stuff. That's right. I always, yeah. always love doing that. Anyway. <laughs> Um, another, shopping. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think you guys have said everything that could be said. I don't have anything to add. I, 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 I yeah. Um, here's another big, big change. Uh, victory condition updates the sacred site, uh, sacred victory timer. Sorry, the sacred victory timer now pauses while enemy units are standing on a sacred site, regardless of if ally units are also on that sacred site. Um, I like it. I like it. Another one. This is one that I've got mixed opinions on here coming up. Wonders now cost the wonder cost now scales based on map size. Now, I think everyone hears that and goes, finally, that's an excellent decision. And then the numbers come out. And this is interesting. So before the standard uh, before the patch was live, it was 6000 of everything for a wonder on every map. Now on micro maps, it's so for like two player maps on micro, it's 5000 of each on small maps. It's 6000 
On medium maps, it's 7,000. And on large and larger maps, it's 8,000 of each resource. I, I, I feel like I, I understand that wonders are not meant to be a major part of games. I get that. It's meant to be very fringe, very rare. But I got to admit, guys, I feel like wonders already weren't that common in team games as it was, like maybe one in 100. And making them even pricier in those games and only a little bit cheaper in 1v1s. I get that you're not going to see one. I feel like maybe four and a half thousand of each in a 1v1 might be okay. It's, it's hard. It's hard to balance because it's either going to be always go for it or never go for it. But I don't know. I, I, I've got mixed opinions on what I think about this change. What do you guys think? What, so, uh, what was the previous cost? Was the previous 6, cost 000? was 6,000 of everything. Now in micro okay. games, it's 1,000 less. But again, 5,000 stone? But the problem is, it's not the food. The food is not the problem. Right. Even the How wood is not the that? problem. It's the stone. How is anyone going to get the stone? And I just, even in, and, and to have it be in larger games, you have to have like seven or 8,000. I just don't see how anyone's ever going to get that kind of stone. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems high, but I mean, the, the it, it functionally doesn't change anything because you are also never going to get 6,000 stone. Um, yeah, like I said, it was like one in a so, hundred essentially is when it what it was. Yeah, so it was like uh, in, increasing. I think the theory is that there's less resources on smaller maps, so the resource cost should scale. So theoretically, I understand, um, and I don't even necessarily disagree. I feel like I don't. I don't mind this. I think scaling is what people have been saying. I just think you already don't see wonders on big team games. You already just don't see it like hardly ever. So let's increase yeah. the cost of it. I just feel like I understand that maybe I mean, I guess my question is why even have wonders at all? Like if it's this never going to be this used, is Socrates, this is Socrates chop through. I love it. I, I guess so. I guess my thought is like, why ever have a wonder in the game if no one's ever going to use it? Like, like, yeah, it's a question. That's a, and it's a good well, question. Well, well, wonders do make are very relevant in FFAs. Well, again, yeah, they rare. were, but now they're going to cost. But now there's going to be eight each. grand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, they, I, they I still like, are. Yeah. They, like, oh, like, I mean, maps. Any, it's based off a of map size. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which are usually like eight player FFAs are probably going to be 8,000 each. I don't know what it is. I know Mongols don't need stone. So, like, it might be. Yeah, that's why old that, Mongols, Mongols are the only ones who can build a wonder. You know, they're the only that, that, yeah, I feel like like, nine times out of 10 when I watch an FFA, like, I'm watching them cast it. The Mongol player is the one who builds it, and the Mongol player is the one who wins. Like, 99 yeah. times. Like, I, I just feel like that's. Yeah, like uh, wonders, like wonders. I uh, yeah, they have been dying in like one v one in team games a little bit because like they are super expensive. Well, I, I mean, don't want them too often, but yeah, go ahead. Tell, tell you the truth, I'm not really mad at this. Like, I mean, five thousand of each food, well, gold and stone. Like, it it probably sounds like I mean because. I can't remember what the game because when the game first launched, there were one v one wonders. I was just looking and, that uh, up. I was because I just typed for? into Google uh, wonder original cost three thousand each. That's oh that's too wow strong. okay you okay saw that yeah all the time yeah and they yeah were okay for one v one yeah so three thousand each yeah they were three thousand yeah you're right that's a little, so that's yeah a that's cheap. probably why. yeah yeah that's pretty cheap so maybe yeah maybe five thousand each is pretty expensive. But well, I it was think six. They, it was six, but for one v ones, five yeah. doesn't feel horrible. I I, I I feel like maybe four and a half would be good for a one v one. Feel the it, stone cost. That, that, I feel like you It's like you're gonna scale. get the food. You're just never gonna get the stone cost for that. that that's my biggest hangup. Is I feel like the number what? isn't bad except for the stone. I don't even know if there's that much in the map. So I what? I don't feel like 
I feel like having a high stone cost is kind of good because that balances it out because you can't spend the remaining stone on walls or towers uh-huh. or whatever. So it cuts into what you can make for defenses. I don't know. I think there was another way. I think if you wanted to make the wonder play style viable, you have the option that, okay, you can build a wonder. If it gets destroyed, you lose. You're eliminated. I pretty think much anyway. That, pretty much anyway. Like once you, you go to wonder, pretty you much lose is it. anyway. Yeah, but if GG. you hmm. if you lose it, you should just automatically automatically lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually. I just think that. Uh, I think just with the current meta of the game, the fact that this game is more, it, it like when the game first came out when it's three thousand each, a lot of people were kind of like walling off, sitting in their base. Yeah. And like, you know, and now we've got more of like, you know, feudal action. I mean, the game, the game is a lot more action oriented throughout the entire game. I mean, there might be little small cooldown parts where you're mashing back up, but I mean, you're raiding, you're fighting, you're kind of spending those resources constantly in 1v1, which I don't think Wonder Play is really. No, no, what, I, I guess not, that's my thing is I don't feel like I'm not advocating for this to be the meta. I, I'm not advocating for I think Wonder should be like a really viable option one out of three times. That's too much. But I'm saying like in team games, the wonders are there to break a stalemate. Same with sacred sites, right? But sometimes you spawn mm-hmm. on a sacred sites in your opponent's back base. You're just never going to get there, right? If you're in a stalemate, yeah. you guys each have half the map. The wonder is there to break the stalemate to go. No, I'm going to invest a bunch of resources. So it makes it harder for me to produce units and defend it. But I'm going to build this in the back of my base. You have to now you're now on a timer. You have we're, we're ending this game after an hour one way or, or another. And so Bill's credit, I think it's a great idea. If you lose the wonder, you should lose. But then I think the cost should be a little less because that's a huge risk. If you're going to build something that's a one and done, I think that's a great idea. I think make it so the wonder goes up. And then if you I, lose it, you're yeah. dead. But make it cheaper then so you can actually make, make it cheaper well, so one you can actually it cheaper, build it. But make it have less HP. Make it be like a more yeah. fragile. Make it be a bit, yeah. make it be fun. But, but also I, I mean, I'm looking at like 8,000 of stone. I'm looking at the large. I mean, 6,000 was already really, really tough to do. I thought that was a tough number to hit regardless. And now in the big matches against like four V fours, I mean, you're going to, in a four V four, you basically have to have 8,000 of everything. I mean, you're going to have the food. You're going to have the wood. The gold's going to be kind of tough and the stone. I just don't see how, Anyone's, I mean, if the, if, if the goal of this is to be a stalemate breaker to help end games in the late, late game, you have to be able to at least build it somewhat, at least somehow feasibly do it. And I just don't see 8,000 stone being feasible for anyone but a Mongols player. So, so I guess well, I guess now everyone just needs to have a Mongols player on their 4v4 so they can build a wonder. No, well, well also, too, I think the reason why they upgrade the pay, they up the pay in it, because let's not forget that team games turn into a literal trade fest. And really, all it comes down to, wherever you are on the map, once you, like, you say, oh, yeah, I'm building a wonder, all your teammates are going to donate their extra resources to you. And then eventually, you get there way quicker than you think. So that's why they up, because when the wonders were way cheaper, you, your boy, you only need 4,000 wood. You just be like, oh, bro, here, I got uh, 1,500 land right there. Boom, there know. you go. I and feel they, like 8,000 just back and forth. pretty, but, I mean, even with 8, the trade. 000, on a 4v4, 8,000 is not, you're going to eventually, if the game's going over 45 minutes to an hour, that's why people hate 4v4s. You will eventually start floating. You will be max popped because um, 4v4s are way more boomy. Like, it's, the map's too big yeah, for that yeah. early harass. So it's a lot more boomy in your base, building your economy up, collecting resources. And eventually, once everybody's ready to fight, you're almost 200 popped. You're going to naturally start floating resources. 
And those the games, once the game like doesn't have any type of ending in reach, players will start trading but within each other. They're gonna start trading between each other. They're gonna pick a designated player. Okay, you're playing what? Okay, hey, everyone start giving. What do you need more of? Stone? Okay, everybody start giving their extra stone or so and so. Oh, what? Get extra stone. Eventually, that player's gonna be able to reach those goals very well when they're if they're in a you know pre-made team. And eight thousand is no longer that expensive. Like. I like I believe when the higher like the higher the map pool gets, which means there'll be more players. Like for base, or probably played on larger and larger, it's eight thousand each. Mm-hmm. You eventually like you can just sit in the corner of the map, boom up and get that. Like pretty much every every FFV I watch has pretty much ended with a wonder. Like it, that is what you see most wonders. Or an FFAs, but well, team games. That's the problem. Is, is, yeah, team games you don't see it too often. But that's that's my thought. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm because team games I understand. In team games, I think that works. My thing is in a free for all where everyone's stalemated for ages. The wonder is how you kind of break that. And then everyone charges the guy with the wonder, and so yeah. It, oh yeah. But how you, that, that that ruins that free for all. The free for all game with the wonder yeah. is just gone. It's never gonna. You can never get that much on your own. Is that that's what I'm saying? Oh, is, well, it's never gonna break. Yeah. I've got three points to make. Okay. One. Who of you played it on release when it was three thousand resources apiece to build a wonder? Me. Okay. I did not. I did not have the game because yet. I played it release day. I got into it. This is honestly bizarro Beal play style because I played <laughs> quick match four v fours as Delhi, and my oh, goal man. was to always build the wonder. I was like, oh, this is cheap, yeah. and it's pretty fun to play in Age of Empires where like wonder conditions are legit and mm-hmm. it felt really cheesy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, okay. yeah, that would be, that would Play be the four before I will get the uh, 3000 of each resource. That's easy. Um, and then I throw the wonder up and then build elephants. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how, that's how it went off on launch. Um, that, that, is, that, is, that is cheesy. That is cheesy and broken. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second point is I don't think wonders as a design decision uh, are based off of like competitive play. I think it is very much so an option for casual players mm. who who do boom, but don't actually know how to close out games. Um, the game has gone on long enough. They've boomed. They're like, oh, wow, I have enough resources to throw down a wonder. I'm going to do this. And now the game's interesting again, where it's been like a slog for 30 minutes. Uh, it allows casual players to have a really interesting end game. Cause I don't think at a high enough rank and by high enough, I mean like gold two, that's not ever going to be an issue um, with wonders. And I don't think the game is designed or balanced around like anybody competitively building a wonder. Yeah, for sure. Definitely not in like a one one at all, ever. I agree. Yeah, I play every star one you want wonders. For free for alls, there's no built in diplomacy option. Yeah. Like there yeah. was an AOE 2. Um, mm-hmm. Because free for alls are whatever. I don't really like the, the unwritten rules of you can only attack this or this. I want to play diplo games where I make teammates during the match, and that's fair. And we can actually like ally each other in the middle of the game and it broadcasts it to everybody. Um, Cause in, in those situations, yeah. Okay. This guy has a better eco than me. I'm going to say, Hey, do you want to be allies? I'll give you the rest of my eco. You can build a wonder. We can win together. 
I think that's a great idea. And I think actually to make free falls, if they may implement a free for all in the game, I think if you eliminate a player, you should get a hundred extra pop. That way there's a given to diplomatically. You're actually better together, but if you eliminate them, you get a plus 100 pop as well. So you can actually start getting bigger. But I think that that with diplomacy, I think would fix free for alls and make them epic. And then I think that would be more workable with the wonder prices with the way they are. Yeah. yeah. That's how I don't know that's how many how... Diplo games of AOE two you've watched casted because those games are amazing. That sounds so People fun. Like lying to one person being like, yeah, we're teammates forever trying to get like <laughs> teammates with someone else like there is a it's a whole other dynamic that sounds like um, a ton of fun in the game that i would mm-hmm. love that they need to add diplo uh and i think that would also keep the wonders expensive and free-for-all because you're kind of aiming for uh-huh. okay this last team of two or three are gonna are gonna pull resources to try to build this but they won't have the resources of three armies to defend it kind of thing so we kind of agree then that right now this is a really bad thing as it is right now, at least not good for free for alls in that they, there is no way to do that. It's not an option in the game anymore. Or do you think it's still fine? Uh, as it is? I, mean, I don't know if wonders were great yeah. for all to begin with. Well, uh, I do think it's kind of interesting. I do kind of like them because everyone gangs up on them then. And so it really is you against everyone. All of a sudden it changes the game late. I, I have enjoyed seeing that. I do think it's fun, truth, but I think wonders are the best in free for all. Well, they're not like, good anymore. Think, no, not anymore with this. No, team. like even even after the patch. I mean, like I, I, I mean, I like I watch, I watched. Uh, you know, I watched a lot of pro players. They, uh, you know, when the when the preview came out and the expansion, they all play free for all, and it always ends with a wonder victory. Like um, even after the patch, like it really is. Like it's all about decision making. Like you know, pretty much, you don't just build one. You don't come to the game with the thought of I'm going to build a wonder off rip. Because of course not. Then you got seven v one. Like they're gonna just kill you immediately, and then you're just done for it. What you do is you What's wait that, until like what wins you the game every time. Of course you're gonna enter the game being like, okay, how do I get well, to the right position where yeah, I can build you, the wonder? And it's win. timing too. It's timing. It's timing. You gotta last to like. So what you gotta do? You pretty much have to like not die and kind of like kind of hold back. You kind of gotta boom a little bit, kind of pick off, or maybe like you may have to kill one, kill your neighbor. And then once you start seeing the game, it takes an eight, the eight man free for all. Once you start seeing the, the game get to about, you know, four or five people left. And then maybe like when it's four people, then you immediately drop that wonder and immediately tie, like go defensive and hope that all these. Like, so you might have people like that that are, are, are fighting somehow have to like, like scrape themselves together and figure out a way to come together and, and take you out like and, and maybe I'm, I'm watching on the highest level so like who knows like you know but like i mean i watch beastie defend wonders like i mean you look up all his victories on ffas it's all wonders well, past the batch like because like you can't like you have to do it strategically and have good timing and basically like like you have to recognize when this is the best time for you to build a wonder and then a lot of times if they, if another enemy, like somebody you're allying and teaming up with, if they see that wonder is going to go down, they'll build a wonder. Like while your wonder is being attacked, they'll build their own wonder. So now it's one less person. They have to worry about attacking them for their wonder. It's like free for all. I think free for all, it's not play one a lot of times. It they're would be around. nice. It'd be nice if when making a game, you could decide how much the wonder costs or you could choose your settings yeah. going in because right now as oh, yeah. it, is, wow. it just is That'd be crazy. No option. Yeah. If we had Stick the option for the interview i do 
soon with the guy who made the advanced game settings mod. Oh, yeah. did he mention that? Yeah, <laughs> that 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 actually would be cool. That would be solved. Say, that would solve hey, all like, the problems. Or if you could turn on and off diplomacy, there are a couple of features like that that this game actually does really need. I, I think that diplomacy thing you mentioned, Vio. I think that is one. I, I actually that was one of the things yeah. I wanted to talk about today. I was I was thinking about that like man on team games like after the turtling game we did on Turtle Ridge I was thinking man we don't have diplomacy I think we mentioned it too like it'd be nice if we could kind of have something like that 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 is a fun element of the game that isn't there um I think having the option to choose I mean obviously like in a competitive scene a micro game it's going to be 5000 is what it's at now if you're on a one or a competitive like ranked games it's going to be set as what it's set and I don't love the change. I, I don't. I, I think it's in the right direction, but I don't love where it's at right this minute. Um, but I think in like custom games or free for alls or different modes, if it let you choose kind of what you would the rule set you wanted to do for that, like that would be a lot easier instead of having to go find someone who's modded it using skills that you just don't possess. I don't know. That's yeah. No, I think it comes down to what do you want out of your free for alls? Because I mean. Neville's was talking about like wonder timing. That is its own. That's that's cool. That's like a strategic like, OK, I've gathered resources. I haven't been damaged that much. I feel confident that I can build the wonder and defend it at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a really interesting game mode. Um, but I think what is more interesting is if you are allowed to ally. That is so much better enemy with teammates that's one of those things that just in a way it, it, that's one of those things in aoe 2 that i'm surprised is not in aoe 4 like genuinely that's mm-hmm. like of all the things i mean we, we we are very much pro aoe 4 like through and through not that we're anti aoe 2 we love aoe 2 but oh we, we we brush off a lot of the things that people say negative about our game but that's one thing i will agree i don't know why that's not in the game um i wish they would add it, it seems like i mean i guess it'd be kind of tricky because it have to be they'd have to kind of fundamentally probably rewrite some of the code of how the teaming works and stuff but that just seems like a win. That just seems like such a win. Being able to communicate with different players, being able to like yes, send just, messages like yeah. specifically to other players. Well, the messenger not, could use some work, yeah. anyways. I think that UI, the whole messaging mm-hmm. UI, could use some work. Genuinely, uh, it feels <clears throat> slow. It feels kind of I don't know. It, it, it could use a, it could use a bit of an overhaul, at least some polishing. I feel like personally, from a user, I, I, as a user using that, it's never it doesn't feel good. If that makes sense, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? As far as like the chat UI, maybe, 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 on, maybe on my own. I, maybe, I feel maybe, like it's a little fine. laggy. Maybe it used yeah. to be laggy. I I don't care. I yeah, chat UI. If, if, if they were to work fun, on, if they were well to, played. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess if they were to make uh, diplomacy an option, they'd have to kind of get some UI and built around that and make that Fine, work. Yeah, for well. sure. Yeah. Because it's usually done like through voice chat, which is yeah, which yeah. one wouldn't work. Yeah. Alrighty, um, the next big change. What we've got, we got to take a break here soon. But I've got another another big change that we've got to talk about. Um, this is, I think, the last important one on the patch notes. I think before we just talk about our experience with the new season. Um, but on this uh, balances to game play and gameplay changes, and this is for all civs. Um, non landmark town center range has been reduced from eight to six tiles, and non landmark town center garrison space has been reduced from ten to seven. Uh, the developer note on this says economic expansion in feudal age has been the meta game for a long time. We're trying to create a better balance between the three strategic paths of economic expansion, fast tech and military. Currently, there's not enough counterplay to constructing a test second town center because it's too effective as a defensive building. Great change. Mm. Um, I think yeah, this I really like ties in together with a wall update. 
Yeah. If you're going to make walls stronger, make the TCs weaker. Yep. And, um, I will yeah, say so it feels kind of bad for Japanese because they can't build keeps in Castle Age and they're left with their crappy TCs they have to upgrade instead. So oh, but those TCs, though, those TCs aren't just no regular TCs. Yeah, they yeah, they're, they're not. Now, once they upgrade them, they oh, are. Oh, yeah, easier, yeah. Once you upgrade them, these things are crazy. But you can't build a garrison for 15 or 10 units, whatever it is, for keeps. So you're still left with just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff. It, it's a little I've finicky seen, for Japanese. I've seen, yeah. It's, I love Japanese. It's oh, they, they play different. So, yeah, anyway, we'll sorry, sorry. They do play different. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, is there? Uh, uh, I thought Beale was Okay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you, you like the change? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tell, uh, I didn't think you guys got yeah. me off, but I, no, no, I was saying that this is yeah. Um, if you're gonna make a wall stronger, make the TCs less effective. Um, that makes sense. They're still effective at putting villagers out, but now it's less of a defensive move and mm-hmm. more of an economic move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I 100% am on board with. Yeah, uh, take truth. Like I thought it was gonna be worse than what it turned out to be. Yeah, like yeah, uh, still it really, yeah, yeah. I thought like I remember predicting like, oh, you know, now we're going back to the fast castle meta. No one's gonna go. No I mean, one's going to go for it. Pretty good meta for who does two C's. Just saying. Yeah, fast cat. Like you know, me. I'm very anti fast castle. I think that's where me you <laughs> draw the line is saying sock. I just I I hate fast castle builds. <laughs> you gotta see. You gotta see. That's coming from a I know, yeah, just, player. Exactly. I'm a big. I'm a big. I love. I love just getting TCs like crazy. I don't know why. I, I, I was like aggression. Are we yeah, like I, I love feudal. I love like feudal. Like. Three yeah, we, were like this, we were like the whole trinity. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am fast castle and uh, yeah, dude. Because like you realize you, you you play me more than fifteen minutes. Game's over. I'm done. If I, my feudal push in the work, I'm like, what next? Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the TC like what I've seen a lot more of, kind of like just to kind of counter a little bit. A lot of players they'll like build they'll build their their second TC that going to garrison seven, but they'll build a little tower next to it too, which is like I know it's kind of like it's annoying because you didn't do that before, but like just to kind of make up for that garrison, it's that a good, garrison it's issue. A good, like cost if you want that location to be well yeah. fortified and spend a mm-hmm. hundred extra wood in your build. Yep, time and, yep, yeah, and you get a, throw a that tower up. And yeah. technically, and that makes it go from basically, it's like, you know, it's kind of ghetto rated, but like, it's really like, uh, it goes from seven garrison to 12. Like, I got that five extra from the tower. Mm-hmm. So there's ways to work around it. Like, they didn't, and they didn't decrease the health. It's good because it also TV. slows the tempo of like two TCs. Yeah. Because if you're thinking of yeah. like Abbasid, who can oh, just man. like three TC, crazy, block off the base with TC. Yes. Oh my God. Now it's like, if you want your cheap villagers, if you want your cannon fodder to be safe, like you got to build towers as well. You got to invest. Yeah. Into well, that, torching so. it down is really easy. Torching a, a TC with only seven garrison is a. It feels a lot easier than when it was ten. Like it really does feel less mm-hmm. substantive. What is that? What does an arrow shot do? Because five damage. Three less arrow shots. Okay. It's five damage on average. Uh, the uh, uh, blacksmith upgrades do affect this both ways. So if you have your upgrade for a piercing arrow, it will give you the plus one. So um, yeah, it's six, four, or five depending on yeah. like parity and text. Uh-huh. I think people are also. I think people are more upset about the range rather than like the garrison. Yeah, but people are really upset about it only being six range rather than eight, which is like crazy. Because now I, I guess don't now there because honestly, I guess I now because like, longbowmen can outrange mm. the TC. Because like that was like a huge like you would, every time you see longbowmen come up, you just garrison up and you we'll would just build a tower. What? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of like the 
kind of the way you can kind of rig it in your favor is building still a tower. Still playing English. Yeah, no, what nerds out there still playing English? You're right. Like, like, first of all, the people are. I mean, maybe I should take them English again and just be like, yeah, I'm going to. Byzantines could have longbows. Yeah, now. they, yeah, so, they need a longbowman. Yeah, Byzantine. Yeah, so like lot, that man's the biggest complaint was that. But I, but I, to tell you the truth, I like that because I like my home TC to feel like a landmark. Yeah, like, yeah, like and you know, because like, like, like you know, uh, the home TC feels like an actual landmark. Now it has higher range. It uh, you know, it can garrison up. You know, it was fifteen. Now it's ten. Remember when it was twenty? And like you know. Wow, was it? Is it fifteen? Oh, it's Whoa. fifteen now, it right? Be, it's fifteen now. Yeah, it used yeah, to be twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I remember it used to be twenty. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And and that's a good. That's a change that I think upset me, but I realize how much I love it now. But yeah, like you said, like I really feel like you know it really has emphasized the important thing. Like because I forget that you're they didn't, but like you don't think about it. But your your home TC is the first landmark of the game. So like you like- know. Second TCs were nerfed as well, like in HP or something. Like, I feel they? like they made them. It feels like they're well. They are, they are they are pretty squishy. They are pretty squishy. They've got I right. Think, yeah, I forget. How I mean, they cut the health. HP quite a bit. Yeah, yeah they, they cut did. it quite a bit a few patches back. But I, I, yeah, I feel like they used to be basically as good as a landmark TC. So they, they were they were identical oh. to landmark TCs, and then they reduced the health, and now they're reducing the range and, and the garrison, garrison. Mm-hmm. because well. It's yeah. It, I mean, yeah. Second TCs are tenuous. I mean, you're putting a forward second TC against a guy who's like fast it. castle gulam rushing like myself. There's oh, a reason yeah. I oh, went yeah. on like a ten win streak yesterday, and it was because everyone <sighs> who did that. Now, now I will say I, I've I've noticed like with civs like Jushi's Legacy, and even with like HRE, there there are a couple of civs that can do this where they can fast castle and two TCs and build enough of a military to hold stuff off. And that those civs that they can do that oh, are English and King's Palace. English yeah, and King's Palace. Yeah, that is a landmark choice. They also doing that and also getting a big military is tough because England. Uh, well, they them them and HRE and Jushi's Legacy can kind of do this where they can build a TC, get a military, and castle up, and that makes them feel a little bit powerful unless you feudal all in. But. Yeah, because it's also a skill thing. It's like you know sometimes some players are just insane yeah. and they know how yeah. to like that. You'd be like, what? How are you even like? It just you know. Oh, here's but, another I mean, wild. To know the timings for all the civs, to know the power so spike. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is what they're doing right now. And maybe I don't pressure them right now because their army is going to be better than mine, even though I put more in into mm-hmm. feudal. Maybe I step back, let them mass, and let myself mass, and I'll be in a better spot like seven minutes from now. Yeah. yeah exactly. This game's hard. This game's really hard. This game, this game is not easy and it's gotten more complex <laughs> with the new civs it really oh has. my gosh like, so I much mean, more it's, it's gonna take a while like, I, it's, it's the game's gotten tough it's also the best time ever to join in the game too because there's just all the contact all the new content it's content. impossible to play you guys should really start <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn i love coming home from work and just sweating over this yeah <laughs> i know oh. nothing better but honestly really like when it clicks it clicks and when you're in oh. the zone and you're like Yes, scout is over here. Army over here. Villagers are doing this. This is the strategy I'm going for. There's nothing like it. Nothing yeah, like it's, it. Uh, it's, well, it's really interesting because, like, generally, uh, things that have lots of choices for players, like MOBAs, uh, where you can pick, you know, 160-something champions in League of Legends, the, the 
game stays the same. The champions change. So after you learn the game basics, all you have to learn is champions. I mean, there's uh, that's, that's a simplification. But in like StarCraft, you have to learn your specific uh, uh, race, and then you have to learn the matchups and the unit interactions because there's such a hyper difference between them and this and then aoe2 has like everybody's the same except for minute differences and this is like this weird in between where you have like pretty asymmetric sieves with pretty common stuff and it uh, and as it gets more the asymmetry becomes more daunting to try and like mm-hmm. grasp mm-hmm. um and so it like kind of pushes into league of legends era where you're like all right there's like a lot of individual things to learn for each specific thing but then there's still the huge RTS aspect of it. And it's like, as it grows, it just does become more daunting for new people. And I don't know how they solve that problem. Right. Uh, I, I know a lot of people. So I've seen the few complaints about the patch, about the expansion have been like, what are these gimmicks? Because we've got a solid game base. What are these gimmicks? What are they doing? Yeah. Because AOE4 to me is designed about like scouting, timing, and the interactions between the six major military types mm-hmm. and the the rock, paper, scissors times two that that entails. And when you start throwing on so many unique units, it does get to the point of like, oh, uh, do my skills in this sieve translate to another one? Mm. Because StarCraft, yeah, like Caleb was saying, had the issue where you train one sieve, that's your sieve You're a Zerg life. player, you're a Zerg player. You're yep. a Terran mm-hmm. player, you are a Terran Zerg player. That, that's just how you it goes. Not, yep, you are not branching out. That is what you play. You learn the maps. The maps aren't random. You learn how to play against the two other factions. On that specific that's map, with your specific map, sieve, yeah. With your sieve. They even, had, uh, they even had individual ranks for each race, too. So that way yep. you could like because they were so different. Hmm. Um, and I know people yeah. have talked about that with AOE four, but there's that doesn't. There's too many now. There's not too many. The yeah. Like yeah, there's so many sieves, but it is like on the other hand, way different than AOE two, where it's like I, yeah, I'm looking at the, the we got forty six sieves, and oh, this one doesn't have the uh, plus one uh, ranged attack upgrade in castle, but this one does have. Uh, the ability to make paladins, but this one can't make the last knight unit. And mm-hmm. it's all like kind of samey, but it's what yeah. you do. Yeah. Where with AOE 4, I was thinking about this the other day. When you think about the base civs, it's like, okay, feudal age, you get your military units. Castle age, you get the heavy military units. It's not what don't you get, but it's what do you get in addition like mm-hmm. English, in addition, get uh, men at arms in Dark Age, where in AoE two it'd be like, oh, you don't get the last upgrade on men at arms. Yeah, you're never gonna have elite men at arms or something. Oh, like your HRE, you get lance neck. Like that's that's yeah. what you get. Yeah, you get yeah. And it's just and and lance the knight. more the more civs they add and the more civ variants they add, which uh, drastically change how the civ plays the closer you approach StarCraft-esque territory um, because you don't have the stagnant maps, you don't have that kind of stuff, so you still have to have that with your sieve, and the more sieves there are to learn how to play against with your sieve, the more 
it kind of forces one trickiness to be semi-competitive unless you literally like do this all day every day yeah. as like a pro i feel like the difference um, right now is that so, like like right now i can play like a handful of civs like obviously of the mm-hmm. how many are we at now right now like 20 16 16 of the 16 mm-hmm. civs i can say i confidently can play uh hre english uh abbasid a little bit of french and i'm learning a and i've learned a little bit of japanese so i can play yeah like, seven six so like semi-competently i want to throw this i want to throw this out um Starcraft, three different races play very differently. AoE 2, all civs play about the same. AoE 4, there are three different initial strategies that civs can have. Yeah. It's balanced around that. Mm -hmm. It's balanced. How do you get into feudal? What is your plan in feudal? Are you being aggressive? Are you teching or are you eco booming? The and then the stivs branch off of that. Um, yeah. Where, so Socrates, like you were saying, play a little bit of French. Okay, that's a feudal. Uh, you play the Ayubids. Okay, that's Fast Castle. And same thing with HRE. Oh, you were playing Abbasids? I was able, oh, to, do, uh, I was able to do all that with Abbasid. But... Eco Boom. Eco yeah, Boom well, or, fa- also, or Fast Castle. Say, Eco or Fast Castle. I was also going to say, you mentioned English, and like that's why English is the civ that's recommended. The, like new players is because you can do you can explore all three paths mm-hmm. yeah off of them yeah. yeah it just it's really it's it, it's I, I like it and they're doing a really really good job but even with those like handful of things uh as they're i'm i'm looking like in three years if we have you know don't want 30 one, civs. Tw- thir- yeah, yeah, 30 civs. I want more maps. I have to only it. play a yeah. handful because I can no longer keep track of everybody's matchups against everything or what units are good against because it's like just becomes so That's much information. That's why I don't play AoE 2 anymore because it's like I don't want to look at your tech tree to know what bonuses <laughs> you get. Like the yeah. Ethiopians versus the like the Southeast Asian, the, the Malay. Like I... Mm-hmm. There are too many. I, yeah, and I think I think it fun. would. I think said, it behooves the developers to think of a of a maybe a number to limit because otherwise like you approach. That. I think that was. I remember back in February. By twenty February, might be so. a solid number, and especially if it is just like you've got your three pronged approach: aggressiveness, economy, technology. Mm-hmm. You design civs that can go down that path, and you can use the landmarks. So some civs are more versatile than others where it's like, oh, okay, Abbasid's going military wing. Abbasid's going yeah. ultra wing, eco wing. English is going uh, King's Palace or English is going like White Tower. You know, sort I, of I design it around that and, the, and you don't change up. You sort of limit how many civs get super unique units. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like Molly. Their unique units. If every sim plays like that, it's too much. Yeah, designed mm-hmm. hard counter. Yeah, but if you if you stay in the design space of light melee, heavy melee, light cavalry, heavy cavalry, light ranged, heavy ranged, how do they interact with each other? Mm-hmm. How do you make counters to what they're doing? Yeah, I, I think that's I, something I think, they've done good with Byzantines and Japanese. Is for the most part. 
like a samurai, everyone could just kind of look and go, oh, it just did men at arms, essentially. But right. It's a samurai. But yeah, it's cool. You know, the only really weird, I mean, they've got weaker archers. Okay, cool. Weaker, cheaper archers, but it's the same counter. The only one that's a bit weird is the Onamusha, which is their mounted, essentially, crossbows. But they get countered by right, it's like a it's, it's die just, yeah. who like yeah it's it's, it's yeah it's, but it's it still plays in, plays in the same territory it plays yeah. the same territory mm-hmm. it's not it might be a little bit strange but it's not going to completely throw you for a loop whereas you get like the Shaolin monks that's a weird unit where like mm-hmm. what does that do or the Ozotsu cannoneer like what does that do like what counters that like that those kind of units kind of throw for curveballs yeah yeah, yeah as that's my biggest problem with with like Malians was that every unit felt you was like totally weird and different. And that felt mm-hmm. very odd. Whereas I liked uh, Ottomans a lot more because the it kind of it kind of did. Whereas Ottomans kind of stays with the system, but adds in like Janissaries. Like okay, perfect. Like one unique yep. unit that that's Fears of the rank. beautiful. Because I, I think unique units can also play the like because every unit has two units that hard counter it, mm-hmm. and unique units are cool because you can like narrow that down to one unit, um, and not just unique units, but unique techs. Like HRE, heavy maces. Yeah. Now your men at arms can stand like hand to hand against knights. Something that yeah. originally would counter them mm-hmm. or at least be good against them. You can now field a unit that is good against that. Now you need it crossbows. It doesn't make them any yeah. better against crossbows, but you now like eliminate one of your opponent's options for engaging. Yeah. Exactly. And they beat their counterpart in a matchup. Yeah. Yep. Unless they're English, unless they're English, yeah. Man. But I like that. I like that. There's a there's a, a you know another Chadley man out there with thick armor who can also mm-hmm. like, it, those kind of things. It, right. it works really well. No, I, no I, and I it's do, good. I, and yeah. I don't want it to just be like the six. Like okay, every game goes into you made horses, I made spears, you made archers, like yeah. that. Yeah, because that gets old. But it is options so important. Is nice. It's important Sims. that that's the base, though. It is important yes. that that's there. Right. And I, I like that's what you're saying. Base, yeah, and that's a good base. But I do like unique units that do change up and make you think about like, okay, now I know they're going to field a lot of these units so I can Mm -hmm. already prepare their one counter. And if I don't scout well enough, maybe I don't see that they're making the counter to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just how, how far can you go without all of a sudden it becoming an issue? Yeah. I, I guess think, I, I do think we came up with, a, I think we said 20 back before we had, we yeah. just had Mullins and, uh, Ottomans. I think we were saying 20 would be kind of where we did, would yeah. stop. Um, I think, I think we, we can kiss that goodbye. I think it's been more than 20. Well, the tricky thing I is that they, they add the variants, the variants, the variants now, variants now. Yeah. Cause the variants I think are more than 20 now. I mean, but it also does the more complexity you add the harder it is to get new people engaged yeah and that's uh-huh, what i'm looking at is like in a game that doesn't have the best of player bases mm-hmm. you know generally keeping finding a way to get new blood and i don't know maybe they've given up on that and they're just going to make it so the, the diehards are there but um it just it makes it very very it, the, the 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 skill floor flies through the roof <laughs> yeah, right. well, the knowledge base, the knowledge that you need to actually mm-hmm. be competitive. Yeah, and that's why you need to buy a textbook know, in order to start playing. Yeah, I know Dota Two had like the new player game where it just mm-hmm. locked basically all the heroes out except for twenty, and it was just like okay, I, the hero pool is like a hundred plus, but you can only play with these twenty if you're new. Yeah, and you start with that, you learn the basics, and then go from there. Mm. I don't know if that's feasible for AOE. I don't. I don't that's why you see a lot not. of 
maybe start with just the base sieves originally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe one I mean, day if it gets to that point. Like, yeah. if you made a trial version that was English, Abbasid, HRE, French, you that is the base game where you've got English as the versatile sieve, Abbasid as multi TCs, French as feudal aggression, HRE, HRE as fast, fast castle. castle. You just explore mm. like those. Yeah. 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 That could be, like I say, I think uh, with the introduction of variant sieves, we start counting as new sieves. Yeah. I think 20. We might have to move that ladder back a little bit of how many sieves are going to be in the game. Well, and 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 like like John Dark doesn't play that terribly differently than French. Like the objectives. (laughs) Yeah, I I say it does. I like. I mean, I, I'm comparing I mean, in comparison to some of the other I ones, though. I don't think it does. I, I don't think, think it does. John Dark Bane. I don't think it really does. It, she. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess not all French of them, yeah. Because I loved French season two. And then it's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's playing Hero feudal aggression Warcraft into 20? Castle. That's what it's doing. Like, it's still, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess John got, Dark will be the one. And now you have. I think but it's it, a different way to do it. Yes, it's a different way in that if you have a higher APM, a higher skill level, you can add her in and play with some different. Mm-hmm. It mixes up just a little bit. But at the same, the, the goals are more or less the same. It just makes it. You yeah. awards higher skill. It's, what do you focus on for like your eco bonuses and everything else with uh-huh. French? It is base building, making sure that your production buildings are in a shape that when you do hit castle, you can drop the keep in the middle, get the reduction with, with Jean. It's like consecrate activates. I don't know. Every 45 seconds. Uh-huh. Can you remember to keep consecrating your buildings and getting that food benefit? Cause it's the same. It's like, it's like a similar, it's like that same mechanic. Just, in a different way, essentially. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's I like I like that as a variant sieve because it plays I, similar, but it's it the bonuses are coming in a different yet still similar kind of way. I, I like that. Whereas like I mean I mean Ayubids I mean, are another good example. It still plays very similarly with I with uh with Abbasid, right? You have the one landmark that gives you all the options off the bat. Now you've instead of having just four options that have upgrades as you go, you pick well, of the eight, you can pick the better or worse version, but then you uh, you don't get to pick the other option. And it, it, the way it works is it's similar. It's running off a similar vein. HRE, kind of the same thing. HRE already was very villager efficient in population. HRE was always population efficient. They always had very heavy premium units, always had uh, inspired bills. Now it's just doubling down on that, which I think is a bit. I think actually that's the worst sieve of the bunch. I think they're struggling the hardest. Wow. Right now. We've talked about the specific sims wow. yet. Yeah, we haven't gotten there, but they're struggling. They're struggling because they're, it just feels slow. And they're, you lose a vill, you lose like five vills, is what it feels like. You lose a vill, you lose a yeah. at arms, you're losing like five. It, it's, it's, they're having a rough time. Um, man, it's I, the price I, of two, but yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> not the damage of two is the problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, man, we got so much more to still cover, guys. I don't know how we're going to do this. We've been going. My my counter is showing almost. I mean, we got we have recorded a little bit before we actually started, but almost three hours already. Um, yeah, we haven't even got to this. We haven't got <laughs> yeah. this. I'll I'll talk about one last thing. There's two last things I want to talk about in the patch notes, and then I'll call it good. Um, number one is that when a villager constructs a drop off building, they will drop off any resources they are carrying before moving on to their next Q command. I like Amazing. that. I like that a lot. That's a nice little quality mm-hmm. of life update. Thank you with devs. Uh, the other one is that uh, Siege Towers, uh, as a meme here, uh, I love that they're trying to make them somehow mm-hmm. into this game. Uh, Siege Towers, in case anyone's wondering, the build time has decreased from 45 seconds to 30 seconds. The garrison capacity awesome. has gone from 8 to 10. 
The ranged armor has increased from 20 to 50. That's actually big. Uh, the movement speed increased from two and a half to 3.25 tiles. And then uh, turn radius has increased from 200 to 280. Wow. So siege towers are nice. better than they were. I still have yet to see a siege tower in any yeah, of my games. I was games. just going to say, but they're still not functional. Useless. Why you see towers? You need to send not... to, to dive into the walls. Why? 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, great again. It's like buffing deer. You're like, well, that's great. I'm glad they do more damage that they don't attack. <laughs> <laughs> deer now have like a hundred bite damage, but they don't bite. <laughs> Can you imagine, chat? Can you imagine, guys? Can you imagine? A uh, one in thirty-two million chance at just one shot. Your one shot. PC. No, no, they didn't have a bunny. They didn't make a bunny. Like one in like a million chance that like, yeah, or, or, like one in like one in like six hundred chance that like one of the deer is actually one of the deer packs actually is a rabid bunny that just like goes ham and is like a boar on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> a little Monty Python call out. <laughs> That'd be so great, dude. They need to do that. They need to add in just like one in like like a thousand chance that one of the deer spawns, or maybe one of the boar pops in as a bunny. And you're like, what in the? <laughs> and it's got like a crazy attack. Oh, just like dude. leaps across the map and just kills you and you're like All there's right. gotta be like there's gotta be like a unit there's gotta be like a funny thing where if you like have a little mini game where you have to have a grenade and throw it at the right count like that, that'd be uh, anyways that's that's way off topic but it'd be really funny <laughs> um what do you guys think let's take a quick break and then let's uh get on to our uh i mean if you're listening to this podcast this is gonna be the longest episode ever because we've also got an interview that beal did um Oh my gosh! Yeah, Beal, do you want to go ahead? And actually, I'll, I'll have it right here. Break. Beal, do you want to introduce that real quick, just before I uh, send us to break, and we 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 take a quick break? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I talked to Woproc earlier today. Uh, he's the guy who created the advanced settings mod, um, as well as the Outback Octagon Two mod. Um, and he is stopping work on the advanced settings mod, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I know people that listen to this probably are primarily really interested in 1v1 ranked, uh, but advanced settings mod is the most popular mod by far. And it, it allows you to change the, like the time on wonders and sacred side victories. It allows you to change the starting units. Like how many villagers do you want to start with? It allows you to easily change the pop minimums and maximums. Um, you can have mangonels cut through trees with this mod. It was such a, like, how do you want to play AoE? Do you want to play it like AoE 2? How do you want to play it? Um, because we're giving you so many options. If some of you might not remember, but like a year ago at this time, you could not pick your color. Oh in gosh, crazy. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, what a time. Advanced settings, you could pick colors before they actually patched it in. Um, and so I've interviewed the guy. He has stopped work on on this mod. He's he's got a couple complaints. Um, but besides complaints, he just really wants the developers to look at the mod community to look at, you know. The guys who are just playing custom matches with their friends and they want to they want to do wacky, wacky stuff. Uh, you know, it's Friday night. You played AOE two with your buddies like 20 years ago. Now you're playing AOE four and you boot it up and you're like, I, 
why don't we just have like 20 villagers when we spawn? Why don't we, uh, we were talking about diplomacy and free for alls before, um, advanced game settings added that as well. Uh, so he is, he stopped work on that and I talked to him about it and, uh, hopefully, hopefully the AOE four devs start, uh, start working the, with the mod community a little bit more. Um, yeah, it was kind of a big announcement, wasn't it? A lot of people were very sad. Yeah. Which is funny because a lot of people it's were very happy with because it. Because it is outside of like what we discuss, like ranked. That's us. Yeah. But so many people play these custom games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're really thankful that Beal was able to get him on and interview him. And we'll be right back after this. I'm Professor Lancelot with the Royal Knight Institute associated with www.morenights.com. It has come to our attention that in our efforts to increase cavalry solutions, that some warlords are questioning whether the three-step program we have is applicable to civilizations that have knight-adjacent units. These include, but are not limited to, cataphracts, mounted samurai, and camel lances. We here at the Royal Knight Institute have studied these units extensively and are pleased to announce that our three-step program of making more knights and adjacent units can indeed be applied to other similar units like the before mentioned. Our process, of course, has remained the same. Select your stable, spam W on your keyboard, and then use whatever the blazes pops out to go and raid your opponent. They may not be knights in name, but they are knights in spirit, and we here at www.morenights.com and the Royal Knight Institute Welcome them with open arms. All knights and knight adjacent units should be handled with care and not ran into spears, crossbow fire, or other units that could be considered counters to your knight adjacent unit. As always, www.morenights.com is not liable for the loss of property inflicted by the knights and their adjacent units or for the loss of your knights. Treat all mounted units with care. For more information, visit www.morenights.com. And we are back. Um, we had to excuse Caleb. Uh, he actually has a life and we went on for three hours already. And so he was like, yeah, guys, I got to go. And so we're going to excuse him for the rest of the episode. We were going to go through our our descriptions, our, or not descriptions, our overview of what we thought of each Civ. And we've been playing a little bit. Um, just to make long things short, I played a lot of Japanese, was kind of feeling okay about it, but not playing great. Went into Ayubids instead, been fast casting. I think I mentioned that a couple times. Went on an absolute crazy good win streak. We got to plat three. Life is good. I love Ayubids. Way too much fun. Uh, Beal's been playing a lot of John Dark. And you went in like five for five in your placements, didn't you, Beal? Uh, yeah, I went. Uh, I think I am seven and one on this season right now. Whoa. That is wild. Diamond. I'm a diamond guy. I got close. I played like 20 something games over the last couple of days. And I, I got close. I got up to plat three. So I, I am like, I'm in plat two now. I kind of fell off. Knocking a on the bit, door. Knocking, knocking on the door. Best I've ever been. Yeah, Highest exactly. I've ever been ranked. Uh, so yeah, now, exactly. I don't know if you've gotten to play too much. What have you been up to with that? Japanese, right? Oh, yeah. I'm playing uh, mainly Japanese. Uh, I tell you the truth, some crazy. I have not even started rank play yet. I've been playing a lot of quick match still. Ooh, interesting. I, mean, I have been. Uh, I have been really playing the variety of all the saves. Um, just because I was trying to get like more of like a for like set up on ranked. Then I wanted to like get a more of an overview for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Trying to play all the saves. But uh, really, I'm really am enjoying um, uh, Japanese. They are very interesting. 
I like Order the Dragon. I like uh, I like pretty much all of them. I actually struggles with uh, you know, pretty bad with John Dark. I, I'm my micro's not there, dude. I I make a lot of mistakes. Can't play my normal French. But yeah, uh, Warcraft Three was my favorite RTS, like a hero. Okay, RTS. there you go. Where you level up like a main character and then build the base mm-hmm. and units behind it. Oh, this Jean is you. Dark is all you. Like, oh yeah, this clicks. That's I was really yeah, good with definitely. French in season two, and now that I've got this, this is exactly the, what I wanted. The combining of two beautiful worlds together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But yeah, J- Japanese for me, I think they're very, very fun. I play a little bit of Byzantines. Very unsuccessful with them. They are fun though. Also, I will admit, like everything's been going great. Yeah. I haven't even played one of the original civilizations in a couple days now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 most people I, I play against them don't them play too. don't play the the old Civs. It's oh, always kind of refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, Roos would be a beast. Oh, right Roos is really honestly, I think the old Civs have right now. Still. Like uh, I think they did a competition. Old Civs won. But like I mean, they're just more figured out, you know, everybody knows how. But like, yeah, there's the I'm gonna obsolete. I think it's the honeymoon effect. We just get a nice even yeah. balance. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, um, this is probably going to be our longest episode ever because of the not only was it already it's already up to three hours, but I think with uh, the interview that Beal did, uh, that's going to it's going to push us over there. like this a fiber. Yeah, yeah, this, this is, is going to be insane. an expansion episode, an expansion episode. That might be what <laughs> I have to call this one. Uh, so our first Reddit post, we're going to just kind of, we were going to do a deep dive on what we think of the civs and how things are going. We'll do that next episode just because we just don't have the time and we, we're still kind of formulating our thoughts and ideas. Um, but we'll go over some Reddit posts, some reactions. Uh, this one's, this one here is for Sir Neville's man. Uh, this one's posted by one tear or maybe one tier five, one, two, one, uh, 15 hours ago it says I used to be a heavy critic. But we actually have an insanely good game now. The new civs leave nothing to be desired. There is something for every playstyle now. My map, the map pool is very great. In AOE 4, defensive structures are strong enough by themselves. We do not need campy maps on top of that. Little things like villagers finally building walls properly. I'd write more, but I'm busy playing. Mm. Uh, so this is for one of those haters. You know, I, I don't know if he was a hater, but uh, just for Sir Neville's, you know, he just to, to scratch his ego. <laughs> that, uh, that yes. my feelings entirely. Like, yeah, uh, it was I mean, garbage at release, uh, but it is insanely good right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I think we got to look for it. This is the trend of video games now. I mean, like, yeah. as a whole, I like, it. I, I mean, hate it. I hate it. Uh, yeah, a lot like, of people do. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's not just affecting, but, uh, you know, Age of Empires 4. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of games. I mean, you can look at so many games and have the same exact, you know, critique of like launched not so hot now a year or two down the line. Now we've it's just all become game. the playtesters, is what it kind of is. Yeah, that, and that's kind of like what, like, I mean, if you think about it. I mean, like, you know, not trying to even diverge from AOE four, but like, look at Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. Right. I mean, like that game is like the gold standard of like <laughs> RPGs like it's amazing now. now. Yeah. Like, like when, like when, it like garbage it's so, when it came out. It's so crazy because when Starfield came out. You know, everyone was like, ill, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Like, this game, like, a Cyberpunk, you could do this, man. Starfield, you In can't do this. In three years, Starfield's like, going to be amazing, guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For you, hey, when the mods get their hands on and everything, Starfield could be incredible. But right now, it's just like bare bone release. Where you look at three years ago, three years back, Cyberpunk was like the most broken, like, literally universally broken game. I mean, you mm-hmm. thought AoE 4 was broke. Starfield was a game super highly toady. To sold a lot and I'm actually unplayable on consoles. Like I bought it on console, just try yeah, it out. Seeing the PS4, Xbox. Oh my uh, gosh. 
yeah releases of uh like last gen cyberpunk mm-hmm. it was yeah, yeah. it was like unplayable Terrible, broken unplayable like never should have released because yeah but it's not the truth a matter game. is a before was never a bad game it just had a lot of issues to start. It was not quite ready a lot when of it features. released. Let's be honest. It, it wasn't ready. ready. It wasn't ready. Yeah, of course I, not. Of course I not. I joked around like when AOE 4 was released. I was like, oh, this reminds me that AOE 2 is a really good game. And I should get back into AOE yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a year from that. A lot of those expansions and stuff, like a lot of the things for AOE 2 had just come out not too long ago when it came out as well. So it really, I think it did funnel a lot of people back to that. Definitive edition was like pretty fresh at that time i mean uh, yeah like and it, and it wasn't even like a weird criticism to say that like it really just like a we four had like i've always said had really good bones and good foundation but like i just said it liked a lot of features it just it did not it, like you say price sock it didn't launch ready mm-hmm. which is kind of like though it's, it's the didn't vibe color. Dude, that's there was no rank there no was, rank uh, oh my god it's so many things do i when I, you actually go through it it's, it's like it's the insane that we've actually gotten like this the point. fact the fact you couldn't even hotkeys your military production buildings, you have to actually mm-hmm. hotkey on the number numerical pad. Like, all oh, it's like insane. Like, if we went back in a time machine two years ago, we'd be like, ew, like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. No, yep. that's why I bounced like, yeah. off of it. I did my yeah. like 4v4 Delhi wonder builds, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, I feel I like really I came out at the best AOE time because I wanted the game when it released yeah. and I didn't get it for a couple months. It wasn't until like I didn't really get to start. I got it actually. It released and I got it for Christmas. And I got to play like a little bit and I didn't really get to play it until actually no, I didn't get it for a little while. I got AOE 2 instead because yeah. I didn't have the money for AOE 4 just then. I moved. It wasn't until like yeah. May or so, like springtime. That I finally like summertime of last year that I finally I think started that's getting into when, it. when they started those yeah, big uptick, maybe uptick. actually yeah. changed the game for the better. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people still have that stain, that bad taste in their mouth where they yeah, don't want to come back. It's, and it does suck. Like, like, no, like, no. The expansion is it's changing that. The expansion is genuinely changing that. People have been coming back to this yeah. game and be like, wow. And the funny thing is, it's really fun to see people go, the expansion has made this game so much better from where it was at release. And it's like, no, no, no. Guys, it was no, good no you don't understand. There like, so it, was, many, yeah. it was fixed already. has made this game amazing. Yeah. 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 I but, 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 I people, but you know what? I don't care. People may think it's just the expansion that made this game better. It, let them no, think that because as long short. as they're coming yeah, back to the game, why do I care? Yep, sure. Yep, totally. Yeah. It's it's like when like yep. this is really random, but like in the the Muppet movie they made like ten years ago, and it's like, are you one of the Ninja Turtles? And he's like, Kermit's just like, yes, yes, I am. Like, sure. Kind of that regard. That's kind of how I feel like. If you think it's the expansion that made yeah, you were so actually better, wrong the first time when you thought this game sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Anyways, um, <laughs> on that, the next post I have here is from uh, let's see. Dongbei Kasong, I think I, I probably messed that up, but they say if you enjoy this DLC, go give it a good rating on Steam. I freaking love this game right now. Played with my friend last night for six hours, two v two ladder, custom games, nothing but great fun all around. Win some, lose some, play a bunch of different civs. However, if you look at the ratings, they're pretty good, but a lot of people gave it bad reviews for irrelevant political reasons unrelated to the game. Oh, yeah, help give this yeah. DLC what it deserves. Rarely do you see a DLC this cheap and full of content and no BS monetization. Send a message to gaming studios. You can go review it here. And there's a link. Honestly, yeah, go to Steam. Give it an honest review. A lot of people are kind of complaining about. I saw some posts complaining about how the release, the way the way the uh, pup was released, kind of. Well, it wasn't really a pup. It was basically early access to certain people. Um, a lot of people were upset with how that rolled out. Um, 
we didn't really get it. We weren't. I really will say the- that's that that's fair. It's fair. Uh, fair. I, I don't appreciate how they tried to market this expansion. Yeah, they could have done something else. Um, but that doesn't mean the quality of the expansion is poor. Exactly. That doesn't merit. It's saying- fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. It is like a brand new game. Yeah, did they? Yeah. There was a way they rolled out the early access, kind of weird and a little odd. The way that like some people were offered it, like initially, which I'm fine with, but then other people kind of got their hands on it somehow. Like that was kind of weird. Like that, that's kind of weird. Slow turn into everybody that you want to watch on Twitch is playing this new version because they know somebody who can get them into the. Like it was a weird week leading yeah. up. <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah, it's and like I, I even I was like told like there's a way to do it. You can talk to so and so and they might be able to get in. And it's like, no, that just felt kind of icky to me. That just felt kind of like, I, I, I don't know. The rollout of that was not ideal. Like, I, I don't know why it wasn't locked under. You have an access code to get this and it only works for you. I don't know how I don't know. I don't I don't want to comment and talk about it too much because it's really irrelevant at this point. Like now a that free we're, week, like pup, like a yeah, like like update server. You own the game. If you bought the game before like October 1st or whatever, you can access this and it's yeah. the test server and you can see what's going on. I mean, lose access they wanted, they wanted certain content creators to be able to have access to it, which I, I don't love the way that goes down entirely. Cause that just is really going to be, they have to draw a line somewhere. And we got, we, we as the extra sheep, we're not in on the end crowd on that. We're just, we're just not big enough on YouTube and stuff like that. It's as fine. much as Socrates said he was going to sell out. We, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a sellout. Didn't no, sell I'm not. out hard enough. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm really not. I sold out. I yeah, sold yeah, out. Yeah, I'm you sorry. figured out somehow. Like it doesn't make sense how that could even work. Like that. My problem is that shouldn't be able to work. Like it shouldn't be you, oh we get these people and then somebody somehow know somebody who can give you a key yeah. yeah that's not how it should work at all and i i vehemently think that that just isn't the way like they somehow lost either lost access to it or they didn't implement it right so it could do that way like like you as like if you're going to distribute it to certain content creators why would you make it in such one a way where they can yeah, hand it out to everyone error. else and then then yeah. you suddenly it's like you have to be on the in crowd and know people to get that like that doesn't make sense to me like if you want to keep it under lock and key that, that you do you, you know, you're the developers, you're the, the Microsoft, you're Microsoft, you can do what you want. But like, why would you have it under lock and key and then let give the key to people who can then give the key to people? It slowly expands of like, oh, this network of people who are in the know. Yeah. Like or people who the, like want to go and talk to me because I, 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 I was told, hey, if you talk to so and so, there might be a way. And right. Like, and I was like, no, like, I'm not. And I, I didn't. I was like, I just I don't know about that. That just doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. Personally, and I, I don't want to go. I, I'm going on this way longer than I thought I would. I was going to just ignore this whole thing, but someone really wanted me. There were people on Reddit asking me to talk about it because I remember people were like, well, "Why didn't the extra sheep get in?" And and I've talked with like some some people well, and stuff. You, and, and I've been how assured, do you know our metrics. Yeah, we like, we, you can we see don't. Streamer metrics. Yeah, I was told podcast metrics. I was suffice to say, I was told that the the yeah the, the podcast metrics didn't really align with what Microsoft was looking for. Um. Uh, they were they were looking they looked at like well, YouTube, who knows uh, YouTube. how many download like yeah dude i don't know how many people listen to this um, like, I've, I don't got, have I've got pretty good metrics on this yeah. I, I, I need yeah. to, i need to make it so you guys can see the access I, I do see it i give like little updates i really should make this so you guys in particular uh so you and sir neville's and, and Beal, you should be able to be able to see that more uh because i i do have pretty good mm-hmm. access to the stats and it's i mean as far as big podcasts go we're small podcasts but We've had over 10,000 all time downloads and we have we yeah. average like some 400 cool. listeners, like 400 every single episode. 
I mean, last episode had like 500 downloads already, and that's individual downloads, not just like impressions. The impressions on Spotify are like 23,000, like it's way bigger. But yeah, so but to make it short, like obviously the metrics weren't transparent for one, uh, for how to be a big enough content creator. Like why not to have like uh, that? That's one thing for two. I don't think they were looking at podcast stuff. So if anyone's wondering why we didn't, maybe we deserve it. Was it was just Twitch. Yeah. I, I, I was told YouTube was what it was. YouTube was the big one. Um, but I think that also applies. I think Twitch also kind of goes into that, but there were some big guys like tips who didn't get it. You know, um, we but didn't, get, tips it. didn't get it. No, he didn't. Tips didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, I so, guess uh, it is YouTube then, because tips is pretty big uh-huh. with Twitch. Yeah, yeah so it, it was, it was, it's some, the metrics are, again, not super transparent, again, unless you're somehow in the know already, and, and that, that's just kind of, it's just kind of how you it know is. No guy who know guys can get you key. It's, it's yeah, I, I don't love the way that works no, Sir out. Neville's, when you, when you played the mm-hmm. uh, campaign early, <laughs> you Dude, listen, I mean, if case, I do have a, a external YouTube channel. I did do my full review on that. Actually. I did enjoy but, it. I appreciate it. Thank you about that. But dude, honestly and truly, man, the, it was, uh, the mission structure for a lot of it was actually a lot better than I expected. I mean, I kind of thought, I mean, it, if you if you think you're going to buy the game for the campaign, like, if you, I see people like, you know, t- basically buy the expansion for the campaign, you're going to be less disappointed. It's eight missions. It, if you play it, you know, on a, a respectable difficulty, you'll finish it very quick. But I what I will say for the single player. Yeah. Like, who, but one thing I will say, yeah. one thing I will say, though, is like the mission structure of the game, like every mission, like you have a mission where it's like almost like a sacred site mission. Like there's like a whole water mission. They have hybrid missions where you, you, you're sieging plus defending on water. Like, there's a mission where you have to defend villagers from Mongol raids. Like, it, it, it's not something that that's not enjoyable. Like, that's it's not really something you're going to be here. I, I haven't tried dude, it out yet. But and let me tell you one really thing. Good. Let me tell you one thing. It is not easy. Like, if you play, like, I started off, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, like I said in the review, I, I played it like, I'm like, you know, intermediate. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, intermediate. Like, I'm a platinum player. Like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I could be nothing. I could be hardest. I could. I could. I'll. I'll play it on hard. I'm like I could probably do it on hard. No big deal. When I say I was like, well, hey, hey now, well, how was it like? They were like, like the way the like the missions that were the hardest where they like mixed up their. They gave you an army composition pre-made. And you can't make your own, and Ooh, they would start sending out knights. Yes. They start sending out knights. And like like premium units, and you have How like horsemen. <laughs> yeah, dude, and they, they put you to the test, and then you cannot refund your your refund your reinforcements are on a timer. Mm-hmm. So like you have like oh, a minute for reinforcements. So like you're down to your last horseman, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> like look at that timer, like please, I need more. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's challenging. The mission structure, it, like a lot of, you know, we can talk about this d- deeper. I don't know if we do this episode, but like, you know, there was some controversy based on it's it's really kind of just like nitpicky based on like where in history and like what it's is so like bull- because it's ridiculous. I know, the, I know the controversy you're talking about. The, yeah. uh, the Mongols campaign really glorifies the Mongolian Empire. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah. really off. Very yeah. yeah. Like, so look, how I look at it is like of it's course, being told. If a campaign from a perspective exactly it's, like yeah it's from a muslim perspective like it's from the uh the like the ayubids and the sultanate's perspective 
So of course they're going to view themselves like as yeah, the heroes. Why in the story. wouldn't that why exactly wouldn't be a hero with that narrative? Exactly, it's yeah. almost like it's, if you play the English and French campaign, when you play as the English, they the English are the good guys. You play as the French, the French are the good guys. French, they're the good guys. Right. So like, it's when you say like, oh, it may it's so you know, biased. Look, it's, it's so biased. biased. That's yeah. insane. Well, that, but you say, doesn't benefit you say from that the events that are currently happening in Israel. And in Gaza, yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't benefit from I that. I was worried right that the game wouldn't be released because of that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. Delayed, uh, but thankfully that's not the case. No, I'm but like saying. AOE two, AOE two had a Saladin campaign. You did the same thing in AOE two. You played as Saladin. You mm-hmm. fought off the Crusaders. That's a good campaign. Yeah, nobody too. cried. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I kind of think you know, you know, let's not let's, these these doomers. They got to find some way. To bring it down, yeah, no way. So, like, they're like, true, so true. they're like, yeah, this is well, really, is this how we're doing it now? Is how we're st- telling the stories now? And some people were even criticizing that it wasn't documentary style anymore. I and don't I'm just think like, it's such a huge I'm production like, at this point. Like, that's, yeah, that's I was kind of hoping maybe they would do that because that what they did was really interesting for the it was four campaigns. Uh, but there's no way they had the it's fun. So much, as a video guy, that is so much work and love that went into yeah, that campaign. There's a like lot that, of money that, that, that went into there's that. There's a lot that of I don't money think. that went into that. There, and but there's already the investing in, in getting new civs and actually building like basically a whole nother game. That would have been so much yeah. extra cost that they oh, got. I, 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 I would the take truth. the 13 maps over exactly. the uh, FMP. Yeah. But tell you the truth though, it actually kind of streamlined the storytelling a little bit. Like it made it easier to follow like I mean, like you know, okay. you follow That's good. young Sal- you, f- you follow young Saladin. You see him older, and it's all a bunch of a bunch of, a bunch of other heroes of the Crusades. I, I think it takes place across multiple Crusades. There's even a that. sounds fun. No, no spoilers. Even a stealth mission. It's. Like that's what threw me off the most. You made me laugh out loud with that. Dude, it's crazy. RTS thing is just have the uh, like four units that you control. Can you keep them alive as you go from point A to point B? Yeah, it's crazy. So on the map, yeah, yeah. So so long story short, the campaign the campaign is worth the playthrough. It's not long, and it won't take you. You can play. You can literally. Play it on stream or something. It's actually play a it good on a Saturday time. day and just spend your Saturday yeah, playing it's, it. And and it, it it's, yeah. it's more chill than playing like you know. Player people. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's most definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, it's not bad. I, I'll nice. recommend. Well, thank you, Sir Neville's. I mean, anyone, everyone, should check out Sir Neville's YouTube. That his video is pretty oh, funny. The cell thing. I mean, the the whole like. Oh yeah, uh, well, well, yeah it, it was so funny. It was. I, I was yeah, like dude. cracking up. <laughs> Um, anyways, <laughs> next next post I've got Appreciate here. It. I want to try and get to these somewhat quickly here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, sorry, we're just too sorry. good at talking, guys. We're just too good at just talking. Too um, good. AOE four has more players than it had in its last event. Where oh my gosh, I can't read this. Okay, basically, um, it's showing the numbers in the free to play weekend back in uh uh like was it February? I think we had the free to play that uh, we peaked at twenty six thousand eight hundred uh, players. Um, this weekend. Uh, November twenty something or whatever, or November of twenty third three. So this weekend with the with new uh release coming up, uh, I guess or not the weekend. I guess this right now with the release of the new DLC, the new expansion, we have now peaked at thirty thousand nine hundred. So that's great. We've gone from twenty six back earlier with the free to play, and now thirty thousand. So that's like five thousand more. And so the that's big great. thing is you're looking at Steam. Yeah, yeah, no Xbox. Yeah. Free weekend only yeah. applies to Steam. That's uh-huh. like there, there wasn't any surge back then. Mm. But now with the expansion release, you also have the, the Xbox, Xbox that we're not store. Yep. Yeah, Xbox. Yep. That's a big one. 
Like, like, it's so yeah, very the game is an I think Robbytron posted something about from AOE Four World that was just like, "This is the most games we've ever processed, ever." Yeah, that's great. AOE Four World. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that's that awesome. That that's great happy. news. That's such great news. Um, the next post I have is a uh, it's it's Homer Simpson like bejeweled out. He looks like he could be a gilded a, a gilded villager with all the golden gems he's wearing. Uh, but it's when I place the meditation mm-hmm. gardens in the center of Golden Pit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's For a controversial know, landmark. Uh, meditation gardens is the thing is the juicy uh, uh, landmark that gives you free res, res free resources. Yeah, where, uh, based on where you put it. Yeah, controversial. Controversial landmark. Sushi's fun, man. Apparently, it's not that much. I haven't played them enough. I think it's only thirty gold per node. That it gets on no matter what but still pretty funny pretty funny stuff yeah fun meme uh next one uh this is a big one i actually just retoggled some of my settings and this is this made my life so much different but this is posted by a, a user telkine four days ago uh says that these three settings would make my life so much easier and if anyone who's been playing a ubids you'll know why uh don't count religious units as military on or off don't count scouts as military on and off and then attack moves ignore buildings on and off that's huge. Those would be so both big. of this, and I thought this was real, and I was I like, know. "Why haven't I? Why haven't I talked?" Yeah. Attack move ignores buildings. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, that is huge. I want my archers yeah. to stop, to stop attacking shooting at barracks in the yep. middle of nowhere. Yep, that would be a big thing. Um, again, the religious unit one I noticed a lot as Ayubids because dervishes count as military units, and so when you have them queued up to go grab a relic. Every now and then I have this bad habit of clicking oh, all, military, yeah. all military units to kind of reposition everything and re-rally. And uh, it grabs them. It grabs the dervishes as well. So it is it is something that would be nice to discount, not count the religious units. Of course, then, you know, if I move my entire military, it might be nice to have them. So it's it's, it's a give and take. But yeah, that's yeah. something I noticed. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, next, maybe maybe start hot cane on dervishes. I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's difficult, yeah. I, I worked with my hotkeys recently and redid some stuff and it was nice. Um, this is another one saying that I was wrong. Another post for you, Sir Neville's by Captain Cord. Says I was one of those guys. I was wrong. So yeah, 154 days ago, I made a post questioning the future of AOE4 concerning that with Stormgate coming and things being rough at Relic that AOE4 was doomed. Well, now I sit here after spending $15 on the new AOE4 DLC eating my words. I was completely wrong and couldn't be happier. Really pumped to get back on the AOE4 ladder. I'll be at the bottom of the ladder. LOL. Welcome back, Captain Cord. Welcome back. Hey, hey I respect you. it. I, I respect it, though. Listen, if you can sit up here and you can just admit, hey, listen, because it, okay, to this guy's credit, it did look grim. Like, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I was kind of just in the, I was just like, no, we're good. Line. Yeah. yeah, like, like, it, it did look grim, but like, there was still hope. And like, I, I think maybe we were over speculating, but it did look rough for a hot second yeah. why but dad talking to us why exactly exactly hello why isn't anyone dad talking? anyone home hey, i just want to know are you gonna <laughs> keep doing things exactly yo is that yo that dad, really works. Dad, we're gonna do gonna, so dad, many things we're gonna going, be so dad? happy i was like okay come back who's yeah. milk dad come back with the milk soon yeah. Exactly. Yo, pretty much. They they they, they went off for a long trip for a pack of smokes. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, they they went off for a pack of smokes. They came back with the Sultan's. Exactly. They yep, came yep. back with the whole carton. They came back. They're like, wow. That came back that we all needed. Like you can uh, smoke listen. too. Exactly. Like listen, went off for uh, some milk and came back with the whole. Hope your dad shows up for your birthday well, listen, party. So like, and he does, and he actually gets you like a bike. It's like, oh man, this is great. Oh my god, you're awesome, dude. My dad does love me. 
come back with a car. Like, hey, son, it's for you. Like, I really like, I know I wasn't there for you. Matter, matter, I don't get on business trips for the entire year for the summer. The thing about but, it is, uh, I want to make it up to you. I want to make it up to you. <laughs> hey, listen, think about what it. They, they... 13 maps, six sieves. That's amazing. Done? Exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> See, look at that. Like, I love like, you, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's what we are now. We, we were like some, like somebody just past, past tense deadbeat. By just abandoned children, but our deadbeat father came. He came and he came with I mean, way more fair, gifts than we the expected. The devs didn't give us like any kind of idea of what was coming in the future. Yeah. And I get that. And honestly, to be fair, there was a period of time where they did announce something, and then there was silence after that, and it was just like, yeah, okay, Dad's gone to the store again. Dad said yeah, he's yeah, gonna come back, back with something, much. something, but he said well, he's gonna he's get gone. candy, and now he's yeah, gone. Yeah, you ever yeah. seen Talladega Nights? I don't know if you've seen that. But like that's it's not on release. Oh, it's amazing! So what a great movie! They're pretty much like Ricky Bobby's dad in that movie. Like they like keep coming <laughs> back, and every couple of generations that they bring a lot more. But point I'm trying to make is that yeah, like I mean, to Captain Court to defend him, like yeah, it was looking rough, but I will respect it because he he will admit that. You know, he was a past doomer, but now he's eating his words, and now he's back on the ladder. And he's not alone. There are plenty of doomers out there that a lot of them not even mention that they were past doomers. They're just like, oh, yeah, I've been here this whole time. Like, no, no, no. I remember. I mean, I'll I'll jump in there as like a minor doomer to be like, okay, the community Mm -hmm. needs to pull this game forward. Like, anything good for this game needs to come out of the community. Can we mod? Can we create custom maps what's the tourney scene going to be like yeah that's what aoe 2 went through like they were one expansion games dead uh for like 12 years and uh, they got revived and the community did great though i mean that's when you gotta get ourselves a pat on the back i mean without the community this game might have actually passed on like it might have like that's true that's too far gone to come back we're the I mean, what the, what the, we're the people's yeah, champions the, right here. Exactly. With the S-tier tournaments, you know, you got uh, Rising Empires, all that. That was enough to kind of keep the community at least in fact, you know, enjoying the keep game enough to stick keep around. The, like, yeah. Keep the blood flowing. in the tank. Yeah. yeah. And then, like so these guys then, making a podcast, you know, trying to keep the, the, the exactly, hype alive. Yep. Of course. <laughs> of course. Everybody's a pat on the back. Yeah, literally. Like everybody who kind of just kept they kept the blood flowing kept the you know the interest once again, the game the part of the show where we all give ourselves Yo, pats on the back got to. Exactly. Got great to. effort in this community nothing wrong with that uh-huh. nothing wrong with that but you know and then boom you know and then when they even when they announced the uh, you know the expansion pretty much like everyone kind of like when at gamescom it was like first it was just xbox and then they had the oh yeah by the way this giant expansion so they were like <laughs> it's like yeah, so we're like, like, yeah, okay. like <laughs> dad walks back in the door you oh hey son by the way I bought you a car months? <laughs> it's like dad you've been gone for two months yeah but I bought you a car Timmy and then and then the, the rollout was a little slow the rollout was taking the rollout a was slow yeah it was oh, very man. slow burn so like we had to kind of uh, stay on board for that Gamescom announcement because it was like. There were like Back three trade shows. That's that in covered. August. Yeah, it's crazy. There were three trade shows that we covered where there was nothing that was announced. Nothing, dude. That was like, yeah, I guess we're dead. I went to, I went to a movie theater Community. and I was like, what the? <laughs> I was like, where, where? No. I was hurting, I, I like, will yeah. say, uh, the one for Microsoft at that point where you're at the movie theater, they showed Starfield. I was like, yeah, this game's going to suck. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, dude. We I remember the reveal. I was drinking. I was drinking the Kool Aid. I was. 
I was drinking the Kool Aid. I was like, "This game's gonna be awesome." Oh, well, yeah, Baldur's yeah, Gate being so good, that game. Yeah. Like, had yeah. that game come out first, like, it would have been maybe a little bit better. But right, because Baldur's Gate was like, "Oh, geez, we got to get ahead of it because uh, it's gonna come out and Oblivion's we're gonna be." Probably better. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Anyways, um, next point yeah. I have um, is a comparison of which cavalry unit is the strongest in AOE four. Um, I this was kind of news to my ears. Um, I did not realize that Zushi's Legacy's Imperial Guard, the mounted unit, has four hundred and twenty health light up um 420 health 52 sword damage um it's Ooh, got a lance. lance yeah pretty nuts it's got nine melee armor nine ranged armor that thing's tough uh the next one is the byzantine cataphract has 510 health 35 sword damage and 20 torch damage no charge attack because they have that manual charge attack they have right they uh, get trample and they also have triumph yeah which, like the regen on this is is triumph busted guys berserk. Is Triumph too much? I don't know yet. I think it might need a little bit. I think it takes a minute. I think it takes a minute. I I don't know yet because, I mean, it maybe me as like a Jean d'Arc player, but if you just stomp the Byzantines out of the gate, just like, actually, you're not going to expand. Actually, you're not going to get this very (laughs) match. You are not going to go over here. Uh, I'm going to control the map, your map. Um, they're decent to play against, but yeah, uh, yeah, the cataphracts are beefy. Now, finally, the French okay. Royal Knight has 364 health. Is it me, or does that just sound very underwhelming now? <laughs> Next to so so does, uh, does that have royal bloodlines or not? I don't think so. I think they hit like four something with royal bloodlines, so. Yeah, like keeping in mind that like 420 is the basic for Zushi's guard. Oh Jesus! Is yeah, they, I feel like this wild. had to be this had to be studied more, like to see uh, which one of the strongest out of the three. Like, I mean, of no, course, you Zushi's know, guard has Zushi's more guard has got more, more health, armor, sixty-seven lance damage. The Royal more Knight health, does more 46. armor, more attack. What do they cost? If they've got to cost a ton. That's got to be the, the well, yeah yeah they it I think they're very cost. expensive. Let me, I got to see this. I'm I'm gonna check yeah. this out. Uh, top comment on this says that Drongo said in one of his videos that he tested it and Imperial Guards would always win against the Cataphracts if they don't have access to the Triumph ability. Otherwise, Cataphracts win. And then that Frenchies are just kind of out of the question now, and that there's a new knight in town. Okay, <laughs> Imperial Guard, one forty food, one forty gold. That is more expensive than a Royal Knight. Mm-hmm. It's a I, I, I believe Royal Knights are the cheapest. Yeah, so Royal Knights will be Cata, more cost Cata, effective. Cataphract is 180 food, 150 gold. That, that might expensive. be more comparable. Most expensive. Okay. Well, they didn't even yeah, add not, the but Samurai. Not, but not samurai are better. The Samurai are beefier too. They didn't even add the Samurai Knights. Like 140, 100? Samurai Knights are strong. They have that armor. They are strong. They've got a lot of armor so and like, a lot yeah, of attack. So, they, so Samurai are right. I think it's something we have to come back to time. and make, make this a discussion. I like, used to be a topic on here. What is the stronger? This one, like, this actually takes some like. Yeah, because Samurai and the Mountain Samurai are also very tanky, but they're also very expensive. So. Mountain Samurai, I think maybe the same price as the French Knight or cheaper. I think they're more expensive. The, they're French, the French Knight, the French, French Knight's 140, 140 just like any yeah. other oh. Knight. Well, then, yeah. And that might be a better unit than bang for buck, honestly. It, the French, the the modern samurai has like no, 10, more, ten more, gold, ten more gold. Yeah, ten more gold. Samurai. Same hmm. build speed. But they have, but they, they have, they have that deflective health. Royal Knight has more max. 
deflective versus, armor. That sounds pretty, really that's good too. pretty. That sounds pretty. Deflective armor. You, you shoot one archer arrow at it. Yeah, I guess. That's that's it. Yeah, it that, that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds incredibly balanced, actually. So, um, next Reddit post. Uh, how do you get wood? This is kind of a funny. This would be a short discussion, I think. How do you get wood after all the trees are cut, except for Japanese and French? Hello, I'm a new player here with about 110 hours of AOE4. I only play skirmish with AI teams of 3v3v2. Yesterday, someone taught me about control grouping, so the first time I was somewhat able to hold the game for a long time. Turns out there was no forest and wood, and trading had a lot of loss of gold to get like 100 wood. How do I get wood once the forests are cut? Uh, the answer is just don't. You, you just right. go into to yeah, premium why, units. Yeah, yeah if I you mean, get to that get point, to this game state, um, build but a it's wonder. not like a... Yeah. <laughs> it's... I don't want to like on this guy because it is like that's how you want to play is take it play it like a civilization game where it takes eight hours. You you make a save file against the AI. You come back to it. You play. You save. You come back to it. Between the two of you, how many of you have like saved a game and resumed it? <laughs> uh. I have played part of the campaign once and stopped it. Okay. Food. That's about it. Because there are people that will play skirmishes Gosh. and just save in the middle and then just resume. I want to, I want to quote my, my dear brother-in-law, American Jeremy, who uh, respectfully has a great outlook on it. And he says, if a game goes more than 45 minutes, I just GG's and quit, <laughs> which I think <laughs> is actually really funny. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I've seen like Reddit posts that are just like, dude, just like said GG at 50 minutes. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I got a life, like, yeah, dude. They're, they're done. <laughs> they're just done. It's like, I, can I can respect a man who says, you know, I've had an hour. I'm going to go home. I'm done. I'm done playing, guys. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. All righty. It's, it's well, understandable. Yeah. Uh, the answer is if, if you are yeah, out of wood and you have food and gold, just make premium units. Um, otherwise, it, don't let it go that way. Also, long. like, I, I don't want to. Sh- I, I don't want to dump on the guy because I do know. Like back in the day, I had a buddy of mine in high school who was just like, what it, What makes me feel the best in AOE is I load up a map and before I win, I just cut down all the trees. <laughs> like as someone who harvests all the resources on the map and then wins at that point. It's like, all right. He's a fan, I guess. Of, you're playing uh, a of, different game. You're playing a different game, but you're having fun. I guess he's a fan and of uh, late stage capitalism. <laughs> Here's about the forest. Just take everything down. Deforestation completely. That is super <laughs> funny. Alrighty. Um, next post is actually an interesting one for anyone who's new to the game and has actually listened like four hours into this podcast. Um, <laughs> boy, if you're if you made this far, up, kudos dude. to you. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Is two two scout no longer the meta in one v ones? Coming back after not playing for almost two years, uh, seeing a lot of builds from a year ago starting two scouts in Dark Age. Is this still the meta? Feels like the maps are smaller now since I last played. Is this no longer necessary? Um, well, this answer, post from like a year ago. Uh, from one day ago, from the Flying Samurai. Wow! Right? Saying, I mean, that, that proof, mo- proof I would say mostly proof that people are coming back. Yeah, that that is good. I would say mostly it's no longer the meta, but I mean, like, situationally, all. if you're playing yeah, like looking at one of the responses is versus Roos, yeah, sure, yeah, or or probably Joan. Nah, no, because she don't get no, any from here. I don't believe. Joan. Yeah, because like uh, no, because she's no, actually, to everybody out there, go to scouts against Joan. 
Give Joan the XP. <laughs> oh yeah, but, but does, does she? Does, I heard like she doesn't get anything from deer, but she gets something from wolves. Yep, she so gets like, XP yeah. from wolves and boars. Yeah, so I, I heard people like well, she does. Like, what level? Think, yeah. But they'll get you gotta have her in the military. You can you can deny wolves against against Joan. Um, well, they, 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 a lot of wasted APM it's though. Not really a yeah. like cost benefit. Like the the amount of times I've remembered where wolves are on the map and have come back to them as Joan is like <laughs> one right. maybe just like oh yeah I'm oh yeah there's one Joan oh, oh yeah that's right earlier in the game there was a wolf over here I'm gonna find it yeah but, some uh, wars are very important yeah the wolves are the kid you fight on the way to a fight. Right, it's just like, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so yep. side yep. note, someone someone told me that before. My buddy's dad, he, I, he was making a joke to me. He's like, Justin, he's like, dude, you're the type of kid I fight on the way to a fight. I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> hurt my feelings. I was like, all right, hurt. I was like, hurt. My feelings were hurt. I was like, okay, is that what we're doing it now? He's like, dude, get out of my face. I was like, all right, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Devils. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> wow. On the warm up, warm up levels on the warm up. <laughs> Last okay, Joe man. from Bunch of. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Next. Next post. Um. Uh. This is a this this is a picture of a, a chat. Uh. That someone just basically just being like, how long till they fix the gene bug? At least they ban it for now. And don't abuse bugs in rank. And the guy's like, what bug? Good luck on the appeal. I really don't know what your bug you mean. I think this guy was really salty about losing uh, to John Ark. Um, that said, I've noticed an uptick in uh, aggressive players uh, post chat. I think that's a part of a, a part of the fun thing about having more people I joining mean, the game yeah, is you're going to get more toxic people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a guy run into me who's really mad sucked. about my. Uh, yeah, that's a kind of a sucky thing about that. that this is we're going to have more toxic one jerks. One but oh, I yeah. had a fun I had a fun experience where I uh, was a uh, Ubisoft castle rushing and the guy was like, you shouldn't be able to do this. This is unfair. Bloody, bloody, blah. And I'm like, dude, you literally went to TC in the castle. Like you, mm. you, you got you got pick mm. three, right? You can pick make one. units. Pick one. Yeah. yeah. Can, make units. Go fast castle uh, or or make two TCs. You can pick like two of those. Right. You can pick two at a time. Not both. You chose the one that's terrible. And that is fast TC fast uh, or fast second TC. Or, sorry, two TC and fast castle. Like you need to have units. Whoops. Units should always Oops, be one of those. No you army. Yeah, you should always pick units. At least, I mean, it really is. You yeah. got to pick two. You can double down. So on I units, was talking but... to someone in uh, the Rising Empires Discord today about like what he should do early games. He's like, I keep getting run over. Um, I want to go two TC, but I just keep getting run over. And towers kind of suck. And I was like, dude, towers. Their one purpose is to put villagers inside of them. Don't use them to defend. That is like, if you have an exposed gold, drop a tower so your vills hide so they don't die. And then park spears. It's not like a... uh, It's not killing people who come to your base. It's uh, minimizing casualties. Pretty much. And just be like, yeah, the best defense, uh, just make units. Um, one of the big things is like everybody playing an RTS, any RTS, the first thing is keep making villager units always. Mm, Yep. And then one of the next things is like, keep making military units. Yeah. You can't fall behind on military production either. 
Just casually, if anything, you got to yeah. spam just like at least yeah. one or two units. I mean, if you have to set up like, a castle, that's one thing. But make sure you have enough units to hold a push or you have some kind of way to hold off. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you don't have a BO to go fast castle, then like if you want to defend, defend with the units. Yep. Alrighty, guys. Last one. Um, well, this has no. Yeah. This has no uh, upvotes right now. It's at zero. Let me give it a little upvote. Um, any new <laughs> sim that needs to be nerfed? Question mark. Uh, just in case you're wondering, out of the 227 votes, that's a totally perfectly good sample size. Uh, 86 said Sushi's Legacy. 13 said yeah. Ubids. 42 for John Dark. Eight for the Dragon. 43 for Japanese and 35 for Byzantine. So our top winners, people think Sushi's it needs as of the 20, 220 people who, who responded, they thought that Sushi's was the most powerful and needed a nerf the most. Then Jean d'Arc and Japanese were really close. I don't really know what Japanese does that can't be stopped personally. Um, and then uh, Byzantines, which I don't really 100%. I think the cataphracts are a bit scary, but but uh, I don't know. Cataphracts are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cataphracts are pretty nuts. Cataphracts are pretty freaking crazy. I don't know what you're... I think crossbows is the way to go because spears don't do enough. They just don't. You cannot make enough spears to stop a cataphract, I swear. Uh, I mean, Byzantine is one of those that you, like, it is built for the person who wants to play SimCity. It's just like, I want to build up this. I want to choose units from the widest unit pool. (laughs) Doing this. Like, that's fine. Playing Jean d'Arc against Byzantines is like, actually, I'm just killing all your bills. Yep. Yeah, I'm good. Out of the gate. Like, is Byzantine the new premium saver premium players? Uh, yeah, I play Byzantine. Those cataphracts are something. I think, I think so. Given that I think Jean d'Arc is. Yeah, Jean d'Arc. I, I I've know, heard two OP or Jean d'Arc. those who want to live life in Vegas and roll some dice, I think I, <laughs> I, I, I had some fun time with them. Uh, yeah, I got to I give you as more of a travel user. Japan's been my go-to boys but uh Japan's yeah man fun. uh i would say i, I mean but i brought the uh meditation gardens are just insane i guess yeah, it's, that, that's too much are, yeah. insane, are insane with the like with a bonus with the bonus to aging up, age up. Uh-huh. that's too much that's too much the, i think the two of them together you can't yeah. do passive income and tech yeah you know how i was saying yeah. you can pick two they can pick all three they and that's like the mm-hmm. one thing I've been running into with my Ayubid's fast castle build is I go fast castle. They are feudal pushing me, aging up, and they've got two town centers. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, and, and, yeah. I, and I've been pressuring and into them a little bit too. Duke News, like yeah. one of the best yeah. feudal units. It's yeah. insane. And to me, I was like, you know, like, I don't want, I, I know I probably could have played better, but at the same time, I was, I mean, you, you saw me, Beal. You saw how good I was playing yesterday. Like I was ripping it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't usually get the I, guys. Normally, I can only beat Beal when he's like three beers back. Okay, and I, I like. I mean, I had, I had a good spawn to be fair, but I was playing top notch. Like I, my, my APM even went up. Like I, I think I might have already said this. Did I already say this? I said this before <laughs> we started. Um, for you guys in in the podcast, it's been long enough. I'll just say it again, anyways. Um, APM does not matter that much, but on every world, it's kind of a fun stat to see. Normally, I sit around like 100, 110 maybe 120 on a really good uh, feudal all in or a really busy game. I'm averaging like 150 to 160 on some of these games with a uh, I was like clickety clack, go attack. Like I was going crazy. Clickety clack, <laughs> go attack. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I was having an insane day. Um, but yeah, this juicy guy was one of the guys I, I, I just, he, he did all three. He had two TCs. I was doing, I had free units. I was trying to pressure him with. He had so many jugs. 
and he castled up like faster than I did. And I castled up at like eight and a half, almost nine minutes. I was just like, what on earth? Uh, so I, I do think that 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 system being cheaper age up with the resource gathering feels a little bit. It needs some fine tuning, maybe. But that, and crazy. that they don't they don't have archers either. I didn't know that they just have they, the, they just, just have, have uh, yeah, just Jews. I, I guess know. they don't have archers. Why would you get what? I mean, why what would you go archers? with an archer? Why would you yeah, ever they, get an archer? Yeah. I guess Unless you're right. You have, yeah. like, Chinese archers? Ever seen a Chinese archer? Yeah, I, uh, you know what? Yeah, not really. Yeah, I guess. I'm playing China, and I'm dumb enough to make some. That, that's the only answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably the dumb guy that makes them. Like, hey, look, <laughs> they got these I guys. Don't spend no Ooh, gold. Look at this. Click, click, click. Exactly. Exactly. Click, click, click. Now go attack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. But like, they and they, they also don't need Song Dynasty to make jukes. Yeah, that's true. might be they might be overpowered. I might I might actually accept the two hundred and twenty seven. I don't know. I don't know. I I, um, I, I don't know if they. Maybe, I, I, maybe not overpowered, but style just counters them. Uh, maybe like, maybe. Yeah, you I'm have, you, believe these guys. You ask a pro player, but they think that regular China is still better than Chuchis. I believe it. I believe it. Barbican is such. Yeah, a but they, they really say they, they, yeah. they say they say the barbican is insane. Like you mm-hmm. like barbican. You really miss it. The TC nerf. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So just give the China variant another insane. I guess that's what I need to do. I guess, I guess the, the way to counter them is to feud wall in. I guess that would be the way to go. And that's, I was fast castling, so I was giving him time. Yeah. Okay. So oh, I, good to know. I remember the first time I played against Sushi and they hit fast castle at six minutes, three seconds. And I was oh like, oh my goodness. What? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me? Yeah. Nani. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's um, nice. but it is just keep the pressure on them. Don't let them. But you know, to the ve- developers' compliment, to the to developers like them adding six new sieves with all these new maps and biomes and all these new matchups, it doesn't feel like there's a definitive broken sieve. No, there's I feel like no everyone's OB playing which, which, which is a compliment, which there's is a compliment no to the dead. Like, like, I I like that's that's what I was worried about. I feel like if I picked up English again, I could stomp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had that thought. That like Ram Rush, English, Ram Rush, English would probably crush stop. everyone right yeah. now. I'm, People I, are doing I, that. I had People half a mind to do it. I had half a mind to try it, like hop mm-hmm. on quick match and see if it was viable, then pop over to rank. I have half a mind to do it. I think I, think, I think you could do it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've, heard the, I've heard the gambling wing for the for the, the trade wing thing for Ayubids. I've heard that's been broken. That's busted. I've heard that the Ozutsu, yeah. which actually are crazy good for Japanese. Uh, they are they like don't actually. Don't let them get through imp. The problem is don't, don't let them get, get to imp. imp. Yeah, but people are like, yeah. well, when they get to imp, they're, they're broken. It's like, yeah, but Japanese is gonna yeah, have a really they, uh, hard time getting to imp. Don't let them get to imp. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, like Japanese. Because uh, Japanese, I mean, we're we're doing this thing where we keep talking about it, but the Yoroshiro yeah. uh, <laughs> that you get can be a huge bonus. They just take a while to get going. Japanese take a while to get feeling good. The tempo isn't yeah. super there. I feel like oh, the build die we're using. They do have. Like they do have a good. Feudal tempo. They if do. You don't yeah, go if you go Koka, all feudal in, I think if I think you go, work. no, if you go the farm, the farm yeah. landmark, that's wild. The you farm landmark, yeah, an insane amount of wood. I'm not lying. And then yeah. generating wood off of it. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think in itself, you have safe food. Yep. You don't have to like. Oh, it plays in the John Dark sure, really well. Ottomans get it like plays the, in the, the four. Yeah, it plays in the John Dark really well. If you go one TC into Fast Castle into John Dark, that works really well with Japanese. Also, I think one TC. I I think one TC is the play with Japanese. Um, and I think one TC yeah, yeah. feudal. One TC feudal with the samurai against civs that don't have a counter to met at arms is a winning way to go. 
I really do think that's the way. I think you start with the Onobugeisha, which are the fast. Oh, dude, that's the, exactly the, the raiding what I units. Say. I say start with them because they don't cost any gold. Or they have a much less gold cost. It gives you some time to get your eco going. You send them because they're fast to get to your opponent's gold. Slow down the castle timing for your opponent or whatever else they're doing. And then slowly start transitioning because it's the same building. The barracks start going into Samurai. And then upgrade your TC. Stay in there or go up in Castle Age and get the Yoroshiru and then get the passive income. Japan can get some good tempo. It's just it's hard to kind of I think the build is still a little in flux, like the optimal build for it is still a little in ethereal in the air. And so people are struggling with it just a little bit. But that there I mean, is, there like, is something there. Once once Japan gets kind of figured out and cemented, it's going to be really good. Very strong. It's fun. I'm telling you that. Uh, and I'm and I, we can say this for next week. Then I go heavy. But the Daimo, like the fact that I didn't, I realized late that Japan didn't get keeps until Imperial Age. Yeah, that's that's a big, big but negative. It, but it, but I've seen like hiring players. They'll upgrade. They'll get a they'll float stone and then go build a four TC and upgrade the Daimo all the way and then put a rocket in it that's a lot of stone though it's, like a, it's a lot it's a, it's a lot of stone but like and they'll, they'll basically like you can really go one tc and just upgrade because once you do that uh get that uh dymo i can't i can't talk dymo but like yeah. dymo there we go once you upgrade that you make your farms around your tc your gathering rate is insane like they like a lot of people still are kind of like it's even, plus 25 for the first one for farm gathering and then it's plus 50 and then the final 50, upgrade is plus 75. 75 yeah so uh, you end up having like 20 farms around it and then you add plus 50 normally is the and, one and then plus 50. yeah your farm eco that's all a farm yeah. need it is a it, it can be a winning strategy it just takes japan just takes a little bit to get that going yeah, though. it takes a little there's not they don't have a great super early main i hate that Get out of your TC range. Uh, see, it's, it's, oh it's, yeah, no doubt. No. Resources on the map. It's because it's the counter. Like, it's, 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 like it's like the way Sir Neville's hits my like fast castle. Sean, man, it's like yeah, exactly. Boar, and then takes <laughs> boar on the map, and that's my bonus. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're all snug up in the yeah. Well, you got to get them, you got to get them off their gold though. Find a way to get them off their gold, and then find a way to get them off the wood. No, they can and still build like so many. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it could be it could be doable, but if you can you can tighten the noose pretty well and still make it difficult. And then, you, and then they got a little passive gold when the they mine stone. To, and the trick is you have to castle crazy, up bro. as well. Okay, John Dark can't play the feudal right. against him. You got to right. castle up well yeah. as well. Keep him boxed. Yeah. Keep Japan boxed in. Castle up with them. Do, you do the same thing to uh, to Ayubids. If you if you want to play me next time, next time you play no, me, I, keep I, me boxed I remember, in and castle I remember up. playing against you and realizing I wasn't raiding and having that like, oh god. And you got stuck in feudal too he, long. Yeah. Like last time I scouted, he had like nine guys on gold. Oh god. In order to yeah. do the trade wing, you have to have nine eight is the number to have to be able to do some okay. trades and age up eventually if you're doing a fast castle. That is that's what you need. Otherwise, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm trading that 125 gold for every trade to get something else. So it is slowing me down. So I need I need a lot on gold. If you want to stop a Ubids, get them off the gold. They're doing the trade wing and then they're just going to collapse because that's they have to have gold. And eventually they have to have food, too. So it's all right. Don't spawn gold in the back. But like <laughs> one of the big things, it's just like, yeah, I've seen you've got like eight on gold. You have the choice of do you invest into military or do you go castle? Now? It is super nice. That is, I've I've mm-hmm. loved being able to look at that uh-huh. and be like, who? I, and you know I remember just like being like two minutes out from scouting your gold and thinking, oh, oh, he's he's had eight on that for two minutes. 
I am not going to get to castle anytime soon. And he's going to spam Gulam. What do I do? And there was nothing you could do. And then I, I got that good mango shot off on you as well. Yeah, it's, it's a fun build. It was, it was I, I like that ability because sometimes I get options to buy food or sometimes I get options to buy units. And so depending on what I get from the trade wing determines a little bit of what I'm going to end up doing. Like if I like against a more passive sieve, I can either double down and go super fast into castle or I'll even get a bunch of swordsmen and go raid as I castle up instead. Like there's I love the back and forth and some of the options. Sometimes it goes it works against you because you don't get what you need with that trade wing thing. But that's kind of why they call it the gambling. Like usually there's no bad trades. I haven't done a lot of stone, though. I don't usually do the 2TC play. I could probably go for some stone off of that and get a faster town center. But at that point, why not just get the wood as you upgrade if that's your plan? So so I don't know. But. But yeah, that's it's, it's fun. That was a fun game too, Bill. I, I really enjoyed that game. That was that was a really good game. Um, that was our last Reddit post, I think. Um, oh yeah. man, I, I I was rushing through it. I was trying to get us through because we've gone so yeah, long. Yeah, we, we we could probably went even longer. That's the we, saddest oh, part. I, I could <laughs> keep talking all day. About yeah, yeah, all we can talk about this. So insane. Two hours in me. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. I'm gonna you cut us so here much. though. I'm gonna say we'll take a quick break, and then I know my extra sheep. I literally put in my outline is I legit don't know what my extra sheep is. I was gonna save I have all the thoughts. It's gonna be just one of the things we haven't gotten to. I'm just gonna mention. So we will take a quick, quick break, and then we'll get back to our extra sheeps. Hello, this is Sockton once again. Uh, you were probably expecting me, right? Right. This is the part of the show where I get to just chat with you, the viewer, just you and me. You and me, me and you, the two of us, together. That's just what Mike Wazowski sings in uh, Monsters, Inc. Um, don't know why I sang that, but I did. Um, <laughs> I do that a lot on stream, too. Anyways, um, some announcements, some big announcements for you guys. First and foremost, a live episode is coming up a month from now. Mark your calendars, everybody, on December... Oh, geez, what date is it? December 17th. We will be going live with the extra sheep. Um, it's going to be a big episode. Um, I think Caleb's planning on being there for that one, too. I think we're going to try and get Asklad on that one. Uh, I kind of soft said we should do it. I think he's down. I think he wants to hop on again. Um, all of us boys will be there. It'll be live. I think we'll do maybe something really fun. It'll be our final episode of the year. We're going to take a week off. Um, so we'll have a full month of no extra sheep for once. It's going to be the first time we've taken a break more than like a week in a long time. So it'll be our first uh, episode we skip to finish off the year that said that's why we're doing the live one so it'll be a big holiday festival like extra sheep episode we have one more episode between then and now so you've got four weeks one more episode coming up that said this has been a doozy hasn't it this this episode i'm looking at the recording time as i'm recording this into my timeline for uh the editing of the podcast and i am about to hit the 352 minute mark three hours and 52 minutes that is insane um Wow. Thank you guys for listening. This is a huge, huge undertaking uh, for us. It really is. Um, we, we put a lot of heart and soul into it, as I'm sure you all know. So we're just really grateful that you guys listen to the content. I mean, if you guys weren't listening, we wouldn't be making these long of episodes. Also, this was a, just a huge episode. Uh, we didn't get to everything we wanted to do today. We will get to it uh, next time. We will just have like another similar episode of just everything and everywhere all at once. That, that kind of vibe. That's what it's going to be like next time. Um, also, um, Beal did his interview with, I'm going to say his name wrong. I think it was Wopak, I think, Wopak, the modder, um, that was going to originally be put into this episode, but with the length of this episode already, we decided to not do that. 
I'm going to make it a bonus episode. I did notice, unfortunately, the audio for Beal cuts out kind of a lot. I think I know I think I know what's wrong with his mic. I think that there was a setting that kind of was trying to cut out like uh, the, like the threshold was trying to cut out extra noise. And I think he wasn't always hitting that. And so I, I think he cuts out a little bit here and there. Uh, I was kind of giving a quick listen. There is still a lot of good content. We will make that available as a free bonus episode. So keep an eye out for that. That will be coming out concurrently with this episode. So if you see this episode, you probably saw the bonus episode right above or below it. Um, yeah, take a look at that. That was just Beal and him doing the interview. So thanks to him. I wanted to be able to do that as well with him, but I was busy. Um, good stuff. We want to try and give voice to those who don't have much of a voice in who do have an impact in this community. That's really important to us. Um, so if there's anyone in particular that you guys, the viewer, feel like we should have on this show or maybe who doesn't have much of a voice and should um, like like the modders, like a modder, for instance, that's a great example of someone who doesn't really have much of a voice in the community, but is there doing like a lot of good work for the game. If there's anyone in particular or any topics you guys really feel like we should cover. I had a couple people who've kind of pinged me uh, this week before coming into this podcast. Actually, that was someone someone pinged us to talk about this and we interviewed him. That, that's how we interviewed him and got him on the show and to do the bonus episode. So uh, stuff like that works. If you want to reach out to us that way, um, I won't promise that we'll always notice it and catch on to it, but we're pretty good at monitoring like our own social media stuff. And if you, we get like a ping on Reddit or something like that, we, we do. We notice it. We notice it. Um, I try to respond to stuff that's like on topic with AOE. So yeah, uh, at, look out for the bonus episode. That'll be our, we were kind of debating what we wanted to do with it. It was going to be in this episode again, just, just too, it's just too long. So we couldn't, um, so yeah, bonus episode. It is a free bonus episode. Our first bonus episode. Uh, just excuse the audio quality a little bit. Um, not quite sure what happened, but just roll with it, guys. Roll with it. It's you can fill in the blanks. Um, what else? If you haven't joined Rising Empires, you should. I highly recommend it. I recommend it every time we get to this point in the show. Uh, check them out. It's perfect for, you know, having a tournament setting for any level of play that you are. Um, definitely check them out if you haven't done that. They've got a Discord and you can uh, join through start.gg. Um, look up Rising Empires. They're like on like week 50 or something. They've done a lot. They've done like a full year's worth of these tournaments now. Um, there's also the War Chief Club that they run as well. So the Rising Empires has low ELO tourneys and they have the War Chief Club. So keep an eye out for those. Um, they also have really good a really good Twitch channel that they they cast all the games. I highly recommend. Uh, also want to give a shout out, of course, to Beal, Sir Neville's Caleb Calmari. Got to meet him in person. That was an absolute delight. Um, I just I, we've got a good community, guys. We got a good thing going. I, I just want to give my thanks to them. Thanks to my wife. Um, they and to all of our extended families in the podcast who enabled us to do this show today. Imagine on a Sunday afternoon giving up four hours of your day where you should be watching the kids to let your wife take a bit of a break. And instead, she's watching them so you can do a podcast for a video game. Uh, she's the real MVP, guys. Just saying. Um, uh, what else? I think I've hit about everything I need to touch on. I don't want to make this too terribly long because as I said, this is an incredibly long episode. Therefore, I think I've highlighted everyone and anyone I need to. Um, you guys are great. Thanks for doing all that you guys do to support the podcast. You feel free to leave us a review. Feel free to join our Patreon if you want. Uh, big shout out to all of our subscribers and all of our donators, um, contributors, whatever other names I can apply. That means you gave us money to help us do what we do. Um, and even those who just share about the podcast, uh, we love hearing the good feedback. We love knowing that you guys are listening. We love knowing that you guys are sharing this podcast with your friends. Please do that. Please. If they are into AOE4 and they're like really into AOE4 like you are, share the show. 
Um, also, a shout out to anyone else uh, who's shared the show and helped us out. Um, shout out to Bitterlin again. Uh, he's been kind of a really, really good friend of the podcast, and we can't we can't uh, put him on a high enough pedestal. The fact that he was on our show and and we just got this good thing going right now. Really, really grateful for it. Um, hopefully, we get to kind of use our voice to kind of help kind of be the people's champion a little bit. That's kind of the way I'm, I'm taking it right now. You know that we're gonna. We're kind of here to be, you know, we're kind of average players and we're trying to work our way to diamond, but we're, we're the normal guys. We're just like you. We've been silver. We've been gold. We're trying to get better, but you know, this is a podcast for the people by the people. And we are glad that, it, that that's the way it is right now. So thank you all and have a wonderful rest of your episode. Let me send it on back to myself for some extra sheeps. And we're back. Um, long break as ever. My Boy, four hours. This is gonna be the longest episode in history for the extra sheep. Could have wow. been longer. Says the saddest There's, part. We didn't. We we appending a thirty minute interview on this. I know. I know. It's yeah. Geez, it's gonna be nuts. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. What's why after off the show? I was saying Patreon. Maybe I don't know. Something like that. Uh, no, I, like I, 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 I want. I, I want I to be known. Be, I don't think it should be locked under Patreon. Be, okay. At worst. Yeah, okay. at, at worst, I might make it's it a important. bonus episode on its own okay yeah that works it's just like a bonus okay. episode instead of the actual uh in the episode that way it's like a four-hour episode with a bonus extra episode and mm, I think yeah. that, that might be easier for That's my computer fine. to handle we'll too. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it'll be like it'll be like episode, 20, a lot of episode yeah. 20 and episode 20 bonus unlocked or we'll call it like unlocked for everybody kind of thing we'll, we'll do something fun um yeah flooded with content extra sheep time uh sir nevels uh i feel like bill and i were just doing a lot of chatting i'll give it to you for your extra sheep real quick Oh, well, like you like, like, like you just said, I don't know if I really have anything like it's almost like the, there's not nothing I really learned. I guess you, I'm learning with everybody else. Anything I say I learned is pretty much that everybody's like, yeah, we are also learning that. So like pretty much my sheep is kind of like just like what I'm focusing on. I've been playing a lot of Japanese. So, you know, especially next episode, we start talking more about, about civic civilizations. I'm hopefully I have more to add to about that. I've been learning more about the build orders and diamond. I'm still trying to figure out a good build order for the for Japan. Still trying to figure out like really where they lean. Is it really smart? I kind of play with more feudal infantry and just going in with the, uh, you know, get some Bannerman with my uh, samurai experiment. And that works sometimes. I want to figure out how I want to use cavalry. And I've been trying to learn Byzantines a little bit too. Byzantines are difficult. Uh, they're not like, I mean, like I said, like, you know, it's not like unlearnable, but it is Playing a 1v1, the, the whole city building aspect, it is kind of, you do feel like you're, you're moving a little bit slower. Like you're, you're trying to, you're kind of organizing too much and especially being pressure put on you. It, it is, it is difficult to maintain, kind of thinking how you're going to lay things out. I, I started kind of learning how the cisterns and aqueducts work. Like I didn't know that if like, you know, if you get your, if you get, you know, your cisterns across your whole base and they're in that you get to level five of the uh the cistern level five you build production in the radius of the cisterns dude your production is a hundred percent faster like it is like i what? didn't like do yeah if you build a hundred percent faster if you build yes if you build and i'm not I, saying I, I, and i could be correct but like i really want to go back and check this but yes i do believe if you build and it's it, it, it's easier said than done getting your cistern level five is very difficult but if you build your cisterns up and like have basically like have your aqueducts across your whole base and you get your production within the radius, I believe that you you literally will build 100 percent faster. Like you'll be pumping out units like I think Byzantines 
are might be the most fun civilization in the game to have launched, but they are difficult. The way the um, olive groves work, I tried playing with Socrates and the one and, uh, we, we played a FFA with a couple of guys, and I tried to make a strictly mercenary olive oil build, and I didn't do that well. Uh, I don't really. I'm still trying to figure out how the uh, hippodrome works and. Uh, it's so Triumph, much to learn. So, hundred percent production with Triumph. Oh and my goodness! If you, that if you build cistern to have the like HP regen, oh, that's nuts, dude. It's in dude. Byzantines are insane, but I think they're just not quite figured out yet. That's why. That's why I said they they are the new premium set for premium players. Like. Hmm. If you're if you're a Byzantine, you're saying French, you're saying French and now you stop saying <laughs> yeah, French as soon as I think of John Dark. Come on. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you short, Sir Nevels, but my, my, my recording software might be uh, oh, waking up. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a little that, worried. That, that, it might not take any of this at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to stop it right soon. I'll cut it right now. If it stops responding <laughs> here and I lose this whole episode, I'll be very sad because we've gone. <laughs> That'd be horrible. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting done, a little yeah. bit worried. New sips are fun. There you go. I'm talking. Right, really quickly, what do you got for us? I, I'm really worried I'm going to hit stop and it's just going to sit there and think and crash. But uh, hopefully, oh, that'd be Warcraft 3 plus AoE 4. She's great. Press Q, delete villagers. Good stuff. Excellent. Um, my extra sheep, I'm like, I'm really hoping this works, guys. I'm like, if there's no episode this week, I'll be so sad. Anyways, mine, I've got two. Uh, one, farm placement for Japanese. When you do the storehouse, it always starts the first farm in the northwest corner. Always. Use that knowledge to your ability. It's going to do that and then work its way across the top. So put your, mm. if you can, put your thing on the south side. It'll keep the farms close and safe. The second one I wanted to talk Very about nice. was momentum in games. I've never known, I've never had a winning streak like I did yesterday. I went like 10 games in a row. The momentum I carried game to game actually carried. Um, so much so that when I went against Beal, I thought he was going to crush me because he's better. I was thinking that he would beat me and then I'd lose my momentum, but I didn't realize I came into the game with so much momentum that it actually ended up being just really fun. And I carried that for a couple games after that too. And then I finally fizzled out and I was I felt the effects of that. Um, but yeah, so there is momentum from game to game and it really does affect your play. Boy, mm. I hope that hits. I, I got one more sheep. I got one more, one more sheep. sheep. Go for it. Go for it, Bill. Yeah. I'm diamond now. I made it diamond. I hit platinum right three. I hit platinum three and I was on the verge. Um, I, I think I'll get there. I think I'll get there. Anyways, oh, um, you'll get there. this you'll has get been there. the extra sheep. We are rushing to the end, hoping this saves. If it doesn't, I'll be so sad. But thanks guys for hanging out regardless. And uh, man, have a good rest of you guys. Software is telling us to shut up. Software is like, guys, enough. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Oh, it's not responding. It's not responding. Don't. Oh, no. Uh, let it think. Oh, like, that makes me worried. Give it a minute. It's been thinking for a while. Just walk away. Just walk, yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm worried. Just close on so Discord. Fun. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. Close on, let, uh, let your RAM work. Okay. Let it. I upgraded my RAM. To be fair, I have a lot of RAM. I upgraded to 48 gigs, but we've been going on a long time, and the, the Adobe software gets kind of finicky. Oh. You, do, you, do, you, do you go through Audition? Yeah. Oh, that's premium stuff. You'll you'll be good. It's taking open, a minute. Open it. Open it. It might, it might cut us off at the very fine. end, but I'm gonna. Yeah, it's probably taking it forever to render out. It'll be fine. Yeah, you yeah. probably let your PC on. Yeah. Then, yeah, All right, let guys. It chill. Well, hopefully we can like two weeks. It's all right. No big deal. Only four hours. No big deal. I'll let it just sit <laughs> for a bit. And at, at, worst, at worst, it might have the file saved and it'll just cut off at the end whenever it stopped responding, which will be still like three and a half hours of content. So if that happens, I'll just say sorry. Thanks, guys. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> Sorry, boys. It's sad. Good thing you listen. The crazy part, we have a lot more to talk about, too. We, no, <laughs> we didn't even cover we go for hours. Exactly. We know the expansion is going to crash your software. That's how much we can oh, talk. Jeez. All right, guys. Have a good one. That's good. All right, guys. It was fun. Peace out, guys. Till next time.